Yeehaw! Happy New Year, friends. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Happy oh, New Year. Happy shit. New Year. Yes. Boys. Good to see you. Bri- Brian Count is uh, allegedly on the way. We've got all kinds of uh, libations here. And uh, what the fuck were we just talking about? I said, save it. I said, don't say it. World War II. Bodies. What do they do with before the bodies? That, though, there was something before that. Mines, fields, size of Paris. No, it was even before that. Oh, meat carnivore diet. Oh, okay. Maybe it's that. Yeah, so I'm uh, 10 days in, I think, something like that. Today's the 9th, so I'm 11 days in. I started a couple of days before, and I've been eating nothing but meat. Bacon, steak, elk meat, a lot of extra fat. If I eat the elk meat, I eat a How's lot of bacon. How's that cholesterol, son? I don't know. I got my blood work done uh, last Monday. I'll get the results back soon, and then I'm going to do it again at the end of the month. But I've already lost seven pounds. You feel good? Dude, I, I feel slim. You look good. When he came in, I was like, yeah, he's looking tight. Boys, I gut. lost my I belly. Want... I had a gut. I was getting a gut. I was <clears> getting, <throat> it, this is where I get fat instantly, right here. It goes right here, and then it starts pushing out. I think all dudes do, right? I don't know. Some people get it in their face. I get it in my face, too. I feel it in my face when I'm washing my face. My oh, face yeah. feels smaller. Oh, totally. Yeah, I get it in both. Yeah. 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 But that's where you feel your face. You're like, damn, my face oh, feels small. Like, you know the shape of your face. From, you wash your face every day. So you get in there and you're yeah. like, oh, this is like less face. Uh, also, a fat face is a bummer. It's a bummer. Yeah, I'm fatter Unless, than I've been ever. I'm <clears throat> like 190 right now. Jesus. Yeah. But it, the, here's the thing that's good about it. I'll, I'll tell you what's bad about it first. Diarrhea is rough. And eating only steak gets boring. I like diarrhea. But it, the kind of diarrhea that I'm talking about is like confusive. It's, it's like explosive. you got to run. Like you do not trust your butthole. It's like, you know, it's not telling you until the fire is at the door. <laughs> it's not seeing the fire in the horizon <laughs> and warning you to get to the bathroom. It's like the fire is at, it's making it's your doorknob hot. <laughs> what, if you're, what if you're starving, you're far from home, and there's a Burger King and that's it. There's a Burger King for... I'll next. just order four Whoppers and then I'll take the meat out of them and I'll just eat the meat. Okay, Gangster. Yeah. that's it. Yeah, I'm gonna do it for the whole month. I had an olive. I guess I cheated a little. How I had dare an olive. You. Fuck, dude. Yeah, you, I, you know I've had uh, a glass of wine here and there, and I guess that's you know, but that's just drinking things. Why did you decide to do it? I want to see what's up because I, I know a lot of people that I respect that have tried, like Jordan Peterson in particular. That guy's a fucking genius and when he's telling me what a massive impact it's had on him cognitively he said that intellectually he's at his, in his prime he said all of his uh, immune system autoimmune issues went away and i that's vitiligo is an autoimmune issue so i'm seeing what happens with that too but that that isn't really spreading any but <clears throat> with him he was having gum issues receding gums that went away his gums actually came back didn't his daughter wasn't his daughter disease. sick too that's why they started it she's got serious uh, arthritis like really bad but and it helped it right you see this is what it is it's an elimination diet so instead of your diet breaking down a bunch of different things it's just breaking down one thing <laughs> and this one thing that human beings have been eating since the beginning of time like this idea that human beings are herbivores is pretty much nonsense. One of the main reasons why we became what we are, they think, is because we started eating meat. We started getting better access to protein from cooking it because we figured out how to harness fire. And then through hunting, we started getting more devious and started you know, thinking and having better critical skills and then eating mushrooms. They think all those things... This is, but that's just the mechanic. Are you taking supplements, though? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you have to, right? Because you're not getting every... No, you I think, wouldn't think you think you, you have any fans that are vegan? Oh, hell oh, yeah. yeah. You do? I meet them all the sure. time. Yeah. Because I, I have a couple of vegan students that... Um, 
uh, man, one said, I don't listen to JRE no more. Hater. He talks too much about meat. <laughs> and he's like, full blown <laughs> vegan. God. <laughs> I talk too much about meat. That's yeah. that's your trigger. Yeah, that's, that's your not, trigger. That's about about ninety, ninety and it's not it's not Einstein. It's not Einstein. It's, no, it's, I love Einstein. It's Mexican. Mexican. Dude, I, <laughs> ninety-five to ninety-seven percent of the population of the planet Earth eats meat. This is what vegans are. It's very loud and very vocal. You know, but they want to make it look like there's this massive movement. Like, no, it's. I don't know. You know, I don't know what your body feels like when you eat things. Everybody's body's different. Everybody's body uh, reacts to nutrients differently. Except for processed foods. We can all agree that's yeah. not good for anybody. Yeah, processed Fast foods food. and sugar are all yeah. bad for everyone. The reason why people are so fucking fat, the reason why everyone's so fat, is carbohydrates and, and fat and sugar Influx. and all yeah. of it mixed up together in massive portions and sedentary lifestyle. There's a bunch of factors. So I've, I've killed a bunch of those factors, right? I killed a sedentary lifestyle. I exercise a lot. Um, um, I, and then I killed most of the sugar and most of the bullshit. And then before I went on this diet, I, I had gotten off the rails a little bit. Too many, too many carbs. Too much pasta. I was eating like fucking subs. Like, yeah, I fell like, off hard. You ever, you ever go to Dan Super Subs? No. Oh, son. We're, they're right here? Up there in Ventura. Oh, oh really? Son. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, you got to get well, the giant. Diet. You got to get the no, giant stop. pastrami. The giant pastrami. Holy shit, is it good? And it's all bread and. Fatty pastrami and look, man, that's a lot of calories. Like you gotta run some Cam Haynes type miles to burn off that shit. But so all the different things that could fuck with your health and all the different things that make what makes you feel good, and what makes you feel bad, depending upon your biology, your lifestyle. I'm experimenting, you know. Yeah. So this is my experiment for the month. Just meat for the month. So far, this is the most amazing thing. I would just be, oh sorry, energy, sorry, energy levels like this straight. There's no That's fluctuations. Dude, because the carbs, insulin. There's no carbs. There's no carbs. I'm not having any carbs. Yeah, I'm saying before, you're probably eating carbs or some f form of carb. Yeah, so your, your for insulin sure. was spiking in yeah. your days like this. Dude, I would lo I love pasta. It's <laughs> so bad. I would make like elk sausage and a big bowl of spaghetti. It's so God, good. That sounds nice. It's so good in the moment. But afterwards, like the amount of time that it feels good versus the amount of time it doesn't feel good is so massive. Oh, I hate myself afterwards. <laughs> I hate myself. But the amount of time it feels good is like five minutes. Mm -hmm. But goddamn, that's a good five. It's a good five. It's a great five. <laughs> it's a but tight it, five. It fucks with your whole it's day. It's so nice. Like, like think, of, think of it this way. How often would you want to get laid if every time you got laid, you gained 20 pounds? You'd be like, every time I'm getting laid, I just keep me getting fat. Once a month, then. Once a month. Yeah. Just ride it out. I'd and have then to at see the end it. of the month, does drop this, that weight it. down again, start looking fresh, get laid. Jerking off, do you gain like five pounds? No, you don't gain anything jerking off. I'd, I would have to see her. Your boy might get fat right, if right, she's right. bad enough. If she's hot <laughs> enough. Brent, 500 if pounds. If she's willing to fuck you while you're fat, too. <laughs> That's a special girl. Special girl doesn't get turned off at all by your big fat gut. Doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't care if you gain them. They're way. out there. They're out there. They're out there. <laughs> Chubby chases, bro. So I, you, this is obviously the Goldilocks period, you know, like it's the, you're also it's like it's a honeymoon, right? I just started and you're I into it. I don't know. I don't know what this is. I think you, I usually, about week, usually about like 13 days in. That's where people break. We're like, fuck this, dude. Or ah, I'm not feeling great. It was really boring about five days in. But like I said, now it's today the ninth. So today's eleventh day in. Today was no problem. My, my, I know what I'm doing. My biggest issue I put on weight, especially in December, was uh, the road. Because the I, road will do it. Wherever I go, Philly, it's cheesesteaks, or New York, it's pizza. It's just it's just you know, 
I just got to be more disciplined. It's late, too, because, you know, you get done at 1, 2 a.m. Yep. That's, yep. I got to figure it out. Yeah. Um, people did eat like this, though. There's human beings that have eaten like this for long periods of time. Like, the idea that they didn't is crazy. Like, Inuits eat like this. Um, uh, Native Americans and Comanches ate like this. Comanches barely ate anything other than buffalo. Have you ever seen a Comanche? I'm like, God damn, I want to look like that. Well, they're all dead, Brendan. Or that's Oklahoma. what I'm saying, dude. Yeah, but that's because of Americans were probably, had guns. But they were we're probably had shredded as fuck. Are you oh, kidding yeah. me? Apaches? Well, there's a difference between shredded Shit. and malnourished, Eddie. Well, some of them were giant. Come on, man. It's, it's like some of them were malnourished. The Comanches the weren't necessarily <laughs> malnourished. I mean, in, in occasional bouts of famine they were. But for the most part, they were following the buffalo. Every caveman was good. shred city, though. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. Like, there's no fat cavemen. There's no fat right. Indians. Right, right. They didn't have a chance to get fat. No well, they carbs. got older. Once the, once the uh, settlers moved in, though, and they started living on reservations and getting white man food, they all got fat. I'm reading this book about it now. They didn't know what to do with flour, so they would just try to eat it. They didn't know how to cook it, so they would just try to eat it. They were fucking starving when the, when the, the white men took over. And push and, push the Navajo into reservations. And we horrible. sneezed on them and like took out all of Bro, them. Bro, 90% of them dead. Hachoo! Dead. Yeah. I'm reading they this account. I'm reading this It's horrific. This, this, they set up this reservation and everybody got syphilis. Everybody. Everybody's banging everybody <laughs> and they all got syphilis and people's hair is falling out. Came they have over. ulcers all over their body and people are going crazy and dying. Fuck, man. They, they can solve syphilis now, Today, right? Today, yeah. You're all good now. Yeah. Like Al Capone died of All syphilis. you anti-vaccination motherfuckers, you need to pay attention to syphilis, polio. There's, there's a, a lot of shit. Vaccine? Smallpox, it gotta be, right? There's a... Not for kids. There's a hep C. It's made for kids. What are you talking about? What is that? The uh, HPV? HPV, That's, yeah. They have a vaccination for yep. that now. They have a vaccination for everything now. Yeah, but um, can be a problem. But, dude, back then, the living that's only 150 years ago. Living those days, catching diseases, they didn't even know what it was. People just start dying. They had no Game idea. over. Black plague? No idea. See ya. Like, who knows how much of all that shit is like real? You know, history is just so full of deception. Like, what if, what if, hell like, yeah. what if, like, hell yeah. like, jealous white people would just say, like, he's saying like, hell yeah because you're getting into conspiracies. Yeah, like, I love, I love, <laughs> no, this I love is what he just does. Off the top of my head. Well, this is the top of. My, now, what if? What if all that shit, oh, all the Indians had syphilis, were like jealous white dudes. No, not the Indians, were, everybody. The soldiers had syphilis. Everyone had syphilis. Got okay, okay. This is well, you know what I'm saying, right? Know they're saying. Like, Indians got fucked. syphilis. You don't want to fuck them. Meanwhile, no. the white chicks wanted to fuck the Indians. They're it's like, a, let's go fuck the Indians. It's a slow story of a disastrous idea by this General Carlton guy who wanted these guys to move into... Uh, this area he wanted to move off the reservations to new mexico and they had this area set aside for them but they cut down all the trees for firewood they started running out of food they start too many people were coming in they took away all their guns and the comanches found them so the comanches were attacking the navajo god damn dude it's 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 horrific you reading this i mean even though it happened 150 years ago my hands are sweating i'm like these people are fucked they're surrounded by thousands Brutal. of hostile Indians. They're just kidnapping their kids, raping their women, killing people, taking away all their horses. <laughs> and there's like a sitting duck on this reservation. Dude, the fucking, the shit people had to go through the just most depressing book in the years world? ago. It's horrific. But if, without it, you know, you wouldn't be able to just fly into Albuquerque and go to Jackson's. True. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Native Americans try to kill you everywhere. Or fly into Jeffrey Epstein's ranch in uh, Albuquerque. <laughs> do you know he has did like he a, have a ranch there? Do, not only does he have a what? ranch there, but he's got a mile away, he actually owns a Western world. Like It's like Westworld. Yeah, and... Dude, 60... Like the, elites, the, elites, the elites, that's where they hang out. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein's 
Western town in Albuquerque. Dude, in Albuquerque, sixty minutes had a piece. I about saw how, it. How the uh, the the suicide is fake. Sixty minutes. Did you did you see in his like little uh, cell? There's like. Ten different freaking outfit jumpsuits. Yeah, we there's over. a there's a cord. There's a pen. Yeah. It's nuts. And his brother's the one who hired this outside lawyer. And the lawyer's like, I know it, it. It looks like I'm here to be like, oh no, he didn't. I'm telling you, look at all this stuff. Like here's well, the, the Michael evidence. Baden guy, that guy from the HBO autopsy series. I mean, that guy has done thousands of autopsies, and he's a real expert. He's like, I've never seen anyone. Who was who hung themselves with injuries like this? Especially where the marks at. Did who you, knows? You know? Who knows if if that's all just a distraction to like uh, get people arguing, make it so obvious that it was uh, it wasn't a suicide. It's so obvious. Let's release it. Make it so obvious. Meanwhile, he's still alive, and everyone's trying to figure out how he died, and and all they care about is that he's dead. You think and he's alive? Think he's dead. Anything could happen. 3D chess, son. No, God, and he's one step ahead of us, bro. That's why he's so Dude, good at jujitsu. Why, why would they have? Why he's would they be pushing triangle. on their first? It, there's virtually a media blackout on it for the longest time, but they gotta talk about something because the longer the mainstream media doesn't talk about it, the more obvious it looks, and it's waking everybody up. You know how many people who are super anti-conspiracy theorists are all into Epstein now? It's like when 9/11 happened, that woke up a lot of people. 9/11 woke people up. A lot of people say, "Well, it started with 9/11." A lot of shit's gonna people are gonna say it started with Jeffrey Epstein because it's so obvious. Epstein, even it's my dad's so like, obvious. "What are we doing?" Like, come what on. What we're seeing now my is. Michael Shermer. Michael Shermer's calling it a conspiracy. Everybody. People that hate conspiracy theorists are all into it. They're all, yeah, Michael dude, Shermer. I'm so balls deep. And uh, there's a guy on YouTube who every day he puts out, all he does is, he, he's written books on gangsters and all that. And every day he puts out a Epstein video, an update, and he just goes deeper and What's deeper and deeper. His name is Sean Atwood. What's S the update every S day, though? Dude. It would take me two hours to, to go into. It's really all about Ghislaine Maxwell's father. He was the one who was originally doing what Epstein was doing. <sighs> Epstein took, so Epstein started banging Ghislaine. She takes him. She goes, you know what? You're going to take over the family business. The family business is it's not just blackmailing the elite. That's part of it. But the, man. A big part of it, I, right? You know A what big part of it. Dude. It. Her father, he's the one, Robert Maxwell. That guy was a dude. He worked. He. <laughs> I love this shit. I don't know, but like, do. I'm afraid to talk about this shit, dude. <clears throat> Sean Atwood. Dead, li listen you know? to Sean Atwood. Okay, well, that we'll have dude, people go to that guy's page. Oh, it's incredible. It's, it's how the first, deep it is. It's, it's the, the first conspiracy. It's the first conspiracy in modern times where. Everyone is like, no way. Ah, JFK. He's so no, deep. no, JFK. There's still people to this day that think that Lee Harvey Oswald killed JFK. A lot of them, including people that have written like w good. What is that? Um, what's that guy's name? He wrote Case Closed. Uh, William, whatever. Uh, uh, there's there's been a lot of credible people that think that uh, Oswald acted alone. I don't think so. That's so crazy. I don't think so. That's yeah, ridiculous. That's, this that's one, so ridiculous. That's like Epstein again. But this one, this no ain't one, the first Epstein. They no happen one, all the time. But no, no one's one, defending it. Yeah. No one. No one's saying. Have, no one's coming out defending it. The government's just yeah. silent. I think. I think there's a good chance that he's alive. 
I think I, I think it's that's yeah. crazy. I, that that's where I think they're just I don't mean distracting crazy. everybody. That, oh, it wasn't a suicide. I want him to be alive because oh, it would make dude. this even more fun. If we're in Europe, yeah. you're like anything's possible. It's already crazy as fuck. The amount of deception that we're that, that's shoved down our throats. It's obvious now. It's all out in the open. So any plausible theory, you can't laugh at. Dude, he's no. in no. Thailand. He could easily be alive. He's he in Thailand be right now. Totally with bandages all over his face, watching TV exactly. from the hospital. Exactly. Full face facial off. reconstruction. Yeah. Surgery. It was the worst shit. Yeah. Why did they need to show nine thousand jumpsuits and shit? Like they, they're weird. making it. How so did those jumpsuits get in there, dude? It's so obvious. It's it's, it's obvious. It's, it's too obvious. I'm with Eddie on this one for real. It's the most obvious one of yeah. all time. Look at all those. Like, jumpsuits. come on, man. So, how about how about 2020 showed his dead body where, on TV? Where, and the craziest thing, the craziest thing besides all that, the craziest thing is like. Where's the video footage? Oh, the cameras weren't working. Oh, no, no, no. Did you see? That's the see, craziest did shit ever. Did you not ever. see the new video footage? The new video footage was accidentally er erased. That's insane. The first, the first video They're doing footage. that on purpose. Video from Jeffrey Lee Epstein's suicide attempt is gone. Jail officials inadvertently preserved footage from wrong floor. <laughs> hey, government, if you're going to kill someone, do better, though. Like, you know we got you know this one. Now, the now, first if you suicide were, attempt. If you were part of this... This um, this um, network of like elite people, right? Like he's definitely he definitely has a skulls. lot of power, right? Yeah. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't there be like? Uh, wouldn't you think it would be a good idea to, to all get together and say, "Listen, every now and then, some dude's gonna we're gonna have to sacrifice one of you guys and just fake your death, and then you're gonna have to go to one of the islands in Japan or one of the." They probably have so many spots set up. Wouldn't it be smart? Go set up some spots in in like the Greek islands or somewhere like in off nor the coast of Norway, Greenland. Greenland could who knows what's in Greenland. They could have all these cities for, for yep. like all these people that like are, they die but you never see their bodies. They could just say you know they people used to fake their deaths all the time back yeah, in the thirties and forties. Yeah, yeah, but that they was used before to fake the internet. Death. It'd no, be I way know. easier to just kill Epstein. Way easier. Way easier. Especially, unless, especially when he's in the you cell. You don't think he has? You don't think he has a, a kill switch? You don't think that dude did? I think he probably does. You know, dude, man, I wish I could tell That's you That's why just saying Maxwell's alive. You, you can't tell us? You it's wish just, you could? It's dark, dude. This, the stuff, I like going it's dark, dark, Eddie. Dude. I'll tell you guys about this app, but okay. Sean Atwood, that, that guy, holy shit. He's, he's, he's dug in so deep, like... So deep, like the neighbor, the the property that's right next to the one in, in Manhattan that uh, Les Wexner gave him for zero dollars. Hey, sick. man, that's a nice person. It's a good nice friend. friend. Gives you a seventy. Million you know what? Dollar that house. people people always Place jump on sick. that, but that's not that crazy because back in the eighties, apparently, for like Sean Atwood saying that that's not that crazy because people used to do that all the time to save on taxes. So that ain't a big deal. Maybe uh, Epstein did pay him whatever it was worth. You know, uh, it, they would often do that. And just say it's a zero. It's not the craziest thing. It's not the craziest no. thing. But the the property next to that mansion, the history of that shit. Damn, I wish we could go over that, man. It's crazy. Epstein has been involved in intelligence for a very long time. Very long time. As long like as long as the Iran Contra. Uh, scandal. Remember that? Mm -hmm. A lot of drugs coming oh, in, yeah. helping. It's like all this illegal black ops. George Senior was the main El Patron. Uh, Epstein was in, was one of the workers that he was in. So his, he was his girl's in hiding, right, Eddie? Because they said she was a CIA informant. She's well, like, who? They well, were, who? His, the main Ghislaine Maxwell. Yes. It, she wow. was the main one. Yeah. She brought Epstein into the operation. Her she father would, yes. was the Epstein took over for her father, Robert Maxwell. That's what's going on. She's more powerful than Epstein.
and they can't find her now. No, well, they no. won't touch her. They're not they, going to touch her. You I don't think she has a kill switch? You, I guarantee you she's in touch with people. It, it only makes sense. She, they, they're, her father was the master of blackmailing people. That's what he did. Yeah, and, just just and give me an reason, idea what that place was next door. It's just when you go through the owners, like there's like, there's so, see the thing, what's going on now is the, the biggest phenomena that's going on right now is with the internet, the internet is like uh, backfiring and uh, it's boomeranging back at the people. It was in, the internet was intended to control us and uh, surveil us. And now no, what's happening. Wasn't. The internet was intended for scientists to share information at universities. Okay. It was invented we, that's from universities. That's your opinion. When you look at the, when you look at when you look at when they didn't have to like call you, each other and send no, packages in the no, mail. No, no. no. Well, that could be one of the reasons. The internet was it, the, the, the people that invented the internet. Why'd they invent it? They were, it was all funded by the CIA. It was all a way to keep. It's it's always about the new world order. It's always about the the easiest way to control us. That's all. So. Okay, there's this Give me software. There's this yeah, software. This, yeah, it's Robert Maxwell. Deep. Robert Maxwell, Ghislaine's father, one of his jobs was, man, I don't even know I should talk about this shit. Right, I'm not going to talk about it. We don't, we don't, I don't have want to talk about it. I don't you know, want you to get in I trouble. Was reading, I was reading something that I, I was, I'm writing this bit about a real thing that happened with the CIA in the 1950s. And uh, it's called Operation Midnight Climax. And, uh, you know, MK Ultra. Eddie knows what that is. Uh, my, I know what that mind is. control experience from the, uh, experiments from the CIA. They had 6% of the CIA's budget. And they had, there was no, no oversight. They, they could spend it on whatever they wanted. And what they were doing is just dosing the fuck out of people with LSD. They dosed this one guy 77 days in a row. Jesus and, Christ. And uh, they ran out of people that were willing to do it, right? Because <laughs> a lot of times it was college students. Like, that's how they toasted uh, the Unabomber. That's they, where they, Manson came from, too. Well, a lot of these people, they cooked their brain with acid. Well, they did that with uh, – they ran out of people, so they started opening up brothels. So they'd open up whorehouses, and they called it Operation Midnight Climax. Mm -hmm. So they would hire hookers, and the hookers would dose these guys up. They'd give them a drink that was filled with acid. And then right? fuck them? And then fuck them on film. How, How much did they charge? What a great gig. What a great LSD gig. LSD and sex? And so they would film it through, like, two-way glass. Wow. Yeah. And so they're, they're sitting there. Their whole budget was being spent on dosing guys and watching guys fuck. Fantastic. It's hilarious. USA. I mean, they, they did it for a long... CIA chief deplores CIA brothels. What year is this? <laughs> that looks like 1952. 1977. But, but, oh, but, but, but that, by that time, they've been doing it for more than 20 years. <laughs> I, I was reading a book on, on this stuff, and when they were dosing everyone in the LSD and acid on stuff in uh, Haight-Ashbury in San Francisco, that's where Manson came out of. His, the whole family came out of there Dude. from all the LSD with mm -hmm. the CIA and stuff. Okay, so it ended right, 12 Eddie? years ago. It ended 12 years ago. You've been with, studying. I'm telling you, bro. They're all past history. Turner said in San Francisco, the CIA. <laughs> so the CIA had said, that was terrible, and that's past history. We don't do that anymore. It's been 12 CIA years. Said, Why bring yeah, up old at shit? At what point? Why bring up old shit, This man? is just the tip of the iceberg. We can go on for five hours with this shit. It's almost like the CIA was created as a scapegoat. Like all, Because the CIA ain't going to jail. Where, how do you put CIA in jail? You can't. And then the directors, they're only there temporarily. And they're in, out. Everyone like goes through it. But it's a read. Like, mm. if you find out some evil shit's going on, CIA did it. CIA ain't mm. going to jail. True. Every, everyone says the CIA is uh, nefarious and, you know, doing Again, all this crazy he's, shit. Eddie's one step ahead of us on those. Oh, dude, every time. 
catches and triangles. That's all I do, chess. baby. That's all I do. That is all you do. I know. Dude, crazy. He would love to say, I'm reading a book now where say hired two mafia guys to assassinate Castro. It's a oh. legit it was legit like plot. Yes, whole plot. What so happened? interesting. There's like six hundred and thirty five uh tries on his life. Yep. Amazing. That was a, yep. a beast. Something, something like he, that. He died of old age. Yeah. <laughs> beast, right? He even yeah. he even came to New York. Yeah. And they still couldn't do shit yeah. to him. Yeah. That was before they really turned on him. Because at first the United States was <clears throat> was backing him. Yep. And then JFK ain't having it. And then Something happened. They switched. There's a lot of different theories. Like maybe um, he was working for the, like Fidel Castro was part of a CIA operation to overthrow the Batista regime, maybe. Or, and then like once he got in, he said, fuck the CIA, fuck the United States. And the CIA goes, okay, we got to kill this motherfucker. A lot, a lot of times that happens. People turn. You know what I mean? Mm. So, like the Kennedys turn. Osama bin Laden. Because the Kennedys yeah. come from a, a, a crime family. The mob yeah, put correct. Kennedy in. Their dad. So yeah. something happened between Robert and John, where they were. They, you know, that was his attorney general. That's who he hired. So once they got together, something happened and made them flip. Some people say that JFK. I don't know if it's true or not. Like his son died at an early age, or so one of his kids died, and that from that point on, he decided to do the right thing and just say fuck it. Something and him and Robert. Them. Him and Robert knew they were going to get killed. Like they would talk about it. They knew they were going to get killed for do- doing what they're doing, but they're just going to go out with their boots on. You know what I mean? That's a theory. I don't know. Maybe one crazy dude did it, but isn't on, it? Man. Isn't it history great though? Like to have all this stuff and go through all the different theories well, and fucking. What's crazy with history is now we can see it. Before people just told it. It wasn't until like the 20th century that really people saw it. Yeah. Before that, it was just people telling stories about stuff. Who knows what's yeah. real? Like from the 1700s. And they do their you best know, to piece you know, it George, together from multiple accounts, but it's really hard. Well, that's really the, hard that's the Bible, things. isn't it? Oh, the Bible's even worse. The Bible's, I mean, it's a bunch of stories. Of, but not just that, a bunch of stories translated. That's what I'm saying from, times. A, but, from but, a shitload of people. But yeah. For sure, it got translated and all that shit with the Bible. But for sure, I, I'm a, in my heart, I'm a hundred, I, I, I believe it 100% that there is some stuff. In the Bible, that's the real shit. There is the. It comes from the real shit. It got distorted and translated and all that. What do you mean but by the real shit? Like, like, a, like it's a manual on how to live your life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you, these are rules. Like maybe God is the idea. Maybe God is the, and Jesus is the frequency. You want to get in that frequency of life? Don't deceive anybody. Don't, don't kill each other. Fuck each other yeah. up. Then you don't will be steal. in that zone. Yeah. That's yeah. what God is. Like yeah. maybe yeah. the book is a, a manual. It's got to be because there's one thing. Like I said, I'm balls deep in in uh, trying to find the truth. Sometimes I'm wrong. Whatever. Truth. But of. a lot of guys. A lot of guys. Uh, Three different guys that I looked up to and looked and asked for information because they were so into a certain area that I wasn't into. I'm like, tell me more, tell me more. And they are like my mentors. At the end, dude, all of them, they're starting to look into the Bible. And I remember the first guy back in like 2005 when I was like full blown, like, the, you know, against religion and all that. Um, I would say, dude, what are you doing, dude? You showed me the way and now... You're looking in the Bible. It goes. I know it sounds crazy, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta look into it too. There's this isn't just a book with crazy fairy tales. This is some real shit. Well, I'm what like, it is and, and is I was, a historical account of the times of the people that lived back then, as best they could tell it, translated down over thousands of years. The story, so there's some absolute truths in the yeah. Bible, and there's some great guides to live yeah. your life. But there's also some nonsense. For sure, walking so on water, sure. all that stuff. Not just that. You're I mean, playing like, telephone. Maybe, maybe ignore God, the nonsense. God sick. 
uh, two bears on these kids that were making fun of this dude for being bald. That that's like, like Jack and Jill stories for sure, it's, it's for definitely. sure, but for if sure. That's in there. You have to wonder how much of any of the original me, 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 uh, stories. Well, well, if you look distorted. at mainstream history of like Catholicism, I grew up Catholic. You did too, right? Yeah, Catholic, Christian, Christian. Well, um, the mainstream story. Name, you a, know bran- the, name a branch. Lutheran. Uh, Is that a branch? No. What's what's the what's the normal one? Protestant. Baptist. Protestant. Uh, uh, You're not nothing. Baptist. I'm nothing. Presbyterian. <laughs> no. That's I'm a, I'm a deist. <laughs> You're agnostic, right? You're not sure. Deist. What does that I mean? believe there's a God, but I don't believe in like Jesus or. Okay. You think when okay. you think about there's a God, like what what's the thought that comes through your head? Like what are you thinking when you when you say I think there's a God? I think there, there's a higher being. Do you know a thing? Uh, th- I don't know. I just I don't, think, I, I don't know. Me, I think I think, uh, I think there's there's the energy in our body goes somewhere. There's something that makes us you know like I can I can feel certain things like love or intuition stuff like that. That that has to be something you know. Mm-hmm. I think that goes somewhere. So, I don't think there's a heaven and hell. Jordan Peterson has some really good advice on that. He said whether or not you believe in a god, he goes live as if God is real. And there's, there's I believe real, that. real benefits. In I that. believe that. I think it it really if you really do have that kind of gratitude and humility that you're you're being watched over by a loving God. Yeah, I think there's a benefit to thinking like it's that. It's just about doing the right thing. Yeah, yep. it's all about how do we get the people to do the right thing. And I believe there's a God because um, a couple things. You know, when when I I did DMT, uh, I went into I thought okay, there's more, there's way more shit. To this reality, this dimension that um, that we're not out there. seeing for all sure. The time. And then the more um, the more I get into, uh, you know, trying to find out what we're on and what what this is all about. And then you look at the mainstream. I think someone created what we're in. Whatever you want to, whatever you think this is, thinks assimilation. I think this is something. I don't. I don't believe in simulation. Why don't but, you believe in simulation? Mm, that bumps, no, that bumps no me out. When you think about there's your kids and shit, that bumps me out. There's no mm. evidence. Mm. But um. <clears throat> Uh, but it could be true. It could be, but there, there's but you know zero like, evidence. Really um, smart people d- don't just say. I don't go by not consensus. Only is there em- th- not only is there evidence, but it, the, if you look at probability theory, what was that guy's name? Um, that was uh, the 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 guy Nick Bolstrom. We talked about it in depth, and he said, according to probability theory, it's more likely that we're in a, a simulation. Maybe, maybe, maybe because, that's true. Because the fact that that's simulations, probably, but that's why you can I measure just, it. Are almost inevitable. If unless we get disrupted by nature, unless we get hit with an asteroid or start yeah. a nuclear war, it's inevitable the technology reaches a point where simulation's possible. Well, if you watch Rick and Morty, that's what it is. Well, if, if simulation is real, then the simulation goes on forever in the space that everyone thinks it there could is. be a part, a an wave of life, computer. It's pro- that's, no, it's not that simple. It's like, like the, it could be one of the facets of life. Like we could be creating a simulation just through culture and society, and that simulation is literally how we enter into another dimension. We're looking at it like it's some nonsense thing. Yeah. Like it's a simulation. Oh, it's just a simulation. It could literally be how dimensions are created. They're created by creativity and ingenuity and, 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 and innovation over long periods of time with millions of people working in conjunction, it, different people t- figuring out processing power and coding and all these different things. And next thing you know, you've got these... There's there's these uh, virtual reality places like we have an Oculus out there that you could put on yeah. and you could do all these games. It's really fun. But there's some virtual reality places now that you go into a warehouse and you go through this whole thing. You know, there's a, there's a place that's in Disneyland and there's a, another place down the street called Sandbox and you play games. Oh, there's it, a, there's an arcade, a VR arcade at the Westfield Mall. 
yeah. on uh, Riverside that's called. Well, uh, there's one right here. Parallel universe. Yeah, but, but don't you think if we're in a simulation it, and, and you I'm believe saying. we're in a simulation, if I was not right in the head, it'd be way easier for me to commit suicide if I just thinking this is a whole simulation. But yeah, I mean, it you, gets dark. Look, there's man. a lot of variables. Yeah. There's a lot of variables about why should I just do whatever I want? If it's just a simulation. If it's a simulation, it doesn't but count. I, does I don't it? think it's that simple. I think all the rules apply. I think what what they're trying to say is. If human beings keep going, we definitely will create a simulation. It's just a matter of time. So if that's the case, how do we know that we're not in one already? And we really don't. Every day we go to sleep and every day we wake up and we assume and we have faith that all that stuff that we remember is really how life went on before we were awake. But we really don't know. Really, you don't. When you black out and then come back to, who the fuck knows what's transpiring? Who knows where your consciousness goes? Who knows where you are? You're gone. Eight hours seems like a second. All of a sudden, you're foggy. A couple minutes to wake up, and boom. Where'd that time go? Where are you? Who are you? You're assuming that all of the stuff that you know and all the stuff that you experience is a hundred percent real. But what if it is real? What do you mean? If the simulation is real? No, what if the simulation isn't real and we are on this earth that's and you are down too. for eight you know, hours? Like when, it comes, when it comes to simulation theory, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's the odds of that are but, but, the, the, but the passing out is a bad example. But the, the good example is that we are within a, a hundred years away from making something that's indiscernible from what we experience every day. And that's inevitable. It seems like just how people do it. And what I'm saying is that might literally be how your consciousness transforms into whatever next stage of existence oh, there is. We might, it might be something that human beings do, like a caterpillar makes a cocoon and becomes a butterfly. Human beings make crazy fucking technology. And I think that's one of the reasons why we're so invested in materialism. Everybody loves things. They love shiny things, love especially them. the new ones. Oh, have you got the newest car? It's yeah. even faster. The newest computer has better graphics. Newest shoes. And as all this stuff, as we're paying for newer and better shit, it's fueling all this innovation, which making crazier and crazier technology until artificial intelligence, until we create something that you can't turn off. Or, you, or you download your consciousness and you just, you just, you know... You can download into that another might body be what or another. A simulation is and what, that might be what a simulation is. What a simulation might be is that when we open this up with sufficient power and technology and processing power, whatever you are might go into this thing. That's a bit of a bummer, though, right? I don't know. When you think about it, like let's say when you're 100 and finally technology there, you just download your consciousness into another body. You just keep going. It's like, man, this is it. I don't this know, is man. it. We don't go on. It's, That's depressing as fuck to me. It's what's kind of fat. I mean, what what are we? That's the <clears> thing. It's like, what the fuck are we? When we're thinking and talking, when you're thinking of yourself, like you, like you th when you're using the word I, I am going to do this. I'm going. What does that mean? Like, where are you? You're, you're, you're this strange being that's got a, a, a finite lifespan. It's not really that long. Not at all. You know what I mean? Eddie and I are middle-aged motherfuckers if we're lucky. You're on the, right? back, you're on the back nine. We're yeah. in the back nine. Yeah. I'm and, almost there. Yeah, yeah. And, and then you die. So what, what is going on while you're alive? It's all guesswork, man. We don't know what this is. And everyone is involved in the guesswork from the highest levels of government down to fucking the, the poorest people in the world. Everyone's guessing. It's all weird. It's all real weird, and it's all we're going to die, and the next generation is going to pick up, and the next generation after them is going to pick up. But but life is a, because of technology and science. You're you know the the average lifespan's going like this. It is, but also you you have more information. You can look at history. You can look at how long we've been here. The more they start, they just found another asteroid impact from eight hundred thousand years ago. Jesus, they knew we were hit eight hundred thousand years ago, but now they've located the crater. It's like. Where did you read that in the library? 
Yes. I've watched <laughs> it on YouTube. This it's becoming this you know, people are, are realizing like there's there's only been a short amount of time where human beings have even been human. We've only been human for half a million years at the most. Sometimes that stuff bums me out, especially if you have kids. You know, it's weird. Well, if but think about it this way: if you were a Neanderthal or a, you know a fucking Australopithecus, and you know you were told that your species is going to go extinct, you think of all the good times you had killing muskrats and cooking them over the fire with your kids and and hiding from jaguars and shit. You think of all those good times like this is we're not going to be us anymore. Like no, so no. So you no. think you think if this is a computer simulation, at what? point like when did it start like in the 1800s the 1600s uh 200 a.d 5000 bc at when did when was the beginning of this simulation who knows man? we don't know there's a video game where you create your own worlds sim city baby no no no. more crazy there's a video game where you literally create a universe you create a planet you put things on it and like what's that game called again jamie what is it no odd man's world sky. no man's sky yeah. um I think that's what you're talking about. That could be what the universe is. I mean, the whole thing about the Big Bang, like the Big Bang means that the entire universe is smaller than the head of a pin at one point in time. You know somewhere around. No, but hold on a second. So the universe smaller than the head of a pin, boom, explodes, becomes everything. Well, what started that? Well, how do we not know that that the was universe, when somebody, right? somebody pressed start on a program? That, how do we even depressing. know that even happened? Like the, the theory is billions of years ago, out of nothing, everything exploded. You what know, do you think happened? You know, well, you know who came up with it. Are you becoming religious on me? You know, you know who came up with it? Oh, dude, if you His start voice. talking about Jesus, Eddie. No, no, no. You know who came up me? with the Big Bang? You can oh. look this up right now. The Big oh. Bang is Hitler? a priest from the Vatican. A priest came up with that. Mm. It was a theory. Sci- yeah. Scientist didn't? Nope. A priest. Are you sure? A million percent. So he was Eddie the Re- first one. Eddie but you know, and I know I, I have a good uh, idea why. <clears throat> why? But that's going to take like 10 minutes. Can I have another one? <laughs> yeah. Please. <laughs> Get someone. There's ice in that thing. You know, you, if we're in a simulation, you're talking about, you know, the homeless guy or the, the kid starving in Ethiopia. Right. He's like, what the fuck, dude? Or the guy grinding his way out or the, the single mother of five working at McDonald's. Oh, She's yeah. like, what kind of, f- who the fuck chose this? Right. What is going on here, man? So only, I feel like only people who are higher up and people that have money say we're in a simulation. Yes, the guy at McDonald's. I bet you there's not one dude working at McDonald's going, I think it's a simulation, dude. <laughs> that's true. But that's just because when you're struggling for survival, everything is more important. Like you're, you're, you're on the edge. But the thing about a guy like Elon Musk, who's one of the proponents of the simulation theory, the thing about a guy like him is he's got enough resources to relax a little bit, but also he is involved in technology every day, and he's probably one of the smartest people on earth, and he's financially stable. So he can stop and think and think about things in a way where he's not he, he's not overburdened by like he has stresses for sure and obligations for sure massive ones three giant companies but what he doesn't have is like survival stress survival stress about be like being poor or being in danger but al- but also the level that, that where his IQ is so high right he's on a different frequency he might be too smart there's a lot of things where when he speaks I go yeah he's smart as fuck I I don't agree with him you know I like that's not once I start seeing like um, organic matter, like uh, body parts, and they, they, they you watch it under like some um, microscope, s- yeah, and you see some like computer numbers and stuff, then I'd be like, oh what? shit. What are you talking about? For me to believe uh, to take com- uh, that we live in a computer simulation seriously, I'd have to see like 
evidence like that, you know? Like, well, if it, if it is a computer simulation, Eddie, that means everything that's physical you're experiencing in a simulated way. Mm -hmm. So it could be everything. It could like if you're if it's just your mind experiencing things that your mind translate as being physical sensations. Real, why yeah. would it have no, numbers? I get it. And I get it. And maybe we do live in a simulation. I'm I just I just do. don't say see any evidence. Of How it. about Callens at three thirty though? Oh yeah, we knew it. I told you. you. Fucking I said it. we're not waiting for him. It's four o'clock now. Yeah, look, I'm not saying that we're in a simulation. What I'm saying is, I think things are a lot weirder than anybody wants to admit. <clears throat> Or, or oh, we're just yeah. overthinking it, or, sure. or, I or, that. or there's so much information, the internet, and yep. you know, there's smart people, we're just overthinking everything, and there is no simulation. There's and that, too. Once you live your life, it's over, man. Lights out. Could be, could be we want to think, think there's something next because we want to hope that our contributions are permanent and that we're going we're gonna to somehow or another come back in another That's life. That's where kids come into play, right? Yeah. Your seeds. And also like that. the way you treat people and the things that you rub off on other people yeah, and man. they start to carry it on The one thing that's life. happening right now is we're, um, we're, we're at a point now where <clears throat> more people don't trust the mainstream information coming in more than ever. And it's gotten to the point, it's, it's, it's snowballing, where there's a, a, an army, they're, they're called Anons, Q-Anons, that they're anonymous, but they're all on the same track looking for the truth, digging, digging, making YouTube channels, boom, there's all these YouTube, and they're all popping up. They're becoming the new news, the real news. No commercials, no... Um, uh, bullshit motherfuckers. Like no advertisement and stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, no, none of those. I mean, look at the news these days. Look at the news. Look what they're saying. But who's watching over that? And over and over. Nobody. No one's but really over and over. What the news Over news? and over. They're wrong about everything. Over and over. Three years of uh, Trump's a Russian agent. They gave Trump the Russian. They gave... That's the worst thing you could give a politician. He's a Russian agent. You can get killed for that shit. They gave him the worst shit. They gave him uh, uh, Russia... Racism, rape, nothing. they gave them all that shit. Nothing stuck. They can't, nothing stuck. But if they could do that to the president, they but could not, do that to it's anybody. The first, but it's the hit. first time we've ever really seen that being done to a president. Yeah, I know. Dude, if they like, could do that to him, but they could do that to anybody. Right, but it's interesting because he's the first president ever that's made like an assault on the media. And yeah. instead of like proving their integrity and being unflappable and sticking to the tightest journalistic standards, yep. They've they've actually slipped. Yeah. No matter like, what ha no matter what Trump does, they take the opposite also, stance. No happening. matter what. But it's also happening at the same time. See, Trump got one of the ways that Trump got a lot of attention when he was running for president is being outrageous. Yep. So they would cover him. So all these these news channels that thought they were gonna expose him for being a jerk or for saying crazy things. They shot themselves So they were going to co cover him. They just made him more and more popular. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So their business grew from making <clears throat> fun of him, from talking shit about him, from saying he's going to be impeached, from saying he's going to be in jail. That was a part of their business. And then it stayed a part of their business when he started calling them fake news. Yep. Yeah. And so now, instead of being like at the tightest of journalistic standards... They have actually resorted to a lot of clickbaity shit because now people aren't really reading regular newspapers anymore, and they're only watching like short clips online. And now and people not are out. paying attention, and a lot of people are out. They're out. They're like, "Oh, this is all bullshit." He was right. Yeah. yeah. Even if you don't like Trump, you're like, "How oh, fuck?" Yeah, but dude. yeah. Even it's if you hate Trump, think about this: if Trump didn't win, the person that would be president right now would have a body count. Think about that shit. You'd rather have a person with a body count 
than Trump just because he's arrogant and overconfident and all that shit. He's a badass businessman. The economy is better than ever. Better than ever. Unemployment better than ever. That's what we have a president here for, to make our country better, more prosperous. And that's what he's doing. Would you wear a MAGA hat? (laughs) It's too dangerous. Are you kidding? If I wore a MAGA hat, I'd be like looking over my... If you wear a red hat and it says, make America great again, you get killed. If you just wear a red hat that says USA, they'll punch you. Dude, I I used to wear one. It had a small red button. It better have a thief. People, my brother goes, don't wear that hat anymore. I go, why? He goes, because it looks like you're just the biggest Trump supporter. I go, it's a red hat. You can't wear it. Says USA. Hats. He goes, you can't look, wear look, it. Look how powerful the media is. The, po- the media is so powerful that anybody wearing a red hat that says make America great again, it can get punched. Except for Kobe Covington. Dude, well, I don't that, know if it's that, the media that did that. It's of just, course it's it was. people's reaction no, to those hats. No. It's anti-Trump. The media, the hat, the it could have been a black hat. No, could've no, been, it could have been whatever the, hat. All the anti-Trump stuff comes from the media. It all comes well, from the media. Well, it comes from the media yes. because of what we were talking about earlier. It became their business to talk shit about Trump. And they thought by doing that, they were going to sink him. They really did. Yeah. But they re- didn't realize how resilient he is. Like the boys, gangsters. Say what you it's want. Not about, it. It's not a just about Trump. Hey, it's, it wasn't just Trump. It's Trump was recruited. He was. There's good people. Okay, in, we're going too deep. Okay, dude. I'm how about I went to that was. comic it, that, that was recruited. Think comics there's pizza. A, there's a there's a plan. How do to, you know this sw- for sure? Because uh, I'm I'm into it every day, man. But just follow Q. Follow Q. Q. But how do you know that they're right? Because everything that's happening right now, we knew about They've it two it. years ago. We knew about all this shit. The FISA D-class, all this shit. All the people that are going down, we knew it. It's still going on right now. Q's dropping right now. Q is Trump and the people that, around him. It's there. It's a, an intelligence uh, dissemination program. You know who believes in all that shit? Pat it's Miletic. True. It's true. Pat I mean, Miletic. Of course. He's got a thing called a Conspiracy Farm. He's got a podcast. Yeah. Q's real, dude. Q is okay. real. It's 100% real. All it is, all Q is, is they're dropping info to the people, the patriots, the people who really want the best for the country. Not the loony left. They don't want the best for the country. They're tr- the what, left, do you, what, do you mean, what do you think the loony left wants? The loony left right now, all the, the, the top of the loony left, the top yeah. of the loony left, the top of them, they're all going to go down for some shit. Okay, it's not just Hunter Biden. It's not just Hunter Biden. What it's do you Pelosi. Think they want? Eddie. They want world wars. They want. You know what happened? Remember, remember, nine eleven. The day before nine eleven, Donald Rumsfeld makes an announcement that the Pentagon is missing yes. two point three trillion dollars. Right. Guess what? There was going to be a lot of investigations going on. People were going to go down for that. But guess what? Nine eleven happens and no one brings it up. So if we have a world war right now, uh, those people won't go to prison. What would you rather go? You rather go to prison or world war? This is your theory. Well, this is a, the Q plan. But do you think this the is world what's war? Going on? And so some, do you, what would you rather? Nancy, have? Hold on a second. You think Nancy Pelosi and Hillary Clinton, all these people, got together and said, "Hey, we're going to go to jail unless we start a world war." So let's collude. No, and no, start no. A I'm not saying war. no, no. They're not. They didn't say let's they're start a in. world war. But they want. It's a lot more. It's a lot more complicated than that. But do they want a world war? Do they want another 9/11? Fuck yeah, dude. You don't think Biden wants a World War Three? Trump, Trump, Trump doesn't. Though. Him and his, I don't I think, think Trump does. Dude, have I you think seen the Biden video? Wants to be president. Have you seen yes, the video? Have you seen the video of Biden at the CFR? You've seen that video of him bragging, doing a quid pro quo. Yes, that's what this is all about. This is what they do. This is what they do. This is what politicians do. Well, they they, they go to countries. Power. They go to countries. Yeah. They go to countries and they say, "Listen, we're going to give you a billion dollars in aid, and you're going to kick back." half of it or whatever into our foundations as donations and then we get our money back and then you're going to hire my son put him on one of your energy boards and have your taxpayers pay him 100k a month 
They've been doing that of course. forever. But bro, Trump, Trump does so, that too. No. His daughter works in his cabinet, right? His son-in-law works for the government. No, no, but They're that's both not illegal. Very that's not illegal. Okay, what? but it's kind that's of not the illegal. same thing. It's not the same thing. Okay, because same. it's not illegal. Because it's ba- not illegal. Biden, but, Biden, but getting your family jobs no, in this in sort of sneaky way that bad. is what they do. Yeah, yeah, but the fact, people the fact, up. The fact that Biden, up. the fact that Biden threatened. He threatened. I can't do Biden talk, man. I can't go Why this not? deep in politics because it bores me. Biden? All of it bores me. He's I get hilarious. Bored. Do you think we're going to World War III, though? No. With Iran, it's scary. No, I don't it think looks like what Iran did was try to save face and just shoot some missiles in the general direction of they a base. They blew up that plane, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. So, and the they, they reported the plane fucked up. may or may not have been an accident. They said it was yeah. a mistake now. They're, well, yeah. they're, spec- they're speculating. What do you think? Yeah. They're yeah. speculating. Ukraine airline and all the... Well, anyways... I don't know about that, but um, they reported, Iran reported that they killed 30 Americans. So Iran thinks, that, oh, we retaliate. Well, no, they're saving face. They're saving exactly. face. No, no, exactly. That's what's going do. on. Yeah, I hope they're they saving talk face. I'm not, I'm not saying 30 people died. I you like know? what Oh, Trump, no, you're saying Iran said that to their people. They were like, they both, it's a way to, they both save face and there's no World War III. Yeah. That's what's going on. I, that's I like all what I want. Trump no said. war. I like what Trump said today. What do you say? Uh, when, when he gave a, a speech about it, that we can all live together in peace and then we can all prosper together. Yeah, surprisingly, you know? he doesn't want, everyone goes, oh, he wants no, to go to war because no, the impeachment, it's a distraction. I can't talk about this. Let's yeah. talk about the UFC because yeah, that's what we, we, st- we, the idea of starting this thing, we, we go deep in these pot and I feel bad. We talk really? about fun things. I feel good. Yeah. You like these. You like stirring I, him I, up I, about I, lizard I, people. I find, I find what Ed, Ed, Eddie's info is super, super interesting. Thank you. <laughs> You're fucking with him. No, I'm not. I promise. Sometimes no, I no, am. He's slipping over. I'm, he is. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm, on, I'm on reading the, the CIA book. Yeah. On the down low. He's slipping into it. Me and Tripoli go deep into Ed, it. We, Epstein, yeah, we Epstein's going to turn everybody. I'm not that deep. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not married to the ball, though, right? I'm married, married, I'm married to, to the ball. ball. No, I'm ma- no, you are. I'm super married, married to the ball. ball. Stop. Oh, you yeah. are? Eddie, yeah, Eddie, okay. Eddie. okay. There's we only certain ones I can go down. Okay. Eddie. Hey, you said you were, you <laughs> were married to the I'm ball. I'm open-minded, you though, brother. I'm open-minded, though. You said you were. No, no, okay, no, you changed your mind. No, no. I like balls, though. Okay. Well, let's let's start with uh, we were, <laughs> we're the whole idea there. about doing this is a 2019 breakdown. But real quick, Connor Cowboy next weekend, yes. fellas. Next oh, weekend, shit. yeah, well, we can start with that. Yeah, man. What do you think about that? Connor uh, looks very good in training. He yeah. looks very lean. He looks big. And I, I had Dominic Cruz on my show, uh, the Food Truck Diary, yesterday, and he saw uh, Connor at the training center in Vegas. I was like, dude. His footwork, the way he moves, he's like, he has some new shit too, man. Really? He's like, I don't want to get into it. He's very explosive. The thing is, if Cowboy can survive the initial onslaught, it becomes very interesting to see. You know, I rewatched uh, Connor and Khabib, and you know, people always talk about Connor gassing out. Well, one of the things that was interesting about Connor Khabib is that the third round, he came out guns blazing. Yeah. You know, and Khabib had been mauling him. For have the you, first have you heard two. about that camp too? Have you? Did you hear his Mac Life interview? He started doing interviews. And he was honest. He was man for that Khabib fight. I, I didn't train that hard. wasn't committed. I took the fight. You know, it is what it is. He's like, mm. that's why I want to rematch. He, and he says he hasn't been committed. Mm. And I, I, with everything going on, the outside kind of um, chaos, I, I kind of buy into it, man. But I've been watching says, some old Connor fights. Old Connor fights are awesome, like from Cage Warriors. But I think you're you're going to get a version of that old Connor next Saturday against Cowboy. He was throwing capoeira kicks. In I don't Cage like Warriors. that. It's at one seventy mm. though. When well, I heard that, I went, oh, I don't like that. Well, it's it's For okay, him. But it's okay because it's basically 155 where they don't cut weight. They're both 55ers. Connor obviously has fought 70 when he fought Nate. And, you know, Connor's a small Cow- Cowboy has fought 70 really successfully against big, strong guys, dangerous guys like Mike Perry and Alex Pereira. Yeah. Alex Pereira, who used to be 55 as well. Yep. But I think uh, Connor is uh, 
this is a good fight if he wants to fight 70. Because you're not fighting an Usman. Like, he's talking about fighting Usman. I like, don't like that for him. So what are you thinking, <laughs> That dude? might just be crazy talk. Well, well let me ask you. Usman's so big, dude. I stood next to him the other day when, you know, like, uh, oh, at, at Kamara's the Kamara's huge, dude. I, I couldn't believe that just a few hours ago he had made 170. He's he fucking like, huge, He dude. looked like it was 195 with, like, 3% body fat. It's going to be he's, hard to beat that motherfucker, he's dude. So he's tough. amazing. That's going to be hard he's to so beat. He's so tough. Do you know he broke his fucking hand pr- training for that fight? I saw it in the fight. I called it in the fight. I'm like, he's not using his left hand. Keep an eye on his left hand. He switched southpaw for a little bit and was throwing right jabs. I was like, I think there's something wrong with his left hand. And then somewhere along the line, he starts throwing it again. And he texted me after the fight. He said, you called it. He goes, I bro, he sent me a video of him breaking his hand in sparring. And then he said, I just knew I had to just throw it. Such a stud. I threw it anyway. Like, Such a stud. You know, that guy's knees were so fucked up that he couldn't walk on concrete. He was training for a fight, and he had to walk on grass. He would like move over to the concrete because the concrete hurt. Why did his knees hurt? Because from fucking his meniscus is torn he apart. He can't run. His cartilage is torn. He can't apart. run at all. He can't run. He can That's, only swim. Like he, Dude, he, he can, can only swim. He can yeah. only swim, and he does create. But he does a lot of cardio and air. No, he's a, bikes whatever and he's doing is working. He's a savage. savage. Dude, he, his How his mind. He? I think Kamaro's like thirty-two. Is that right? He, no, I don't think he's even that old. He's 31, 30, 30? He's I don't a, think he's thirty-two. I don't think he's a fucking prime. And the fact that. That Kobe fight was all stand up, all stand up, and Kobe hit him with hammers. They both hit each other, but at the end, Kamaro took over, and he, you know, that straight right hand that broke his jaw Kamaro somewhere looks in the great, third. Man. Dude, yeah. he's, he's one of the best of all time. I mean, you know, it's hard to say that when the guys only defended the title once, won the title against one of the best in Tyron Woodley, and then def- look, Kobe Covington put away all that trash talk. That guy is a fucking he's a stud. animal. No, no, he's people want to hate oh! on. Three thirty, my ass. What Look time at this. Is it? No what wine, time is it? no cheese. What time is it? It's four, four twelve. Oh, I, I came from Culver City. And where's your, son of ba- where's your bag of, w- of wine with cheese? We, we well, have I wine. I thought he was bringing whiskey. We have whiskey. We have right. wine. We, there's no we need thought, to bring We any. thought you were going to be like this. I barely got like here. This. I would have. You, you missed all the flat earth talk. Ah, oh, shut. You, we you, went you, deep. Met, you met the, missed the Epstein talk, which was really Q, QAnon. I, we missed this all that. Hey, let me. I'll, tell you, about that. I'll tell you about the Epstein stuff, the, the crazy that. stuff. Pass Dude, that. you're gonna trip when you hear the ship after the show. I, I, I want to okay. know what the next after door the show. was. Shout out to uh, Meteor Whiskey. Hey, let me see that. How's that wine? Where's that it's, Buffalo Trace, wine, son? It's a 2010. This is uh, my friend Steve Ranella's shit. I've had that. It's good stuff. It's very I like. I like. Oh, he has his own whiskey. Yes, sir. Yeah, but I need some red wine. You can get some wine too, bitch. Damn, I like it. We're getting crazy. What's here, up, huh? dog? Coming What's off up, set, buddy. Yeah, coming off set. Sorry about the makeup. Sorry about my skin being all kinds of smooth. Nah, at least your hair is thick. You have makeup still... on now? A little bit. Let's go. I wiped it off with makeup remover. Let's go. Hey, still... hey, B. But do what Eddie on. did. Shave your head. I, I but do what Eddie did. Shave I your head. I love it. I used to have my head shaved. So you three basically. dickheads can hang out. I know. <laughs> I used to have my head shaved. Now we'll I come to you one day when you're 52. <laughs> and you're like fucking. Here's my towel. Yeah. <laughs> He's got great hair, though, Brendan. Look at it's beautiful. But when you get to be 52, you're like fuck barbers and their boring ass conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't we'll think you're ever going to lose your hair, right? Yeah. My, d- my dad. Does. My dad has a thick fucking yeah, silver fox. You get older we'll when see. you get to be in your 50s. You care about. Comfortable shoes, like you're like those are yeah. more comfortable. And who's nice to and be around? Who's nice to be around? Yeah, who's you're nice to be around? Right. Who do I enjoy? That's the, that is the number one thing in all of life. 
Who's nice to be around? Your best times, your biggest smiles, the most excitable times are all when we're having fun. You and I, I mean, think yeah. of all the fun times we've had our whole lives. The most fun times is being around your friends laughing. Oh, yeah. There's some old pictures from the mid-2000s. Shit. Bro, it's better than anything in life. Vegas. Having fun with your nuts. friends. It's laughing. The best. Getting the baked. Best. Going to see movies. We don't have meals enough, though. No, we don't. We should and, have and more meals And that's a huge together. tragedy. We should yeah. be having meals together. You're right. 100%. And also having friends you yeah. can check in with. Like, I'll yes. call. I, I, every time I see him. We check how it. About, how about when I text you and I go talk about something serious? Oh, I'll just touch the water. I go, yo. <laughs> and I'm like, this, I'm like, somebody needs to talk. <laughs> yeah. It's the most important thing in life is fun. Yeah. All that other stuff is nonsense. And friends. That skiing video fun. you did on Instagram the other day. So that's one of the best funny. you've ever done ever. That skiing one was great. He has a million of them. You just don't do I them. I got so many uh, hits from that. <laughs> or that one I did with my kids with Utah thing. That was I got funny. The Utah thing. Million, like, I, I was like, you never know what's going to go. I'm just, no, yeah. you stopped doing it's them. It's the weirdest shit. Huh? I'm going to start doing You still do way more I, and they, I, they kill. I'm doing way more now. The, my favorite ones you do when you lie in bed with an iPad on each side of your head. Oh, my God. <laughs> those three are great. for yourself. Those are great. Those yeah. I gotta do. When those, you're doing dance, it takes a while, time right? to those. It take. takes a while. It yeah. took a while, but then I would just like time it. The best one was when I was like, "Yeah, let's let's go, let's go drink, let's go hang, let's bang guys." What? Bang guys. <laughs> yeah. let's, hang, let's hang five. No, you said bang guys. <laughs> you, you know why you stopped doing them? You know why you stopped doing them? What? You stopped doing the road because your TV show. That's yeah, why. That's part of it. You were doing them. You no, were doing them on the road. Yeah, you get I bored just got a hotel room. It's just that you're trying to when you're trying to write stand up, you're trying to do other things. There's a limit to what you can. Like sometimes those things just just happen. Yeah. The main thing is not to worry about not writing. I worry about not writing and it fucks up my other stuff. Do you ever do that? Like where you're like, I gotta write. I'm gonna come up with stuff. I just write like I brush my teeth. Yeah. You I dedicate write. Time. Yeah, write. dude. I come. My, I have a whole thing I do now. I don't even write in my stu my office anymore. I write all at home and I write at night when yeah. I'm high coming home from the store. Oh, so wow. I come home from the store. Everyone's asleep. Spark up a joint. Pet my dog, maybe make an espresso, and just sit in front of the laptop for an hour and a half, maybe two hours at the most. What, That's two all in the I morning? Need. Yep. Then what time you get up? Seven. Gangster. That's all you need, though. Yeah, but that, you don't sometimes I go back to bed. No, I mean if I I, I go I get up to let my kids out and, and say goodbye on their on their way to school, and then if I'm feeling good, I'll go work out. But if I'm feeling like shit, I'll go back to sleep and yeah, I'll sleep smart. for another two hours. And then, so like those are the days where I'll only lift or I'll do cardio or something yeah. like that. But in the other days, I'm doing yoga. Hey, B, he's, uh, he eats only meat right now. You know that? Dude, I'm on a full What's carnivore up, diet. Of course he is What's because up, Joe likes to be trendy. And Joe. No, it's not trendy. Yeah, no, no, he's not Dude, trendy. I've lost seven Joe's, pounds. Joe's ex an extremist. No, Definitely there's a bunch extremist. of people. He's extreme Definitely extremist. for sure. But I did it for an experiment. Moderation's not in his middle name. Not his middle I knew Callan hate on it. I wanted to you want to hear an Aztec death whistle? Sure. <laughs> oh my that god. Like that's not very good. Dude, that sounds <laughs> Sounds like you're bad. blowing it. That sounds like, like called evil so You ever right. seen this? What just How does he do it? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> 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 Apparently, the Aztecs. I did, that was only my second time. Wait, doing which it way ever. is it? This way. That way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you got to cup it. Suck and on it. Though. Suck on it, Callan. Suck so it in. So they would. The Aztecs, when they were taunting the enemy, they would do that on the hillside. Like while they were camped out and sleeping, they would keep them up all night and psychologically fuck with them. Jesus Christ! Thousands of them at a time, blowing that death whistle. That's like, scary. Let them this. know death's coming. Dude, it smart. sounds like someone he's already an expert death whistler. Dude, it's good. <laughs> you think that was, Here, oh, look at this. You think that was this some Indian whistle? Oh, this think, guy going to do it for us? You think that was some Indians are like, dude, maybe that's not a good idea. Let's sneak up on him. 
Maybe. No, man. They, they, Is this they guy would play an games. They would stay on the outside edges, especially in the old bow and arrow days. You could fuck with people because they can only hit you so far away. Like, Is he blowing be, the Aztec whistle? You're a hundred yards. Sounds like a demon. That Aztec has some titties. Listen to that. It sounds like demons. Okay. Oh my god, Stop. dude, that is me, me too. That's scary <laughs> as fuck, dude. dude. If, now imagine a thousand half-naked warriors that are definitely going to kill you, and they're screaming that from the hillside. Hopefully, they have titties like that guy. Oh dude, shit! I feel like this is bad luck. This is bad luck. No, no, no. We're the warriors. Okay. Okay. You're gonna, right. con- Sorry, man. you're gonna conjure a demon. This is I like know. you're also gonna blow out your asshole. I know. <laughs> this is like one of those, uh, you know. Uh, this is a bad idea. Evil dead. That was movies. scary, man. Right. Well, they would do that to scare the fuck out of the, their enemy. Jesus, dude. Wow, Jesus. Hard times. Hard times made hard men. God. Dum, 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 it's dum, weird dum, that dum, I had dum, no energy coming here, and now I get here, and I have so much energy. I know. That's what I'm saying. This is it's like called bro energy. As it's we bro get energy. as we get bro older, vibes. we cherish this. The fun yeah. times are like the the best times. Everything else is nonsense. Fuck. It's family and fun times. You that's don't want to waste time. Yeah, but then there's like stuff you have to do that's not fun, but ensures that the fun times will continue. <sighs> yeah. True. Like discipline, exercise, work. You gotta you gotta put in the time. Yep. You gotta hustle. If you don't hustle, you're not gonna enjoy the fun times. You gotta hustle. Two Two states, tranquility and excitement. Yeah, like how we are right now, like having fun, you really can only do this correctly if you're not worried about some shit. Like Mm. if you have some other stuff that you should be handling, but Mm. you're not, you're blowing some things off. Yep. You know, your daughter has a recital or some shit, you know you're supposed to be there. Yes. You want to hang with your boys, that'll fuck with your head, right? Dude, have you seen the Kevin Hart doc? No, I have not. So good. You guys are in it. I love it. Super inspiring, man. Fuck. He's an inspiring guy. Dude, you watch it? And you're like, holy fuck. How is Joey? Whatever you think what you're doing. Do? His, the podcast. Oh. Yeah. When he was on here talking. It's cool. Yeah. He's an intense He's guy. Great. Driven. He's, you want to talk about a driven motherfucker? His whole, th- his whole thing is, uh, yeah, he wants to be a billionaire. Okay. But it's like, well, when's enough, dude? When's enough? I don't know. He, he's in this like huge crib in Calabasas, and he's like, you know, I just got to do this and this. I'm like, I looked at my girl, I go, You're but when, when is enough, dude? Well, it's never going to be enough. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. was here uh, the other day, and Iron he was Man. talking about it. He was saying, there's a certain beauty in knowing when to hang it up. He was on your podcast? Yeah. Robert Downey Jr.? Was yesterday? Yesterday. You guys are posting next Tuesday. week when his movie comes out. out yet? It comes Holy out shit. next week. When the, How good was that? He was amazing. He's brilliant. Yeah, he's really How brilliant. long was it? Really brilliant. fun guy. He's a big MMA short for, Yeah, a little short. He had to go somewhere. About an hour and a half. Damn. What, were he say, what was he saying? No one, no one, was no he referring one, to Iron Man? But about it, yeah, about that, but also about everything. He's talking about you know great people that have learned you know like when to step aside. Mm. when to push. We talked about Joe Walsh doing that. We talked about other like some people just knowing when to just... Just, just relax a little. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. Step back a little. And, you know, like, it's hard to, you know, like, we're talking about good times. Like, those are the most important things. But we're all public, right? We're, we're four very public people. And when you're a very public prof- per- person professionally, you, uh, like, stepping aside almost seems like you're losing something. Yeah. Like, you're, you're, like you're just b- going back to a, a state of regular existence seems like you're giving up or something. Right. Because it's so difficult in the beginning to get good at it and also to get famous and to get successful that it becomes an obsession and once you achieve it anything less than that is somehow or another not desirable yeah. even if it would be a happier state for you and so you get caught up in the own the game that you've created in order for you to become successful so even when you're like Kevin Hart who's got massive amounts of riches and massive international fame still 
isn't satisfied. Yeah. Still has new goals. New, and, and maybe that's just how he does it and he enjoys it. Or maybe with someone like me, I will tell you for sure, that's, that would not be the case. That would be me being on uh, a, almost an addiction. A, yeah, an addictive it's an path addiction. And, and, yes. and not a being objective or introspective. Me just going hogwash. Because I, I don't operate like Kevin seems to enjoy it, though. See, with him, I wouldn't say it's the same thing. Because I think he, he genuinely gets a real positive impact out of achieving. And then also, I think he has a really good sense of how much he inspires people. Yeah, he wants achieving. to change. He wants to make real changes in, in, in his yes. community and all that. He's got so many plans. My, my only thing is when, well. when I see those schedules, and I know you have kids, I have a busy schedule compared to a lot of these other guys. I'm like, God, when, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When are you there with the kiddos, man? It's tough. You're well, shooting these movies. You're doing this. I, I bet he brings the kids with him and has tutors. He that's does. Really, he yeah, does. I've been on set with him. He brings, he brings his kids. You can see. He talks about, about a documentary. Hmm. Think about tutoring. Or, or, or They're not on every. Being on a set. No, the ones I was on, I was on two sets with him. And he had his kids there. Being on a set, most of the time you're not doing shit. Mm-hmm. You have yeah, a lot of time to hang wait. out with people. Yeah. 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 I brought my family when I did. Here comes the boom. We we hung around. So it's like most of the day you're just hanging just around. Hang. You know what though? One of the things I know is it, that you have to avoid is as people get older. And I, I've I've been around some pretty uh, pretty successful older people of late. And one of the things that I notice is that they're generally afraid of losing their relevance and mm. their usefulness and yeah. their impact. Because if you've been okay, impactful, boomer. yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Exactly. that's what that is. That's yeah. right. That's why. Uh, okay, no, 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 not him. Works. I'm not talking hey, about those guys, but, but I'm just B, saying to your what point, I notice don't, is don't that you think those guys? I'm, I don't want to mention names, but yeah. those guys that you've been hanging, not those, not. I, so I'm actually strong. not talking about me neither. Those but guys, I, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. But don't you think to get to a certain level of fame and success, there has to be some sort of narcissism? So that never really goes away. So that's what they're worried about losing, right? I don't know. I, uh, for me. Um, I was actually talking not about not there, about though. Stallone and and Me Schwarzenegger. I'm, I'm, I was no. talking about these. Uh, I've, I've been around, you know, just around. You get older, and you're around are older. people who yeah. are just old. Yeah, and, old. Niro, and I noticed. Uh, no, I never met him, but um, you noticed. You just noticed that that there that as you get older, you don't get more secure unless you work at it, like anything else. If anything, you might get more insecure because you're dying, and you start to feel like you're losing your relevance, your strength, your power, all that stuff. So a lot of it is learning. I think what what Robert Downey Jr. was saying. That that beauty of kind of learning how to step off and realize. Yeah, but it's then he okay. also just did Doctor Doolittle, so sure, take it easy. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> it's not, it's, I think that's why he did it. I think that's why he did it. You know, yeah. I gotta, you got to just got to step back. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Doctor Doolittle this Thursday. How, dude? You are Iron Man. How dare you, bro? Did Iron Man Four just come out? Yeah. What are Spoiler we alert, He dies. Is it three? Yeah, he dies. Okay. No, it wasn't in Iron Man. It was in the it's Avengers. Avengers. I don't watch them, but I knew that. I do think there's narcissism involved in a lot of really successful people. Like this. <laughs> you mean For all sure. of us? Yeah. You mean yeah. all of us? Yeah. For sure, there's some of it. Yeah. It's, yeah. Just I mean, it's about of, you. It's a one man show. Sometimes it, it's it's an element that you can put together with a lot of other elements in proper controls, and you can make a very useful engine. It's right. whether or not you use that element wisely, or whether you not that, let that element overwhelm the recipe, mm-hmm. where the element. Is more more potent and has more control than reason and logic and objectivity and kindness yeah. and camaraderie and all the other good elements. Yeah, it consumes you. I just yeah. wanted to be. Yeah. I yeah. just I was terrified of being a failure. You gotta like when people admire you. You're, yeah. Right when people admire your work and admire what you've done, you got to like that, yeah. and then you like that feeling that you get from people, and then you work harder. Wouldn't you say a big part of 
males drive to be successful, there's a big part you want, like the best looking girl. Oh, I thought you were going to say You want to be significant. You want to sure. be power. Yeah, you want to be adored because guys don't ever get that. Gay right. guys All guys, too. You gotta, Gay guys, you, same thing. Oh, yeah. You got to earn Ricky that. Hart thing. And so when you get that, and then you start getting old, and now it's 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 uh, well, your whole life you wanted it. Yeah, because and now you're falling apart and yep, dwindling away. Not rings over here. You doesn't feel me, good. Baby. But you get to a point. <laughs> you get to a point. It's true. Where but but I think you get to a point where a lot of what you were chasing when you were younger yeah. was a sensation, a physical sensation of some kind, even if it's like the ad, ad, adoration of crowds and stuff. And then maybe as you get older, you go. There's got to be. That's maybe why people, as they get older, get a little bit more quote unquote spiritual, a little bit more it's scared and tired too. <laughs> well, that might be it. <laughs> scared and tired is always scared good. and tired together makes a person religious. Hilarious. Scared and tired. I know what a terrible combo makes for yeah. a religious what person. A terrible combo, it, man. but it is, man. I know this dude when he was younger was n- never. Get Brian in, a hit of that. I gotta have. I love. Get Brian a hit of that. Yeah, I'm a tequila take, guy. Take a hit of that. Tequila. There's oh, no tequila. I'm talking about the fucking weed. We got sets tonight, dude. Do it. My daddy's got to drive. So do I. Daddy can't drive. Hit that blunt. Uber, That's a mild. Just it's a mild take marijuana. An Uber. <laughs> it's barely, barely psychoactive. I'm a pussy. You say that I was high for six hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna work on that. <laughs> you need to get high more often. I think. I think it would help you a lot. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I remember. Uh, I never get high before I do stand. I remember I was in the green room with you, and I forget who else. And I was like, oh, I'm like these guys. I did one set, went well. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like Joe. I can handle this. I do a set, and I go out there and just ate complete dick. I, I have a method to my madness. The method is when I'm high, I will occasionally allow, especially when I'm comfortable with the material, I'll allow a complete different breach of thought. So like my, my thought, if I'm doing a bit, especially if it's a bit that I've done a bunch of times before and I know how it's structured, I'm in the middle of something, I'll allow myself a part where I go, why do we do that? Like who's, right. who's the first guy who said, dude, this is the best way to do it. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense. We just cut. And those things come a lot of times from weed. Yeah, but you're a 30 year vet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> If I'm so, but I, I do it on purpose. Is my point. I do it because I'm trying to like allow myself these little weird pathways, and every now and then, like there's a big part of one of the bits that I have that absolutely came from that. And right now, it's like one of the best parts of the bits. It came from me being baked, joking around about this one particular subject that I already had a bit about on stage, and then boom, it just comes out. I have a different theory about you. Oh. oh, I'd love to hear it. Well, I think that weed is really good for you because it makes you less defensive because you naturally have this. Like, what? Oh, man. You're always looking yeah. for fucking- Rattlesnake. Yeah, you, you're looking for the predator in the, in the group and you got to be ready. I think weed brings that down so it, it, it allows you to have a, a different perspective, like a, a more of a rounded perspective as opposed to a linear perspective of looking for that motherfucker that might get at you. It might be that. I'm just so deep. It, it, it makes me think different. You're so deep. Dude. It makes <laughs> yeah. me more more vulnerable and more introspective. Right. And it makes, but it also makes me more curious. Mm. Like weed makes me curious. I'm always curious, but weed makes me curious in the moment, like deeply curious, where I'll, I'll, I'll allow myself to think about things in a way that I never thought about them before. When you're on stage and you're making up bits, like, you know, you have a bit and it's kind of on Bambi legs, it's real fresh, and you're still trying to figure <laughs> out what the beats are. When you're high, man, it's like those, It's like they come to you the sometimes. Flow. Like there's someone that says, say applesauce, say applesauce, and then <laughs> boom, applesauce comes out. I, he- I almost hear the word sometimes. Yeah. 
You know, and it only it only happens if you're comfortable. It only happens if you're doing a shitload of sets. It only there's a lot of factors. I know yeah. I'm a little high, but I am dying to hear the next door neighbor of Epstein. I can't stop thinking about after it. After the show. All right. Oh, Wait, after I want to hear this deep. It's Epstein's not like a celebrity or anything. Why just, do you like these conspiracy the theories so much? I don't know, man. But you don't get into them. No. Someone asked me like, why, why. Someone asked me why I was a conspiracy theorist. It was a, an interview, and they were asking some jujitsu interview. Why are you a conspiracy theorist? And I said, Why isn't everybody a goddamn conspiracy theorist? We all know the government lies. But you'll like and this, then, and then you believe official stories. Doesn't make any sense. But you'll like this. So there's that's this not ven- logic. This venture capitalist, uh, she, she deals with like the billionaires, and she goes. Um, so what you know? Th- there's these ideas that you know that people, all these billionaires get together and then they 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 figured out the world. This is what we're going to do this year, and they leave. You know, those right? Ones. Like the skulls. And she goes, she goes, she goes. Let me tell you why that's complete bullshit. Like the oh, idea God. that the powerful get together Jesus and that they Christ. come they up with do. a plan. They do. The trilateral oh, commission. Let him talk. Let that, him talk. Then, so he goes. She goes. I tried to schedule a dinner with five billionaires. Five, and. They the reason they're billionaires is because they're super competitive and they fucking hate their other competitors. She goes, I couldn't get five of them to sit at a table because one dude had fucked the other guy's ex-wife, the other guy was suing the other guy, the other guy was trying to take well, over the other the guy's outskirts. business. But the yeah, bottom line is she's in the outskirts. She's a you're, you're actually, There you go, proof. She's, no you, Illuminati. This is, no, this, no, it's because human beings who are super competitive and very successful right. there you are go. usually assholes. Gentlemen, please stop for a second. If if there was a fucking lady who wanted to make a lunch with us, we wouldn't go. No, no, no. This no. was for business. This well, was all in there. He's got evidence. For a podcast. Got, you helped, you helped his argument, Callan. This you helped woman, his argument. This woman, I knew a chick. This, she tried to bang no, a couple billionaires. No, no, they hated each other. She's a venture capitalist. She can get all the worst arguments. You fucked You should have said he was a venture capitalist before. We didn't know. She was a venture capitalist who could get all of them individually. She dealt with all of them individually. She knew them very well. All Dude, of them. Trying to you get just together, turned they're 17 all like, people off. into flat earthers. <laughs> 17 Dude, people you're listening. You're Justin Cox. They helped him to come to the other side. I just Callen, don't. I knew a chick. Some, CIA, some tequila. Man. I knew a chick. She tried tequila, to bang billionaires. Tequila. You can't bang billionaires. I mean, yeah. It looks like whiskey. They wouldn't all do a dinner. That was the greatest evidence ever. That's the dumbest story you've ever told. I knew a chick. You can't get that many powerful people in a room because they all hate each other. I don't trust her. I believe so attracted yeah. to the official story. It's adorable. I definitely don't adorable. trust her. You bought, you bought the dumbest version of it I've ever heard. <laughs> There's no Illuminati. I knew a chick. Trying to get these guys together for lunch. <laughs> they wouldn't do it. Case closed. <laughs> she was, <laughs> and that was the end of the Illuminati I myth. The, I'll, get, I'll get the podcast. Have you, you ever seen the Bohemian Grove footage where Alex Jones filmed all these yeah, elites yeah. dressing up like druids and worshiping the owl god Moloch? That's real, dude. I they know. really do that. I know. They they do that. But what are you? What are you eye rolling? the Illuminati doesn't Brian, control the world because Brian. nobody's that organized. Well, maybe they're not. But did there you, you ever see there that Bohemian go. Grove thing? That is absolutely one hundred percent real. No, no, it's not. So what, Brian? It's people dressing up like wizards, li- saying some it's sacred weird, ritual. Doesn't mean they control shit. It's you weird. Burning, burning an effigy yeah. in front of an owl. Same god. with Burning Man. Bro, this is so different than Burning Man. It's the government. It's people at the highest the levels government. of banks. 
It's all these different famous people. There's a bunch of crazy, really rich, influential people that went to that Bohemian Grove and dressed up like druids and they chanted things. Yeah. Have you ever seen it? Yeah, I saw it. You are. Yeah, yeah, you haven't seen it. He hasn't seen it. He hasn't seen it. Sorry. He just doesn't want you to put it you on. Are are saw, no, I, I did see it because you were talking about it and I didn't believe it. You I are. Saw it and I was like, what do you mean you didn't believe it? John Ronson was there. John Ronson is a 100% credible journalist. Whatever you might think about anybody else that was there, all the different people that have made YouTube videos on it. John Bronson is legit as they come, straight down the middle, very yeah, intelligent. But what do you think they're doing there? Are they? I think they're doing a the thing world? the same way they do the Skull and Bones, where they get together and they have a group where they all become a part of this group early on, and they feel some kinship, just like the Freemasons, oh, yeah. just like a lot of people. Yeah. But this is very extreme, where they're they're chanting crazy shit and they're putting hoods on and they're burning an effigy that's supposed to be a sacrificial person, but it's straw in a bundle. And they you do imagine it in front of, doing and that? They talk no. about the owl really god Molik. Okay, really? these are multi-millionaires. Do you know who Marina Abramovic is? Yeah. Of course he doesn't. Now you do. Yeah, I do. Oh. Yeah. But Brian, you, you didn't this that is, when we were texting. The, but your initial no, reaction is not objective. Your initial reaction is not. You're like, <laughs> no, I don't believe that don't. is a crazy <laughs> thing. I know, but I just don't believe that that. I don't, don't believe, believe the rich and powerful are, are, run the world? are organized to get enough okay. to actually get together and create a cabal. I think they're all competitive. How do you think they got so rich? Let me give you a two-step here. They're do you not believe, organized? Do you believe the footage from Bohemian Grove? There really was these heads of banks and mm -hmm. heads of... You believe that, right? And they're yeah. all together, right? Yeah. So wouldn't they talk about business? Yeah. Well, that's probably how they do it. This is probably what it's all about. It's probably not as... It's their fight campaign. We like right, to think right. it's their fight campaign. How fight do you think campaign. they got so rich yes. by being lazy? No, of course they're organized. No, but they, they, of course they become. But because they become a team with all the other people right. that are like them, they they do things like influence That's what special does. interest groups. That's what they do. They go, why yes. don't you send a billion dollars of aid that, over that, to that, my country? Masons, and the I'll send another billion over no, to yours. No, no, that, that, that I believe. Like I believe. That's what's going on. That's what we're talking about. Look at this. This is the hidden footage that John Ronson and Alex Jones got from Bohemian Grove in like the fucking late nineties. I was gonna say how. Old is this I think shit? Like, was it early 2000? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. You can hear know. them. They're lighting things on fire. That's the Moloch, the Owl. Or it's a corn concert. They're, 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 they're saying <laughs> all this it's crazy a corn shit. Concert. What is the, put the volume <laughs> on so you can hear it. Put the Jamie volume got on. That. Listen to the volume. Listen to this shit. So they have music. They're, they're in playing. the woods, dude. But give me, give me the volume and of them camping. What do, you, what do you think is our documentary? Oh, the richest people of the world are uh, control. Oh, okay, okay. It's dude, and other it's people have documented it. It's like the mob. It's simple as it gets. There's Brian. pictures of like Ronald Reagan there. Like people have been there forever. They've been going there since the beginning of time. Yep. This is one of those things where rich, powerful people get together and go, "Hey, we're all on the same team." People like to be protected. It's where they do it there, though. I have. Why? A, I have a, it's in the I, middle of California, in the middle of the woods. You got to go through a guard checkpoint. And I have, I have a, in this area, the it's same like area, and the same. There's this. I have a friend who's a producer who uh, got in with one of the biggest producers of all time for a while. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say any names, but he was in that crew there. Like this, there's this producer and he's got this crew of all these different people in his crew to produce shit. He's, it's like a, it's like a little gang. Right. And it's a top guy. Everybody knows this. Sure. He was involved in a little, he was like a new recruit. Yeah. And they went to a city <clears throat> by Bohemian Grove, one road Nobody, no one has access to it unless you're part of this group. And it's a big ass city. He goes, it's like it's like you're in some Middle East, like uh, Abu Dhabi prince 
city where everything is paved and just it's insane. But, but and here's what I think, went there. He, but isn't being here, here's what I think. Of California. It's there. This city's hidden. Here's it's my a, thing. It's a, but Eddie, it's, a, it's a northern California. Would one of these clubs reach out to Joe out of the four? I'm just telling you what I heard. I'm just telling you what I heard. Someone's gonna reach out. Like, dude, you interested in coming to our fucking? They know they can't control Joe. That's why he's not a big movie star because they know they can't control. No, he doesn't want to be a movie star. Here's what I think. I think that the rich and powerful. If they gave you 100 million, you would. I don't want to ask. No. If someone said, "I'm going to give you 100 million no, to be in a movie we'll with the Rock," later. We'll you would talk do later. it. I, I would do I it. I love the Rock. I do it Shit. just to hug him. But but here's what I think. I think the rich and powerful get together <laughs> and have these like they go to. They go to they go to dinner. They go to retreats. Yes. You know why I think they do it? A couple things. They can't relate to Okay. They get to fuck. That's they get to do drugs. Nobody's looking. And that's where Epstein came into place. Correct. That's where Epstein came in. Where Epstein came in was they all thought that they were protected. They right. all thought that this guy who has these intelligence connections and who's a benefactor of science, he loves yeah, to spend safe. money on science, and he would donate money to their causes, and they were all together, and he was banging these girls, and so I'll bang them too. Sure. And then they go to an island, so they think they're fine. They're being videotaped. You're being videotaped and you're also being used to influence policy Correct. and influence that I believe yes I think and, that, and people, I believe that's that he what's going on yes. I believe he could very well have been an entity of a intelligence agency like the CIA like the, the Mossad all yeah. of them I have, to, I have to pee already damn you're what peeing before all of us what? I, have to, I drank a lot of water today this that's is the first okay, well, this stupid gone, diet do not ask I'm drinking me about gallons of water in the stupid diet don't let him get off the rails don't yeah no flat I gotta hear about the next door neighbor Epstein no 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 no. Eddie, you've been restrained, man. No, no, like, you, I, dude, you missed, no, you missed the whole you missed, bit. It was oh, fantastic. Hey, I, thought, I live for this. Wait, I thought we were going to watch classic fights yeah, or something. Yeah, you came too late, I'll, dude. I'll so we decided to do government listen, shit. Brendan, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel X22 Report. I'm right right now. X22 Horrible Report. Horrible name, but I'll do it. Just listen to them. That you want to know what's going on. That's what's going on. Oh, and also right. listen to uh, subscribe to oh, hold Dan on one at a time. X twenty two report. All right. And then the Dan Bongino show. Dan, Bongino. he's fucking awesome. He does jujitsu too. He's yeah. legit. Don, but Dan Bongino. You know, I'm training with Hegan. I'm on he, he, he reports. You want to know what's really going on in DC? Listen to Dan Bongino and X22. That's what's really going on. Uh -huh. All the shit that's going on right now. We knew about this shit two years ago. Say no more, fam. <laughs> People were giving up on Q because they're like, when is all this shit going to come out? And then finally it came out. Yeah. All this stuff, we know all the players. If you pay attention, it's just like Game of Thrones. All this shit, it's new to some people. But like, Eddie, oh my what, God. About, what about um, uh, uh, Analytica? What was that? Cambridge Analytica that found out that the they were basically like YouTube has an algorithm. Like if you... If you look up conspiracy theories, you're going to start getting, they're going to start curating. The algorithm pushes you in that direction. That's everything, though. Right? Even politics. So if you're a Democrat, you're going to get all the information from that. Like, and what was well, happening you're right. was- There is two sides. That's the there is, there's two YouTube. sides yeah. and they're polar opposite. Right. One is right. One is wrong. So it's really easy to figure out which one's right and wrong. You just got to figure out for sure who's full of shit. Let's see. Who's for like, sure Where's it shit? coming from? Hillary Clinton's full of shit, for sure. Uh, CNN's full of shit, for sure. So uh, 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 Joe Biden- Full of shit for sure. Adam Schiff, full of shit for sure. So you know what? Out of those four people, they're all saying the exact same thing. And they're all full of shit. And who else is saying the exact same thing? CNN, MSNBC. So we already know, okay, so by process of elimination, you know that shit can't be But real. you sound like Tucker Carlson right now. What about Tucker Carlson? There's two sides. You got to pick one side. Dude, pick one a side. side. One side is, is Tucker Carlson and one side is Hillary Clinton. No, I don't. No, I you can, pick I a can, side. There's two sides. I told you, don't let him get off no, the No, but there's not two sides. 
I don't I, have to go all the way. No, there's three. No, there's three. No, there's three. There's three. There's three. There's three types of people. There's right. three. The first one. First one. People that think Hillary good, Trump bad. Right. Where you at? The second people. The second type of person is people who think Trump good, Hillary bad. And then there's the third type. That think both of them are bad. No, no, there's That's also, there's there's also three. nuance. Who, and there's also no, about, you'd be the no, third. There's, 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 there's only three. Hold on. Guys, What's the guys, fourth guys, person guys, guys, who's guys, responsive guys, to guys, evidence? Guys, we got to stop talking over no. each other. No, I'm you just. Guys, this is, you can't do this. is murder on people's ears. Okay. See, you have good ears. I'm done. You guys been in the business too long. You should know this. You know who Dan Bongino is? He does jujitsu. Dan he, Bongino. He he's uh he's got his own podcast. He does YouTube, jiu-jitsu. dude. Okay. YouTube guy. Um, he sometimes does does shit on Fox News too. Um, he's awesome. You ever listen to him? No, never. Heard <laughs> okay. Of him. Well, if you're ever interested in uh, a different side of what's going on, there's only really two sides in, in DC. There's only two sides in, yes, DC. in DC. There's the side that that believes Adam Schiff, True. and then there's the other side. Yeah. So for sure, so I pick mean, a Adam, side, Schiff, Adam Schiff got in front of Congress and side. made up that phone call, that Trump phone call. This whole the the, the, the call that this whole in, impeachment's about. He gets up in front of Congress after Trump released the transcript of the Congress. Trump said, Trump said, "Hey, look into Biden. He's fucking on video talking shit about uh, withholding a billion dollars and uh, to Ukraine and aid if they don't fire the prosecutor that's looking out that's going after his son." And he's on video saying this. So Trump says, look into that shit. And so now Trump is getting impeached for uh, uh, getting the Ukraine to dig up dirt on Biden. Not the crime. They're not even concerned about the crime. That's the Biden. So instead of the actual phone call, the the transcript. It's politics as usual. So Schiff goes... He, he pretends he's reading the transcript. He says, oh, this, it went something like this. And then he, he starts reading and goes, listen, I want you to, I'm only going to tell you this seven times. And seven, you better listen up good. If you don't, it that, that way? Exactly like that. If you don't dig up dirt. Is there a recording of this? Yes, find it. Is, Jamie, it, is it Liam Neeson? Jamie, have you ever heard it? This is a like good impression of shit. Find it. There's a recording of it, but I don't know that it had that. You know the way you're gonna voice. find it. Listen, the only way you're gonna find it, the only way you're gonna find it, <laughs> is if, if you go to YouTube, they hide everything, right? So what you do is the the workaround is you go to DuckDuckGo, and in their little space bar, put site s i t e too much work, dude. Semicolon YouTube.com, <laughs> and then whatever you want, and I'm then out. it brings up everything. I started That's using the workaround. I started you know using, what I'm talking about? I start, go ahead. I started using DuckDuckGo for searches. Really? It's the yeah. best. Because you don't saving Because stuff? if you just go to Google, when I would go to Google, my Google app, I'd start reading news. And it would just take me on a fucking rabbit hole. And I'd be like a half an hour later, just sitting on the toilet, <clears> my <throat> legs are numb. I'm like, wow. what am I doing here? I live for that, man. Instead, DuckDuckGo, I just go right to it, and it gives you the opportunity to erase all of your history really? instantly. It's like DuckDuckGo. Like, dude, DuckDuckGo is great. I think I heard about it from uh, some article on the internet that were talking about how it's uh, like one of the best in terms of like privacy and protecting your privacy. Oh, interesting. One of the best search apps. But I, what I like about it is it just searches for what I'm looking for. Exactly. It doesn't, it doesn't give, give you a bunch of ideas. It doesn't, it doesn't shadow ban mm-hmm. shit. So what you do again? S I T E semicolon YouTube.com or whatever or whatever whatever website you want and then space and then whatever the search was it's not too much if you're looking for the truth i never go to google it's never too ever, much for the ever. truth <laughs> right i got duck duck go Can ready to go want, anytime i want to search something you on do? youtube i go to duck duck go because if you go to youtube and you could print you could type out the exact title of the video and the author and yeah. that shit won't come up they hide that shit they're hiding everything dude wow. they're, how is, they're how hiding is it everything there's only one youtube in 2000 there's, well, no, there, there's, 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 there's ellen tube 
What? Ellen went, oh, YouTube, you're just going to make money off me? I'm going to start my own channel. There's, yeah, she's starting no, on YouTube. You can't. That's the, oh, you excuse can't me? That even yeah. What did Ryan's, you say, Bob? You, Bob? You, hold on. You can't make a conspiracy video and put it up on EllenTube, though, can no, you? No, but no, what no. I'm saying is EllenTube went, no, 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 YouTube, you're not getting on you're my content. You're missing the point. Oh, you're what missing are you going to say? Well, there's RedTube. No, no, no. The ability to just be a regular person and upload something that millions of people are going to see. It's amazing yeah. that there's really only one the, of those. There's video. The problem is that there's very few people that are Controlling all the information. Exactly. I mean, there are not anymore. Exactly. Facebook. Yeah. Oh, now you're getting it, Microsoft. Yes. It's yes. Very, and Amazon. It, it's very few people, and that's a major they, problem. You know what we're seeing is they have the ability to wipe shit out uh, off the internet too. They know how to do that. You know the one thing. You know. Well, and you know what else is problem with that is that sometimes you get people that the top, the upper echelon can't even control that. You know, there there was a, an article about how CNN, the upper management who are older and a little bit more moderate. We're looking. They had a meeting with their young journalists, and they're like, "You guys are so hard in the pain against Trump in every way that we're losing viewership because there's zero, there's absolutely zero uh, balance here." Yeah. I mean, it, it, if it's that's so fake, unbelievable, like news, I don't even listen. I know, I know exactly what I'm going to get if I go either to Fox or I go. When you turn on your phone, CNN. your iPhone, iPhone's connected to that. Every news headline is negative on Trump. Weird because it's, it's opinion. Single one. It's opinion. It's not. It's not opinion. It's, it's like strategic. Let's get this motherfucker. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Yeah. And what they're, but they're losing agenda. viewership yeah, as a result. Yeah, but people it's are hip agenda, to that. Brian. It's strategic. Hip, hip, people are hip to it. What people are doing is they're going. I know for a fact when I look at Huffington Post or I look at CNN or Washington I'm gonna Post. Get, yeah, I'm going to get a biased. I'm not going to get objective news. Negative yeah. Trump. I'm Negative Trump. What sells now? Yep. Orange man it, bad. Please. What, what sells now is if you are a pundit, if you are a, if you're whoever you are, you have a, a show like Don Lemon or Hannity or what sells is you have to, you're, you're beholden to your ratings. It's infotainment. So you have to speak to your base. They, their if base is gone though, B. You know, they, they're, they're fucking themselves. It. Yeah. Like, because all they do is talk CNBC right. is but, losing all their, but there's still a lot. There's still a giant market. Yeah. So everyone says they're losing. There's no tr- ratings are trend. Down, yeah, most people out there. Ratings are highly inaccurate. They don't really understand them. You know how Nielsen's work. They barely know who the fuck to watch them. I agree. It's so bad, and they can't really a hundred percent like with streaming services. What's weird is like Netflix controls all their things. When you do a special on Netflix, they don't tell you shit. Nothing. I have no idea. How you don't have a problem with that? Special. That's not weird to you. They give you a lot of money. Like go ahead. <laughs> but if they're giving you, but here, here's my thinking. It's, but the thing but is, if they're giving you a lot of money, you probably should be getting more, right? Uh, I don't know. It's a good argument. But they, they control everything. They control the whole network, all of it. So ratings are nonsense. They don't give a fuck. They know what's popular and what's not. So what's popular rises to the top, like Stranger Things, and what's not, they start canceling. Yep. It's it's entirely up to them. It's weird from a point of an artist or creator, because you don't really have any leverage other than the, the, the public you know, zeitgeist, w- whether or not your, your thing's out there. It is and it isn't. But the weird thing is, like, the rating system they have now is, it's like either you get no ratings, where they have all the information, or you get the rating system now. It's just like, what is the Nielsen family? I mean, we've done this before. They did like a hundred thousand fucking people. Oh, or we, something. we still use it for schooled. <clears throat> yeah. But what they what they find out later is that. There are so many other venues that people are watching it on. DVRs, now, yeah, it's huge. It's that, a giant percentage of people watching yeah, everything. Yeah. So now we, but, we had this ma- major jump apparently in the past two weeks, and they. But by the Nielsen ratings, everything stayed the same. Yeah. And then, but the, but the reporters, I think it was a Hollywood Reporter or something. He was like, no, 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 you guys aren't looking at these other metrics. Yeah. 
But it's so. the same thing with podcasting too. They've they've redone a way how they judge uh, how they determine the downloads for audio podcasts. Mm-hmm. Obviously, video it is what it is on YouTube. That's easy to see. But for audio, they they're, they switched it up. You know what I'm talking about, Jamie? Maybe. They they switch it completely it? up. What do you mean? How how because it, it used to it used to be a certain they 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 would take a, the two minute download. It's weird. I don't know the the ins and outs of it, but they've completely changed for advertising what they consider how many downloads you mm. get. Mm. It's completely because, different because now. you have to listen all the way through or whatever it might be. It's right? just that they, they they do a different number now. It used to be like they used to judge it from minute minute mark two minute mark. It's completely. I never different. gave a shit about monetizing my YouTube. Not even from dad. I don't give a shit. Uh, what that one dude that you worked with he fucked with it i never even paid attention finally looked back into it. we were collecting no money i don't give a shit so if they like demonetize my youtube channel i never put any weird shit on there anyways uh, uh i feel but like you would make money if you did i don't even care socials. i don't ever want to be like youtube i don't ever want to be um yeah. dependent on them at all yeah but you don't to have it. to be dependent i don't even care no, i don't tool. even want to care about yeah. it i don't that money means nothing to me i'm looking for an alternative like what is the alternative bit shoot and alex jones got completely wiped off uh social media but he's got his own thing now going uh, band dot media if you go there the, people are just starting their own shit people are going to d live and what else is there do you know jamie there's got to be an alternative bigger and, and bigger echo chambers is what it does yeah, it's, good. People, it's yeah. good it's good because you especially with youtube dissent. the thing is it one of the good things about interacting in a youtube format or a social media format like twitter or instagram is uh you know a you block lot of all people conservatives. get to see it. That's no, a lot, but that's a problem. That's, that's, a, that's, that's bullshit. A problem. But a lot of people get to see it, and there's discussion. When you look into the comments, people are discussing things. They're talking things through. But shadow you banning. Go, you go to, once you take it and you go to your own personal website, growth stops. It, get, it gets very marginal. And then the other thing that happens is it becomes an echo chamber. The only people that are tolerated are the people that are the, the supporters yeah. of whatever the person that's is. Right. Yeah, so they don't fair. get any criticism. And then because mainstream... Uh, uh, or I shouldn't say mainstream, alternative and, 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 and competing sites and channels don't want to feature them. They don't get talked about at all. You need idea sex. You need yes. different ideas clashing. You have to. You need competition. You need, yeah. good, you need, you need a f- a f- the free flow of debate and ideas, and you have to have discussions, and you have to have people that disagree with each other so that you can, so, so that you can see the error of your own ways. If you have, a, if you have an intelligent debate slash discussion with somebody who knows more than you do or has a different but informed point of view, you're going to come out of that conversation different. Yes. You're, yes, you're going you're gonna to make some growth. You yes. can't. The right that's what they're afraid, they're afraid of. Yes. They don't want that. Correct. Well, what they want they're is They're not banning money. the loony left but, at all. But the, what they, it's because that they are the loony left and yeah. they, they think they're doing the right thing, but they want, right. what they that's want the, is money. You know, I was reading the thing about the head of Google, and he makes you know something like two million bucks a year. But if he hits these performance goals over the next three years, he stands to rake in two hundred and forty million dollars in stock. Jesus! And I was like, well, no wonder why they're ruthless. No wonder yeah. why they make these. Dis- no wonder why they take down the slogan "Don't be evil." That yeah. was their slogan. Was "Don't be." Google's Jesus slogan was Christ. "Don't be evil." Yep. And then they go like, "What about for two hundred forty million dollars?" Be a little evil. Get a little evil. Let's get a little evil. They start thinking about fucking (laughs) tailored suits and private jets and champagne and diamond rings. Yeah, good people will behave corruptly. That's what happens in Washington. It's just about numbers. Lawrence Lessig said Washington has become a special interest cesspool where good people, if you want to get ahead, you got to figure out a way to be. Good people must behave corruptly because it's an economy of influence. But not all of them, though. Not all of them. Because if they were all corrupt, there would be no reason to suicide anybody. 
anybody. No, there would be true. no reason to bribe anybody. There's good people in there. Yes. If you fuck up, someone's willing to kill a motherfucker just to avoid jail. You don't so have to kill There's always anymore. good people. You just have to figure out which who are the good people. You don't Whoa. have to kill people anymore. Do you, you think Kevin Spacey is killing people? What, uh, didn't Epstein just uh, commit suicide? Do you think Kevin Spacey's killing people? No. Did you see that new video that came out right before the dude suicided himself that accused him of grabbing his dick? Oh, yeah. Isn't it four so people kill now? Him Is it four? Kill him with kindness. Come on, man. Oh, really? And he's doing it as Frank Underwood. You haven't seen it? No. Oh, my God. And, then, and then the guy commits suicide scary. like a week later, right? Yeah. Dude, that's what I'm talking about. <clears throat> this shit's going on and no one gives a fuck. Well, you know, Epstein you know, was... You nobody have to gives kill a fuck. People. You don't have to kill people. Well, Epstein... You don't have to? Sure you do. No, no, no. You just, you just destroy their reputation. But Epstein... You can do that, too. Brian, slow down. If your reputation is already destroyed, though, like Kevin Spacey, and there's a guy claiming that you grabbed his dick, might be a good idea to kill him. Watch this a little bit. Give me some volume. He just doesn't want to go to prison, dude. Look at this. That's all. Look, we got to avoid prison. Hold on. It's been a pretty good year, and I'm grateful to have my health back. <laughs> and in light of that, I've made some changes in my what life. Psycho. Dude, he's MK Ultra. You think so? You walk into 20. <laughs> if this ain't MK Ultra, it doesn't exist. More good in this world. Ah, yes. I know what you're thinking. Can he be serious? I'm dead serious. And it's not that hard, trust me. The next time someone does something you don't like, you can go on the attack, but you can also hold your fire and do the unexpected. You can kill them with kindness. Whoa. Dude, he put that out, and everyone is cool. It's Everyone's cool. Week, oh, he's, he's such a good actor. He's such a good actor. He's not a killer. He didn't kill this. You know, you know the guy died anybody. next week, though, Brian. I never said he killed anybody. He died, he died a few days later. Did you hear what he just said? And do you know what he's in the middle of? That's not. It's not like. Hold on, Eddie. Let me it's ask. It's a different right. time hold on, for hold Kevin Spacey. Hold right on. Now. Before we. Hey, B. Maybe you, the guy, hold on. Maybe hold on. Like, killed hey, himself, dude. The after you watched that video. <laughs> hey, B. Do you think You're Epstein? Like a defense attorney. Do you think Epstein was uh, committed suicide or was murdered? I don't know what. Epstein, Shut the fuck up. I, I think defense that, attorney. I, I, I totally believe he he would kill himself. Why would he want to be alive? Where is he going to go? I mean, his life You're is right. ruined. You think he You're committed right. suicide? It's very possible, yeah. How many guys from Kevin Spacey? What are you uh, showing me, Jamie? What's going on? <clears throat> December 26th? Yeah, that video was posted on the 24th. Dude, Rolling yeah, Stone later, posted that shit. But here's the thing, though. That means the guy saw it for two days. So for two days, he probably on a loop. Watch this video. This guy who grabbed his dick. Yeah. He's like, why didn't I just punch him? Ah, uh, bang. Yeah. But, but he right. committed suicide because he grabbed his dick? He said but that Kevin Spacey that. grabbed his dick and said, let's go outside and get some air. And now, that's it? Yes, I'm I don't sure approve it, but Look, I'm just he saying he lived a whole other life yeah. outside of getting 100%. his dick grabbed by yeah. Kevin Spacey. 100%. A lot of yeah. people kill themselves that never got their dick grabbed sure. by Kevin Spacey. Correct. But Some the would thing celebrate is, that. the thing is, this guy killed himself two days after Kevin Spacey released that video. That's That's tough. It could easily just be a coincidence. It could easily be that the type of guy that Kevin Spacey grabs their dick, they're probably not doing so good in the first place. Well, that wasn't he super too. young when he grabbed that dick? Well, that's. Uh, I don't know. This is a different one. There's many There's stories. There's a few There's, yeah, guys. He was aggressive dick. with the dick grabber. I didn't know he was gay. Here's the thing about it, man. Here's the thing about it. It had to have worked. If he grabbed that many dicks, oh, dude, how you, many dicks you know did he grab that all of a sudden these guys yeah. would goggle, goggle, yeah. goggle? Yeah, yeah. It's because they don't know. No. Because everybody's so homophobic. Oh. I blame homophobic people on Kevin Spacey <laughs> out there grabbing dicks. Hey, I, got, I got news for you. I'm you know how many home runs he hit? I got news for you. As much of a monster rapist as Harvey Weinstein is, as much of a fucking piece of Made some good he movies. Got, he, fucked, uh, he fucked a whole lot. That All that, that crazy shit him he did. Yeah. Or that allowed it. Where it was consensual. Oh, these boys took a lot. A lot of swings hit a lot of home runs. Yes. 
Yeah. Hit a lot of home yeah. runs. Yeah, they had, their, they had their bag of tricks. That's yeah. why Kevin Spacey felt like he could grab dicks because it worked before. Correct. Because there's probably some thrilled heterosexual guy who can't believe he's got Kevin Spacey's cock in his mouth. Like, oh, I can't What's even in the tell box? anybody. What's in the box? Hold on. I can't Hold even on. tell anybody. Excuse me, sir. Blah. Celebrity doesn't cut through. Your heterosexuality, you understand? It does for a really, be really, really, really dumb person. I would have kissed, I might have kissed Tom Cruise on the mouth just because I was talking for an hour and a half and I wanted to be his friend so badly. Dude. But that was it. It makes, if you're really, really dumb, a super smart gay guy could talk you into blowing him. <laughs> How would that go? Jason Momoa could do it. I said a bit where I was always, I said I'm always suspicious of bisexuals because every single one of them I've ever met was a moron. And I have a theory that I don't believe is really bisexual. I think there's gay dudes and then there's really gullible straight dudes who get talked into blowing crafty gay dudes. Damn, you got a down word for word. That's a great joke. Dude, that was, that's a great joke. There's some dudes you can fucking talk into anything. And then all of a sudden, they're like, I'm bi. Like, yeah, <laughs> Tom, Tom says I'm bi. Sucking dick, dude. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know, bro. Sure, man. I don't know. I'm just man. obviously just kidding. There's definitely, there's definitely bi people. <laughs> Look, there's a spectrum. If there's people that don't, there's people that are asexual. They don't give a fuck about Well, there sex. are guys, yeah. This, this a friend of mine knew a guy who, who would be like, I'll fuck it. I'll fuck anybody. And yeah, listen. Goes, what are you talking about? He goes, show me the money. You put money on the table. There's not a, there's not a man or a woman I wouldn't fuck. Yeah, but that's <laughs> money. I mean, like, that's, gay, that guy's yeah. a whore. Yeah, well, that guy's a sociopath. He doesn't he's care. He's just a high-level whore. And he also yeah, said, and I'll, let it, and I'll let anybody fuck me. Okay. That guy's name was Dan. Brian Cowan. Same price. Hey, <laughs> hey, he was the same price. But he, but he, but I was in college, guys. What costs more? <laughs> I needed the money. But what costs more? Getting fucked or fucking someone? Because if you fuck someone, you got to get it up. Can you text him and so ask him? hard, they don't, I don't care if you fuck me. Get, Go ahead. Shoot. Getting fucked. No, you want to you fuck me, that's another 200. Dude, See, but not practically, Brian. <laughs> practically, it'd be harder to fuck a guy. It's yeah, like going no condom, another two. I love that so it's too in this lesson to fight. Listen, listen, listen. What would be <laughs> what would be harder to do? Would it be harder to fuck a guy or get fucked by a guy? Oh, dude, I don't it's think a terrible question. Get, I don't. It's oh, a terrible question. I don't think one. you should get fucked by a guy unless you're gay. But if you weren't gay, getting fucked be by hard a to guy get up. might be easier. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because, because how are you going to get it up? Right, yeah. you got to get it up. Open that and ass. You got to think. And about then what people you're say, doing. "Dude, you had a hard dick. You had a hard dick. You could yes. always say." My dick yes. was soft. He fucked me in the yes. ass. I had to do yeah, it. Yeah, I had to do yeah, it. I, I, know, I, know I don't f- give a fuck. Go ahead. Fuck. You want to fuck my shit? Shoot. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> I, know a fighter, I know a fighter who will remain nameless who said, um, he said, uh, we were talking about, his, he was with his wife, and we were talking about cheating and stuff, and he said, tell him, tell him what I'd do. Uh, tell him what I'd do. No, his wife goes, hey, uh, tell him what uh, you'd do if you caught me cheating. And he goes, ah. She goes, no, tell him. And he goes, well, you know. I would, uh, there's a reason I have Viagra around, and it's not because I need it for her. And I go, well, do tell. Now I'm all ears. And he goes, well, I would take Viagra, and I would get my dick hard, and I would fuck him in the ass. And that I'd takes do it 45 in front minutes. Of her. <laughs> I, whatever. And this I don't guy's know, a big you know scary dude, is. too. Yeah, he's a heavyweight. He's a heavyweight. He knows who it is. And I was just like, you yeah. are amazing. And he was dead serious. I'll tell you who it is next That's time. That's an interesting way to approach a problem. I bet you could yeah. guess. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk later. Very impressive, by the way. Mm. So, 2019, <laughs> what did we do to Ben Askren? <laughs> that was you and me, bro. We had a big part of that. I'm still a fan. I'm a huge fan. That's my quarterback. I'm a huge fan, but three fights in the UFC. It's I tough think go. Two things happened. One, 
big time off of uh, <clears throat> competing. Two, you know, competing in one FC against is not the same level of competition, I don't believe, as even he fought in Bellator. Not even close. And then three, you know, he's, the guy's got a fucked up hip. He's he also older, though. People people forget, yeah. like, you know, when Ben got to the, the UFC, he was an older dude. He had a lot of fights. He was older. They didn't get him when he was this, a young this hip thing's spring not chicken. New, this hip thing's not a new thing. No, with, all, with all due respect. Please, with all due please respect, don't disrespect this, No, with all due respect, do respect as him? great a grappler as he is, he's simply not, he's not a good striker, and he's not close to a striker that you need to be in the UFC. He just isn't. If, if, maybe I'm blind, but if you're going to tell me that Ben Askren is a... No one's going to argue this, Brian. Right. No, so, no so you can't be in the UFC no. without being that No, but he's such a good grappler that sure. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't didn't matter. matter until it doesn't he, matter. yeah. He didn't lose to Damien Maia because of his striking. True. He but, didn't lose. He, he was lose losing. to Masvidal. That was that was some crazy shit. I, Who I, saw that coming? Whatever what I mean? happened with the Robbie Lawler fight, I believe, and 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 whatever it was, whether he tapped or he didn't tap, I believe there are guys in the UFC like that, a lot of guys like that, that would have done the same thing to him and would not have gotten caught in that thing. I mean, I don't know, but I mean, I. I as ben, great as Ben's, he is. Ben's as grappling great as he was is. on such a high level. Right, That's though. why we wanted to You're see right. it. You're right. You're right. His striking was subpar yeah. for sure. Just out of respect. I'm for just sure. saying, but his grappling is so good that. that it doesn't matter. That's yeah. why he was matter. there. He was there because he's a specialist. I mean, yeah. his grappling's off the charts. And Robbie Lawler, there's no argument whether or not Robbie Lawler tapped. He definitely didn't tap. They just thought he might have been out. They threw yeah. him to the wolves, dude. Think about the guys they threw. They well, Robbie Lawler. Let's say the same thing about Khabib, though. Khabib's so formidable because of his grappling and what he's able to do. Right, but Khabib didn't take any time off that like yeah. the, the t- taking the two years off that Askren took off and being 36 yeah he's you know, so people forget he was older but also when you say throw him to the wolves it's also like you were a champion from one championship like you were a former world champion so when he come over the UFC ain't playing games look at Eddie Alvarez he had a tough go look oh, at yeah. Ju- Justin oh, Gaethje yeah. he, he was 0-2 yeah. like they're they're you want to come over and you're world champion, you're getting some dogs, man. Anything can happen. It just Anything shows you that if you're not fighting the UFC, and I know you know Scott Coker, I love Scott Coker, if you're not fighting the UFC, it ain't shit, man. You know yeah, what? If I, they, here's, a, here's where I disagree. Douglas Lima. I think Douglas oof, Lima might oof. be, he might be right up there with everybody else at 170. At 170? He might be one of the best in the world. He might be able to knock out all of them. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. He you might, think he, he, he might lose. Usman? Listen to you me. Think he, he beats Kobe? He might lose. He might lose, but he might knock them out. No, no, you're out of your mind, man. Listen, I, I, lo- I love Lima the dude. is world class. He's he's right up when there. When I watch him fight, when I watch him fight Michael Venom Page, when I'm uh, when I watch him fight uh, McDonald, yeah, Semtex he when he won. fought Paul Daly, dude, he is. Think about the guys just list off as legit as it comes. Now, now go through Camaro or go through Colby's or go through Woodley's or Darren Till's past five opponents. That's true. But you're not fighting the best day in day out. You just you you fight one one guy who's really good and then you got two off. One He's beating really good, the best in front of him. Lost to Rory in a very close fight and then beat him in the rematch. Um, but what what I'm seeing from him is world class skills. He and ridiculous knockout power. He may or may not be able to beat those guys. The thing thing is, you never know. But he's definitely in the conversation. Yes. For for me, when I look at ability, when I look at what he can accomplish, even though he's you know he's, he's fighting also a huge seventy year. He's, he's a big motherfucker, big man. He's got some serious power. When he KO'd Korshkov, when he KO'd uh, Michael Venom Page, I'm like, he's a monster. Oh, I, he, could, he, he could KO. Anyone. He's a monster. Yeah. And, and I love and Lima. Does, I have so much respect for him. But to me, and, until you're in the UFC and you're in that grind, you're in it does. Yeah. You know what? I, I can't, Askren, it's true if, that you can't say he's the best. 
That's true, but you can't say he's not world class. I think that guy. I'm not saying he's not class. world class, but in but I can't say oh he would beat the UFC's champ or he would he be could. a top five. You can't say it in that division. That division's too crazy. You can't Masvidal, say it in any division. Masvidal could be any 170 pounder alive on any given night. He can light up any 170 pounder. How do you think so him and Usman, Usman would go? So could Usman. It's it's you know these guys. You got to realize. Humans in fighting are never a flat board. It's always just like a little wibbly, a wobbly, a ankle's fucked up, I got yep. a headache, I'm having a hard time, wake up, my girlfriend's fucking with me, yep. I'm getting over the flu. They're never exactly at the same level in every fight. So there are guys that are at a level where you catch them when you're up and they're down and you win, or they're mm -hmm. up and you're down and they win. Mm -hmm. That's real, man. That's your John that, Jones. In that <laughs> John Jones is his wave so much higher. The thing is, when his wave goes down, he just hits their best, and then he pops right back up to untouchable levels. Jesus, yeah. It's just about the size of the waves, but he still waves. He's got the OSP waves versus the Chael Sonnen waves. Where he comes in like a fucking murderer and just smashes. Or Daniel Cormier, or, or everybody, fight. or when he beats Shogun, he came in just smashed him. He shows that his wave is way higher. To than play devil's advocate, some would say the Usada wave. Hate to be shitty, but I don't think that's true. I, I'm I don't either. I don't think that's I true. I think he's good no matter what. There's I think he's no, the greatest of all time. I'm just saying a lot of naysayers say, well, there's the USADA are, wave and there's that. Okay, but those people are not following science. Because if you look at what USADA has shown in the test that he's failed. They're not listening to that. They, they're took they're talking about entirely not physically active versions of this drug. Like not it's not it's not, it's a, not having an effect. Efficient. It's not having a yeah. What's the word to look for? Physiological doses. Yeah. It yeah, it's, it's not, it's not work. strong enough. Yeah, it it's not. Do it's, it's not performing. And, performance enhancing. And it mimics what would happen if you have a tainted supplement. So most likely he's taking dick pills. Yeah, like I agree. Everybody thinks. I agree. Or taking <laughs> coke. But but all they're doing, Joe, that has creatine. All, in all it. they're doing is going. Okay, when Usada was here, these were the performances. Yeah. When Usada wasn't there, these were the performances. When I Usada's think you here, have to take into account personal life turmoil. You have to take into account arrests. You have to take into account the crash into the woman with the broken arm. You got to take into account. Possible over partying and all the crazy shit that was going on, and, and, and then I, suspension. I also think a lot, a lot of people don't take this into account. And you know, I talked to Dominic Reyes about this. Dominic, I also Dominic Reyes, Cruz, Cruz. no Dominic Reyes, Reyes the, the guy who's fighting. fighting. Him. Oh, I'm sorry, you fucking nutter. Please stop. Imagine someone yeah. using sleep as an excuse why they lost. Bro, I didn't no. sleep that good that week. <laughs> no, no, but but also for, for but also for John. You can't use that. People don't take this consideration. I also think it's tough for him to get up for the Anthony Smith and the, know, and the Dominic Reyes. Like I think it's tough for him to be like, all right, yeah, I, beat, hey. I fought Shogun, I fought fucking all these superstars: Rashad, Rampage, Chael, Lyoto Machida, Vitor Belfort. You Let go through the whole this. list, Let and you're like, <sighs> Let me ask you this: John Jones versus Francis Ngannou. Why'd you have to go there, dude? What? Is we, that that's going to happen like, for sure. The, the only thing, the only thing that I would hope if that ever happens is that we allow Ngano to get the press that he deserves. Like, it, to, to, like to pump him up in a way that he deserves. To make you don't that think fight he gets big, it? People are terrified of that, man. They are hardcore fans and hardcore fighters. Like everybody who's in the know and everybody in the heavyweight division. Has but he's not like a superstar. He's not a world. It's too tough to get superstar status. You got to do some well, shit. The thing is, if he the had beaten Derek Stipe, Lewis fight, fucked think, him up. Yes. Yeah, that was a hard and one. And the Stipe fight fucked him up too. If he had beaten Stipe, he that would help. He would. Uh, he would be a national hero. He'd be a huge. He would be a not huge America. success story. Yeah. Well, first of all, in, in his Congo country, for, sure. for sure. Well, he's still a hero there. No well, matter, he, no for matter. sure he is. But I mean, in this country, he would be a hero of like 
like the scariest guy in the world was an immigrant that barely spoke English yeah, just a true. little while ago, and now he's murking people, and he's only been fighting for six years. True. And he developed his strength, by the way, in a sand mine when he was a child, Jesus. doing child labor. It's insane. In Africa. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Oh, and he happens to be a really nice guy. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. He's from and, Cameroon. And he's funny. He's like smiley, yeah, funny, he's happy guy. He's and great. he hits people, and they go into orbit. <laughs> They go into orbit. They, their soul leaves their body. You know, what, you, so you, know what, you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? I think John beats, still beats him. Dude, what a fight that would be. He does, right? What a fight that would be. Fuck I think John would, would be the favorite. Does John beat Stipe? If you had gun to your head? I think John yes. beats everybody. There, there's not a man on this planet who beats John. Joe. Wow. We've never seen John where he doesn't have to lose weight. We've never seen John where you know he's, he's, not, he's not cutting twenty five pounds and just fucking Think how good he'd be. watching his diet. What if he's eating healthy, like good large portions, and just hydrating as much as he wants all day long? Maybe he's ten percent better. You know, we don't know. Maybe John Jones is really like the best two hundred forty pound heavyweight in the world. He's just been fighting. Does he walk at two hundred five? But no, but he could he's get there easily. He's, he's two thirty. Uh, he's right. And if he decided that, really? to, look. His, he comes from one of the best camps in the world, right? If Javier Vasquez and, and Crazy Bob Cook get together and they, they come together with like a, a, a physical plan, you know, for like a, a Cain Velasquez, right? If they're gonna if they're gonna look at like what's the best weight for a guy like Cain Velasquez, they're they're probably gonna say, you know, you don't have to lose any weight, like two forty. Two forty is the perfect heavyweight. Like, yeah, yeah. Jackson Winkle, John, they're gonna do the same thing. Hundred percent. They're, they're one of the best camps in the world. John Jones was raised in one of. You look at the success. Just go down the line from Carlos Condit. Like even Yoel Romero went down to Jackson mm -hmm. Winkle. John. He was training they're, with that. It's gonna be like AKA or like Rufus or like any of the top camp. They're gonna go. Where do you think he's going? They go. He, where he are you gonna going. be at? He already, he already said he's going. I know, but they're gonna yeah. they're gonna figure out a weight for him. The perfect what about, weight. What is, is, is even two thirty five? You said Israel Adesanya is way bigger than you thought. Way bigger. And he's and he's definitely a better striker. I would imagine. I don't know about MMA, but he's. That would be an interesting fight. He's just too small, I think, isn't he? Isn't he too thin? Well, he's a solid thirty pounds lighter, I think, walking around than John is. That's a very significant. But that's that's why he's not. He doesn't want to fight him now. He wants him to get older. Israel yeah. can gain weight. Israel can, you know, he, if he decides, like Canelo Alvarez when he went off to fight Kovalev, mm -hmm. right? Again, same kind of thing. Canelo Alvarez is a world class camp. They figure out how to do this. They might use a little Mexican supplement. There's definitely might be. There, I'm just there's, there. Right. might be. Some. But, but that style but they, argument is not true. Right? It's not that outlandish. It's not that outlandish. If when you see can, him, you're like. But Jesus if he Christ. can put on the weight and physically get up to a certain weight, because yeah. his skill set, his 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 pure his striking is yeah. better. It's yeah. Well, he's legit world class. World class. Yeah. Legit world class. Yeah. Legit you know, like, world class. He lost in a title fight to James Wilness, and I thought he won. Mm. It was is is a very close fight. The way he did Robert Whitaker. Yeah, and he, he looks insane. He looks like Whitaker he's six five. He's a beast, is man. He? Six four. But but the thing about him and that whole gym, they won um, uh, gym of the year. Yeah. Volkanovski, Hooker. who just became a world champion. Yep. Yep. Dan Hooker, who bounced back from the Barboza fight, looking like an animal, looking better than no, he's ever. Fighting your boy uh, Felder. Ooh, that's a crazy fight. And they're in. I think they're in New Zealand, right? Yep. Ooh. Yeah. Dude, there, there's a bunch of killers in that camp. But they would have to have. A, they would have to formulate a game plan. They would have to say, okay. What what weight is the right weight? Is it are you too big at two thirty? Because you'd be two twenty. Is right. two twenty? Are you faster? Mm -hmm. Like when do you have the most cardio? When what, what's the fucking point of sure. diminishing returns? Just, Just like speed. I was saying, 
I think with like my example with Kane was probably not the best example, but I still to this day think of him as like probably one of the greatest talents the heavyweight division. That's has a ever great known. example because he was two forty. But, uh, but and, it's a great example in his weight. But I don't think he ever concentrated on it. I think he was I just like that. He just though. went at it. Just just trained real hard and was two forty. But like look at Stipe. Stipe is a good example. Two thirty eight. But, but like okay, like here's one like Marlon Moraes. Like Marlon Moraes when he went to uh, when he fought. At 135 against Cejudo and faded. The next fight he came in lighter. Like they're you know American top teams. Right. Like listen, listen, listen. Let's bring your body weight down a little bit. Let's yeah. figure out what's the right formula here. And that's why a big camp that has a lot of experience in world title fights and knows like seen so many oh, different huge. fights. Huge. It's so important because they can look at you. They go, Brian, I don't see you as a 70. I see you as a 55. I think we got to get in nutrition in order. Like what they've done. Like think about what what's, what's happened with Aldo just with the introduction of uh, uh, a nutritionist. One thirty-five. He, he, he used to have trouble with forty-five. Legitimately made thirty-five and looked like a beast and yeah. took big shots took some from Marais. Some people thought he won the fight. I thought he won the fight. I, yeah, I, that's fair. I thought he won the fight. There's no argument. It was close. It was it's close. Cl- I can see how you both ways. Yeah. But I, yeah. But dude, that's that's all about optimizing all your possibilities. You know. Yeah. And then there's guys like John Jones who don't have to do that. That's he's so good. Uh, yeah, I just I just want him to go to heavyweight. <laughs> I just want him to go to heavyweight. You just because he'll, he'll, he'll get up for it. Can you imagine yeah. the the fucking trailer for him versus Stipe, then him versus Francis Ngannou? Oh him and God. Francis, I'll faint. They announced that fight. I faint. You just yeah. wonder though about his brothers being all stars in the NFL. Hold on, when you say his brother, yeah. I think was second in the league in sacks. Chandler Jones. That. Think about that now. And his brother, you, and would you say his brothers are better athletes than John in one way or another? Or is well, it you can't say it, that. when it when it comes to what the NFL requires? Look at how much bigger his other brother is. Like, that's now, Chandler and that's Arthur. Now, if, if that, the, one, the one on the right's the Pro Bowler, he's yeah. a beast now, in the if, NFL. If that guy's training. Six, he might five. be the only guy who can beat John Jones. Six five two sixty. He ain't making two hundred five, son. Oh no, he's not. That dude's huge. Jesus Christ! But that's phenomenal. But John, John, that's their John grew up with those yeah. guys John Jones battling each other. Brother. Yeah, that's God. the big thing is that they grew up beating each other's asses. I guess that's so. what John's used to. Yeah. And then the the one on the left who's a D tackle in the NFL. I think he's still in it. But he uh, would come in for John's camps and mm. hold John down. He would. Yeah. Jesus. He would train with John. Oh, yeah. he did. Great guy. He's enormous. Yeah, there's video and He's pictures of uh, Arthur Arthur training with John. He's so big. Look how big He's he is. He's got wide hips. Oh, my God. He's 300 plus. Yeah. yeah. That's a big fella. Anyway. Um so it's a great wow. gene pool he's coming from. And, you know, I, th- I have a, this theory about guys who grow up with brothers that beat their asses. Like Ma- Matt Hughes, one of the greatest welterweights of all time. W- one of the things about him is he had a twin yeah. brother that was exactly him. Doesn't Askren have a twin brother? I don't know. But uh, Matt, I don't think so. Matt and Mark Hughes used to beat the shit out of each other. He does. You know? Check out. I think Ben Askren has a twin brother. You ever see Joe Lozon and his brother beating the fuck out of each other yeah. at, a, at a, a, this like a family picnic? The Diaz brothers, they too. Have, they have an yeah. MMA fight. In the grass at a family picnic. What? Yeah, family picnic. They're they're all hanging out in the backyard of a house. The, all the families around with fucking red cups in their hand, drinking beer, and and pe- these guys are beating Scrapping. the fuck out of each other. Yeah. My brother had to go see a therapist. He'd beat me up so oh, much. I'm sorry, never mind. Ben and Max Asprin. And not twins. No Definitely not twins. Definitely not twins. No. Yeah, it's like that thing about brothers. It's it's. it's that's one Nothing of the ways like you make tougher people because yep. yeah. you don't get an escape every day that big motherfucker is right next to you and you're like shit and you have to learn like um, uh, Chris Weidman same thing his brother well, they bullied did a, him when he was younger yeah. they did a really interesting study about the fastest people in the world 
all were like either the youngest or second. Let me guess, they're black. Large families, yes. yeah, and they had to keep up with their older brothers and mm -hmm. sisters. There's, there's some. That's a little bit of bro science, but that is written up in a book. I think it's, Isn't in that, it's Outliers, Gene. Sports Gene, or Outliers. I think it's those. in Outliers. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. in one of those. Yeah, where they examine why people are hyper successful. Yeah. That'd be a good name for a podcast, Bro Science, where it oh, gets out there. Carte blanche, <laughs> carte blanche to talk about bullshit, yeah. and you don't have to be an expert on it. And that's no what we all do anyway. Besides. Joe, all of us, yeah, that's what we do. But if do. you call it bro science, then you have a free pass. Yeah, Dude, I do it too. I don't know half what I'm talking about. If you like looked at it on a chart, how much of what I'm saying do I actually know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but the, that's the like, difference <laughs> is you'll ask questions. <laughs> yeah, but that's you'll like, ask them questions. Yeah. We just Yeah, but with like, like a guy like Lane Norton, I'll, I'll, I said to him one time, I go, let me, can I give you my theory on nutrition? No. Let me just give you my whole philosophy. And I, and I went off on insulin and how you bring, and Lane is so great because Lane just went... I mean, you know, you're, you're in the general area. I guess it's kind of like describing basketball as five dudes that run down the court and try to take a leather ball and put it in a hoop. He did. We should talk while you're talking about him. He did a very uh, in-depth breakdown of all the things that were incorrect about the Game Changers and incorrect about the documentary uh, yes. debate about the game change between Chris Kresser and James Wilkes. Yeah. James Wilkes did a good job because Kresser was wrong about a few things that he called them out on, and Kresser didn't really didn't. He's not a confrontational guy. What, yeah, and he James is ready to go. He wasn't as good. Well, James is a really smart guy. Very, He's really it's, smart. It's one man. thing that I'd said about him and before, <laughs> before the uh, podcast when they were talking about other vegan people that are you know proponents of the diet. I'm like, you got to understand, this guy's way smarter than most of these knuckleheads. There's a lot of people that are using using it for self. Aggrandize reasons, yes, and aggrandizement. Is that the word? Aggrandizement, grandioso? No, self-aggrandizing. Like, would you say self-aggrandize reasons? I don't know that. Anyway, they're just trying to pump themselves up. What what he's doing is he has whether he's right or wrong, he has a very firm belief in what he's saying, and he's also he's very intellectually capable in terms of like he's also done the research, and he's not scared. He's ready legitimately, but there's no doubt that James Willick has done Wilkes. Wilkes, Josh, Josh, he's done his Peter uh, Pie. He's God. done his fucking work, though. Dude, yes. he was ready to go. I yes. was so impressed with him. Yeah. Very impressed. But at the end of the day, uh, yeah. What's, what's when the someone conclusion? Like Lane Norton goes over not just the debate where they're you know they're there's they got stuck in the weeds on a couple different issues in terms of like the quality of protein, they were passionate, and calories, and passionate. It's just. It's a long conversation. Yeah. It's a long conversation, but really it's better had with someone like Wilkes and someone like Lane Norton. Because Lane Norton, who's got a legitimate PhD, really understands nutrition, yeah. really understands the science of it, and is a, a full-on 100% science guy. Now, there's a thing that vegans do where they say, oh, that guy's funded by you know the meat industry or the yeah. dairy industry. No, most studies are funded by some kind of an industry that does not automatically mean that the person who right. put those studies out is a corrupt person. Correct. It's bullshit. Correct. It's a bullshit argument. It's a straw man use. argument. It's a straw man they yeah. use to diffuse legitimate sure. argument. Yeah. Uh, le legitimate, I think Chris Kresser uh, should have stuck to his one point, which is you can eat some meat and dairy without dying. Not just some, yeah. man. Not just some. You can. You probably eat quite a bit. Joe yeah. only eats meat. Listen, right. but that's just now. Okay, yeah. this is. I'm not a good example. I've been doing it for, like I said, 11 days or something like that in the neighborhood. How do you feel? Yeah, you said you feel. Dude, great. I feel great. I lost seven pounds. 
I lost seven pounds. I had a full six pack now. It, mm. Like all my gut went away. I still have a little bit of love handles. I got a little bit of this right here. Yeah. In eleven days. In eleven days. Yeah, good genetics. That'll be at the end of the month. That'll be gone. All that love handle shit will be gone. I'm my goal. I'm like one ninety seven. My goal is like one ninety. I lose seven more pounds. Uh, turns out, talk to my doctor when I piss. I broke my leg. Fuck. Yeah, I have a fracture. Because I told you, I was, I was like, something's wrong there. There's a fracture where my knee and my cartilage connect. You have to have oh. surgery? No. no was that from surgery. kicking? No, from falling, skiing. Some lady wiped out in front of me, and I tried to get away from killing her. And I, I, she just like she just was on like a hill trying to put her skis on, and she just slid right into the fucking trail Oof. last minute. And I was like, yikes. And there was kids here, and it's like, fuck. There was too many people, and I just went you down. Sacrificed yourself. I went down, but my knee went, eh, eh, eh. and I, my head went, ba bang. Oh, I banged my head hard. Probably Back funny. of my head cracked, Probably and I was funny. like, oh, I don't need that brain did damage. Have, did you have a uh, helmet, helmet on? Yeah, of course. You have a but I was like, I, but, but but it was like, Beep! when I landed, fuck. I was like, fuck, yep. I did not need that. Yep. And then for the the rest of the day, I was a little half dizzy. And uh, but anyway, I was like, man, there's something wrong with my knee. I did a yoga class, and then the next day it was kind of like a little sore, and the next day after that was sore-er. And I was like, God damn it, I got to get an MRI. So I got an MRI today, and there's some sort of a fracture where the, the cartilage meets the bone. So what are you gonna do? I got to chill. You just said do nothing to heal on its it, own. Small it, fracture. It's, it's interesting because I'm not walking with a limp. I really only, it's very small, but I only feel it when I go all the way down. Like if I was doing a squat, ass to ground squat, uh, I would feel it at the bottom. Yeah, it's like, that's when I feel those, it. Huh? It's like, but I'm not. It's yeah. like I just was trying. Like, what is this legit, or am I being a pussy? You know the. Yeah. The thing you have when yeah, you have so, to get injured. So, you know, you said this about, uh, I went and got those insoles after you got them for your plantar fasciitis. Check this out. So remember when I was always talking about I would wake up and I couldn't walk? Yeah. I, I, my feet, I couldn't move my feet until, I had to warm my feet up. And I would, I would walk old. like I was 70. I couldn't walk downstairs. TRT is your friend. Right? No, I did, I did those insoles. I don't have any problems. Me neither, dude. I bounce out of bed. My shit's gone, too. But it too. dawned on me when you said it on the podcast. When you said get you're plantar fasciitis, I was like, wait. I've had no fucking problems getting out of bed. My feet are 100% ever since I had these insoles. Custom well, insoles. Cost me 100 bucks. You're welcome. Changed huh. my life. What, yeah. what are the insoles? You go to a running store. Was you, it called Runner's Roost? Yeah, it's in, it's in Santa Monica. I step into a mold, and then you have It insoles. takes five minutes. Yeah, and five then they minutes. print them out right there. I have them in, oh. I have them in right now. So I put them in all my shoes. Really? His plantar fasciitis went away. It went away? Completely gone. Don't they what, say that, that, that plantar fasciitis, fasciitis? What's that? You can also get that to go away it? by strengthening your feet. Mm. I think doing barefoot exercises. I, I had it when I was fighting, and I'd be barefoot all the time. I used to wear those naked shoes. I used to do jiu-jitsu, run on the mat, to so do my conditioning barefoot. My feet were strong. But forgive me if I'm wrong, but I, I think that that is overused. <clears throat> I think that's the thing that it comes from. I think plantar fasciitis is like a tendonitis of the foot. I think it comes from overuse. So where the I like have tendonitis right now. I'm where your heels it. at? All the all the ligaments meet like mm-hmm. kind of underneath there, and that, right where it meets, it flares the fuck up. When you have it bad, you can't, you can't walk. Okay. Oh, dude, dude I've it got, feels like a hot I, poker stick I going through your heels. Really? I think it's real similar to like tendonitis, and I've had tendonitis on my elbow, and I've had it on my shoulder. I'm talking unbearable. Like I could, yeah. I couldn't run. I couldn't do anything. I think it's real similar. It's, it's gone, gone now. It's gone. Think about all the shit you're doing running around when you're training. All that barefoot, it's probably puts a heavy load on your feet you yeah. probably have to build up to it like 
like a guy. Okay. But I did for that, years, Joe. Like, like it, I didn't. Right. I, you know, I was doing that for seven years. Then, like on the year seven, I got it. Well, it's probably overuse. Yeah, maybe. Seriously, think and about then, all those yeah. years of training. Yeah. You used to run a lot too, and you're huge. Yeah, I still yeah. do. That's I think that's the thing do. too. When you're two sixty and you're just running, two seventy, two seventy. Jesus, what are you saying? Are you though? on the beach? What, you doing what? beach running? What'd you say though? Seventy. Yeah, I think on the beach. Two seventy. What do you want to be? What it's like goal? Two thirty five. You can do that. Oh yeah. How about you just do this carnivore? Diet. That's what I'm going to do. Shredded, son. That's what I'm going to yeah, do. I'm going to do it with you. I'm telling you, meat, hey Brian, meat only. About the farts. Meat only, bro. Red meat for me and Joe, dude. What's scared? Why are you scared about? Do you that? get farts? No, that's the thing. Right. Not only do I not get. First of all, my diarrhea is legendary. Like they would talk about it in you, books. You used to like, get diarrhea? No, I do get it right now. That's the carnivore the diarrhea. Scholars, scholars in the, in the past, <laughs> Wait, if they encountered this kind of diarrhea, they would assume it was haunted by demons. You I get took it a now? photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You took healthy? a photo of no, your no, shit. No, no, right now, man. But that can't like, be very right healthy. Now. Oh, it's the most healthy. Why? Wait, hold on. It doesn't Stop. get any. You clear out your so system. Yeah. Science. So you're getting diarrhea and you're eating. No, no, no. The most of the diarrhea has gone away but the ferocity that the explosiveness what you're saying it, it was sometimes like, i enjoy it man the way that i described it was like i do not trust my asshole and it's, it was coming out black take a look at that oh no yeah that's my toilet say meanwhile was that? peak of hell last week not even not even last week what's today just show me from there is Brian. that, is that a common side effect of a carnivore yeah, diet yeah, yeah. apparently tar what, comes what out of your happens ass? is tar? it's tar. just black liquid like ink. That's not good, like i'm gonna bro. write a letter to the president <laughs> Like you're a squid? <laughs> like you're a fucking ocean squid? I'm a squid trying to fucking <laughs> trying jolly to up some pasta. Yeah. There's something about... You can you swim. <laughs> if a shark comes at you, just shit. <laughs> There's something about having no carbs. I, mean, I haven't had zero. I've had no bread, no nothing. Did you get lightheaded, though? No. I haven't had any problems. Wow. But the... Other than the diarrhea, which is ferocious. <laughs> the black diarrhea? But the, um, the thing about the... So black tar heroin. Apparently, carbs absorb water. They'll help absorb oh. water, and they, they, they pump up... So your body is used to this sort of a balance. And according to uh, Dr. Sean Baker, I don't know if he's correct, but he's a carnivore proponent. He says that what's got to happen is your colon has to adjust to the fact that you're no longer consuming carbs. And your body has to figure out what to deal with all, how to deal with all the liquid. You lose weight when you're shooting fucking diarrhea out of your That's true. Man. But I've also been eating a, probably a diminished amount of calories and by only having one thing. It's not really one thing because I'm eating... Um, a balance between steak and uh, like beef steak and elk and bacon and occasionally I'll have eggs. You can have eggs. That's your cholesterol. And I have some salmon. That's you already what I asked me, you fuck. You're going so old. No, I, no, no I asked you that. Oh, so I didn't ask you. Hey, yeah, you fuck. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Um, I'm getting. I got my blood work done on Monday, and I'm gonna get it done at the end of the month too. Uh, Brian, you yet. should do carnivore. But here's the thing: is that dietary cholesterol has very way. little effect on blood cholesterol and body cholesterol. Most of what people have with high cholesterol, a lot of it is genetic. A lot of it is sedentary life. There's a lot of factors. Mm. Diet is one of those factors, and there's also some people that just genetically should never have a high uh, uh, a high cholesterol diet yeah. or a high saturated right. fat diet. Gen genetically, it's terrible for them. Have, have just you like some people should eat peanuts or your mom brazil nuts like have you heard of that uh you can do the, uh, you can do the bunch of tests my boy todd feldman did this and he found out if you should be fasting if you should be having carbs what kind of carbs what kind of proteins it's crazy man yeah i mean there's a it's a it's in super intense testing we should you can go down find and do out. health nucleus down in um 
That's Craig Venter's company down in San Diego. I'm not going to San Diego. No. I'm going down. For what? It's La Jolla. For what? It's La Jolla. Look, we can go and do a show. It's a five-hour physical. They do everything. It's a five-hour drive, too. That's a 10-hour day. Man, I can't wait. Wait, what's he do? I'm going to live forever, that There's something they can do in La Jolla they can't do in Los Angeles. Yeah, how come I can't get my blood work ran? You just know this guy. They're longevity specialists. He wants to use you for your Instagram likes. Yeah. Hey, and there's no longevity specialists in Beverly Hills, Brian. Yeah. Bravo hasn't talked for 15 minutes. He's just brewing with conspiracy theories. It's just popping. This popping. Well, they do get all your. They do get a lot of information on you. They do sell your data. Your data is being sold left and right all the time. That's a fact. A fact. That's a fact. Your data is always being sold. We don't know it. Yeah, that is a fact. So maybe Eddie's right at the end of the day. Maybe Eddie's. Maybe it's better to be more like Eddie than me. He's definitely right about something. Man, that's the nicest thing you've ever said about me. (laughs) It's true. I appreciate it. He's got super quiet. As I get older, like when I find out we were lied to for 18 years by by essentially all the top policymakers about uh, Afghanistan, I think that's. I I like the way you say Afghanistan. 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 I love that. It was never a winnable war. Hmm, Interesting. Are you surprised? No, I'm not. But uh, I'm a naive. You know what it is? I, I'll, I'll say this. Whenever I hear that people at the top are doing things in their self-interest and, and they're allowing people to die, you know why I don't believe it? Because I don't think that way and I can't believe people are th- such assholes. And I'm not saying I'm an angel. I'm not saying I'm a better person. I'm just saying sometimes people are such assholes you can't fucking believe it. And they're successful for it and they get rewarded for it. I that also think me. there's people that are doing this and they've been doing this at a time where information, you could hold on to it. You know, you could you could have secrets in yeah. a way that you can't have secrets True. today. I think we're You're just right. living in a totally different world. Totally, like it used to be that um, being famous was the, head, the greatest thing ever, and now being famous, it's not so great. It's like you're just a target. You know, it's like being it depends. A, you still you have a voice. The thing yeah, is, if you can yeah. take the heat, like look I'm at talking how many about, I'm talking about being like a famous actor uh, or or yeah. a rock star. You're a target. Look, look yeah. at Prince, the Prince of uh, England. Him and uh, Meghan uh, Marco were like, yeah. "Oh, we're fucking Prince out, Harris. man. This is too much." Are they quitting the royal family? Yeah, they're moving to Canada. They're like, Come we're on, out. We want to make money on our own. Can you imagine if they're like, it's too much. Tablet. I don't blame them. I Wait, do. Is that what they said? Them. Yeah, they're like, we can't. The, you know, the negativity. She can't deal with it. That guy's a great fucking guy. He's a regular dude. That guy, Prince Harry. He's a great Prince Harry. Is he from the royal family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's out. You, have you heard this? Just He's like, no, I don't want to do this Just the idea of you being a royal. What the fuck are we talking about? Yeah. Are we in a Harry Potter book? Is this some Game of Thrones it's shit? It's so strange. You're not a royal. It's so That's it, not real. That's not real, you well, fuck. The, she, well, she's, the, she's the richest person in the world, but yeah. Who, who is? The Queen of England. No, she's not. Eddie, educated. No, she's not. Eddie, go. Listen to me. I don't know who Listen has the me. most money. Eddie, people, go. The I people that own the You oil. know what I'm talking about. Listen, I, people that own oil. I don't know if oil, she's the richest. I don't know. Listen to me. People that own oil in the Middle East, there are people that are, there's undocumented wealth because they're not public. For sure. They don't have to be on the fucking Forbes 500. They have trillions of dollars. This is a fact. This is an undeniable. There's people with unbelievable wealth. You wouldn't be able to understand well, it. The Vladimir idea that, Putin might have that. He kind might of be. Wealth. He yeah. might be the richest man in the world. But the Queen of England can go suck a dick. Eddie, you're not going to throw out any facts for me. That's the fucking end of the podcast. Sorry. Fine, fine people of England. It was just the a queen figure is a of bad speech. Bitch. She, she's a, a powerful bitch. lady. Powerful I, just, lady. I didn't really mean it. She might be the the ruler of the world. That's she what some be. people believe. She might be. She like it might all be coming from Edit her. Edit that out, Jamie. 
She might be. She might be the most powerful person in the world. But the idea of of royals is ridiculous, man. You know what I'm talking about. The idea of someone being born into a position of power. We're not saying it's 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 uh, logical or awesome. We're just crazy that it's still real. The royal family. Well, think about this. And people are so interested in their lives. Uh, Just a bunch of CBD oil. Think think about how what we're seeing now is we're seeing clearly now, clearly who is above the law. There are people that can do whatever the fuck they want. We're seeing it now. Used to be a myth conspiracy theory but we're seeing it now who is above the law with all this is going on with Epstein and all that and we're seeing how the media is backing them up too how interesting is that Hollywood Hollywood backing them up you see wow that's, that's, that's the scariest thing that's fucking ever. Adam Schiff right there they were playing Schiff. that in the hallways they were playing that in the hallways of the jail before they killed Epstein that's true. <laughs> no God. shit no, it's scary Good for shit for Prince Harry just saying what, this is nonsense I'm still young someone's gonna step away from this and then maybe that will change imagine if that was like the fucking beginning of the pieces that brought down the what is the little thing Jenga is that what that is Jenga uh, yeah that's Jenga the yeah, pull out the piece there's big well, shit well, think going about, on right now well, think, it's going on right now think about his uncle it's big shit going his, down his right uncle now. with you know oh, with Prince Epstein. Andrew yeah yeah well that's just, just embarrassing because he was probably banging all the girls probably probably no we got, we got pictures yeah. yeah I mean we got pictures and the lady coming out I think that guy seems a little spectrumy yeah you know when he's talking he seems a little off I think that interview that interview too have you guys Look, seen the interview you I would mean, have to on. be a little fucked up to grow up as a royal in that sort of environment that probably has he was a victim. You know, imagine like you're you're in Harlem with some crack dealer who wants to take you around and you're from the royal family. You're like, oh, where are we going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was tight with the royal <laughs> family. We're going to the trap house. What? That's right. The trap house? Who? Oh. Try this. Let's try some of this where shit. Epstein. Oh, this Well, not woman. only Epstein. Epstein was tied with the royal family. Real tight. But Jimmy Savile as well. So, I mean, they yeah, were Epstein both. Epstein was? Eps- yeah, Epstein he was and Prince with Jimmy Savile. I think Savile. No, no, no. Uh, may- uh, maybe, for well, sure. Savile we was haven't a found celebrity. That. So he was like a big celebrity. Do you know? Sa- so do you know what Savile? Uh, what the dark side of him? Do you know yeah. what is a d- There's a dark side. He was, dude. Fuck he a lot not of boys. A, and yeah, and he man. He I, mean, I thought there was something darker than that. I'm like, is there a dark side to the? the not, darkest I don't think much more. No, I, I didn't think because he's also known as like uh, Dick Clark of the UK. He was like this yeah, pop DJ. Thing. Not anymore, man. Did, yeah, Everyone knows a lot the of, real story about him. Not everybody. Not everybody knows who Jimmy Savile is. Most people do not know who Jimmy Savile is. Jimmy, give me a picture of him. But people in England. Look at how disgusting this guy looks. Look at how disgusting this guy looks. Okay, but but Eddie, people in England who know who he is now know. No, in England, but England's this. this, Okay, but that's where he affected people. But, But in England, the people who knew him and grew up with him now know he was a monster. Damn, and he pedophile. raped 34 women. And look, how t- look who he was typed with. He raped children. He raped all kinds of people, man. He was a monster. Wow. And he was a celebrity. That was, It's the equivalent of if we found out Dick Clark was uh, fucking all sorts of boys. Dude, it's it a little bit like even, Bill Cosby. It might and you know what he'd do? He would, he, would be, he would be all into raising money for uh, mental hospitals because he preyed on mentally ill people. Yep. Jamie, click on that link that says everybody knew about Jimmy Savile. What is that? Dude, the Jimmy Savile story. Former that's, officers, that's nine hours, dude. That's nine hours. A former police officer has spoken about some of his colleagues' attitude towards Jimmy Savile in the 1960s, saying that everyone 60s. in the force knew Jimmy liked them young. The wow. ex-officer, who wants to remain anonymous, was with Leeds City Police in the 1960s. Was it girls or boys? Oh. It, was, girls it was girls and boys. Really? It was girls and boys. I've never heard of him. 
I'm gonna go out this I've never heard of this. This is the first time? Yeah, first time. Famous. There you go. Oh, famous no, guy. He's, but in England, that's why this I asked Jamie to bring him up. This is a famous Epstein. Imagine if Epstein was a celebrity. Oh, wow. That he did the same thing. But he, how long ago? It was in the uh, 1960s. 60s, But 70s, when did 80s. this news come out? It came out after, after he, died. he died. But there was a lot of accusations while he was still alive in like his 60s and I mean, 70s. Look at the but nothing. Guy. But they would just, you know, he had everybody. In the, he had everybody. <clears throat> so nobody was going to indict yeah. him. Wow. You well, know what I mean? It was back in the day when you can get away with something like that. You know, like. Dark. How about Dark. that journalist who Dark. infiltrated the Vatican? You remember that? What? Infil French, you, nobody needs to the infiltrate French, the Vatican. Oh, the Vatican is what the infiltrates. There's a French journalist who is gay himself who went in to basically interview the priest in the Vatican. Oh, okay. He said, I'm doing okay. an account of the Vatican. Well, you know, he he spent a while there. A while. Years, we, we right? Had, yeah, years. And, and he came out and basically said in this book, um, he said... There's there are a lot of gay priests there, and there are a lot of pedophiles, and both are protecting each other because they don't want each other to get exposed. Yeah, so they don't like, want to out each other. You say, "Buddy, you tell me I fuck boys, and I'm going to tell people you fuck guys." And it's this whole and it came out in the book, Facts. and it's it's a real Facts, yeah. It's yeah. I mean it's from interviews. Well, if you know the history of the Roman Catholic Church, you know Constantine. There's like mainstream <clears throat> history. Constantine, he did, he was a pagan, which is can be considered Luciferian. Frank Rudy, there it is. Yeah, so. Vatican's sexual, Vatican's gay overlords, a sensational new book minds the Catholic Church sexual secrets. And he's gay, that will guy, right Frank Bruni. Frank, will right-wing homophobes exploit it? Frank Bruni's gay? Yeah. Yeah, well, for a, a gay guy, it's got to be a bittersweet thing to know that the gay wizards control... <laughs> Everything to do with the Catholic yeah. Church, and they even dress like gay wizards. Well, well, when, you look, hey, when you look at when you look at the history of the, of the Vatican, when you look at the history, Constantine decided to convert to Christianity because the people were leaving. The people were like, right. "Fuck that!" <coughs> so this is mainstream history. Constantine goes, "Okay, I'm no longer pagan slash Luciferian. I'm no longer ancient Babylonian shit. We're we like Christ too. We're gonna do Christ. We're gonna do. We got, our own, we got our own. We got our own. We got this is mainstream. We're gonna start the Roman Catholic Church. Mm -hmm. We're gonna." have a pope he talks to jesus like it's every day we're gonna to have east. cardinals yeah. they talk to jesus like once a week and then we have the bishops they talk to jesus like once a month and then the priests every now and then and then all of a sudden they created rock stars dudes with power the pope has power he talks to jesus every day cardinals bishops priests right so come on back we got we got jesus for you they made jesus into just like you're some telling suit. us things we already know no no but what i'm saying is they were never into jesus it was never no, about jesus we know that yeah yeah so when you look at the vatican you're like man the well, vatican constantine didn't Convert to Christianity exactly. until right before he died. No, it, it, well, ex maybe he did, maybe he didn't. But that was always like oh, a debate about it. But that was always a debate, right? So when you look at the Vatican, they have a lot of fucking Luciferian shit. No, look at look at the resurrection. <laughs> look at the sculpture of the resurrection. Pull that up, the sculpture, and you tell me if that's Jesus. Look up the. This is okay, in the Vatican okay, okay, Cathedral. Okay. The well, sculpture, the, of the drinking, sculpture of the, the resurrection. Have you, Eddie, have you ever it does been, not look like Eddie, Jesus. Have you ever been to the Vatican? I've seen a lot of videos on you it. You should go. You should it's, go. It's amazing. Just to see it. It's the, pretty fucking the, the I'm sure, 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 sure drinking the blood of Christ and eating his flesh. Just, look, this is, this is the, the their demons. main church. That does not, that's supposed to be Jesus right there. There's go, this is supposed, it looks like a Slayer album cover. Well, it's an That looks like Hello Waits. It's an artist rendering. That looks like Hello Waits. Slayer right there. So they're saying. Pull up the, so this is, this is, this is, it's like? supposed to represent the resurrection of Jesus. How come you couldn't show the part? How come you didn't show the part where he's like in, a, in front of a meadow and he res resurrected okay. and there's children Eddie, running in Eddie, the meadow? This is an artist. It's not like the Mona Lisa represents all women. Yeah. This is a guy's depiction Dude, this of is it. in the Vatican. Them, this is I their main 
main church. But this is the is main church. Eddie, please. Can I just see what that looks like? Come on, man. It's beautiful. Pull it's up. An artist take close the in on the That's hell. Jamie, Jamie, Jamie. Same picture. Same picture. They chose hell. Just go back to that same picture. That's as close as I can get. Oh, okay. Dude, they chose the part where he's rising out of hell. You should have chose the part where he's in the sky with the clouds. But is Eddie, is that what it's supposed to represent? Yes. Him resurrecting from hell. He's coming out of the ground. It looks like roots. There's, th- but those things in the bottom aren't faces. Okay. Right? All right all are they? All right. I, I don't even want to argue. It's possible. No, I'm asking. I'm not possi- arguing. It I'm looks like, like hell to me. It's possible those, the artist felt the same way you did. And he was like, was like was dude, why don't you thing. use the part where he resurrected and he's on like over a meadow or something? Maybe the artist wasn't a Christian. Uh, but hold was, on a second. None of them were. What is he coming out They were all lying. Is that the ground? What is that? supposed to be hell. How do you know? He's resurrecting from hell. He went to hell and then he resurrected. Jesus went to hell? Why would Jesus go to hell? That doesn't make any sense. I don't think that's in the scripture. Okay. No. So that doesn't... What is that image? All right. The art behind... And he's the, getting It looks like away. hell to me. It looks like a Slayer album cover. The restoration of the statue of the resurrection... I've never seen that, though. ...has become Satan's throne? I don't know. What is that? I've never seen that, Depicts though. Jesus wild. rising... Would it back up, please? It's at a nuclear bomb. What? Nuclear no. bomb crater. Who these people are crazy people. Right, well, that's the Vatican, that's the main church in the Vatican. No, I understand that. But I don't know what that represents. You would have to talk to the actual artist. Like if the Vatican hired someone to make a, an art piece about the resurrection and this is his depiction of it, I don't know how much that has to say about the Vatican's hey. position or about this guy who created Maybe it. Maybe they're into Jesus. Maybe hey. I'm jumping hey, to hey, conclusions. By the way, I said Frank Bruni's gay. That's not the guy who wrote the book. That's you he's piece not of gay. shit. Sorry, Frank Bruni. Frank you is out son there. of a bitch. Dodging dicks. Frank sucking I don't know cock. if he's gay or not, now but look I shouldn't at, say Look at the serpent the author cathedral in the Vatican. I would There's like to another take one. this time to There's apologize to the, the Queen of England. And to Frank Bruni. Like to take this <laughs> Queen time. Here's another, here's like another part time of the Vatican. I would to apologize to the Queen of England. This is just figures of speeches we rudely use here in America. Serpent yeah. Never yeah. mean any Apologize to Frank Bruni, too. To defend you, though, his picture, he did look gay. My friend Brian said you look gay. He just meant handsome. That's all he meant. That's right. He meant gay like maybe in the Flintstones. Have a gay old time. It's all good. That's right. Come see me so in Nashville sorry. this weekend. And uh, hey, I'm down with the Queen. Queen's right. Queen's right. That's one of my favorite all time. That's that's in the Vatican. That's a, the Serpent yeah, Cathedral. That's dope. Come on, man. Yeah, that's that's a serpent. Should look do at a the show fangs. There, Joe. Look at the fangs and look at the eyes. That look is a tongue. serpent. Come on. Look at the tongue that comes. The out Vatican of been that's pretending amazing. they're into Christ. They're not into Christ. They want to destroy oh, Christ. Okay. Oh wait, that's supposed to be a snake. They're trying to destroy. Pretty, Christ. Oh, I see now. You don't see the look at that. Look at the fangs. Give it up. That's the Vatican. That's the inside of a. How is that Jesus? How is that Jesus right there? Where Where is Jesus? Is that the Vatican? That is the Vatican. That is a snake. You know what's the most amazing thing about the Vatican? Though it's not the Satan. Titanic shit St. Peter's Basilica St. Peter's Basilica oh, took incredible. hundreds of years and when you're standing in the middle of it you, you can't believe it's real man it's incredible I mean like go to that upper left corner that you got there right there Jamie right there yeah that it, you when you when you zoom in on yeah. that can't click on it that's doesn't click nice. it's so that's amazing it. what is that that's St. Peter's Basilica <laughs> no what's it Dude, zoomed in on it's though? it's a fucking enormous church it's, it's so, so much bigger than that it's it, so big it's look hard at the snake, the, but the snake one how do you how do we get past that snake one yeah, yeah you're just gonna over past that, that? Somebody loves snakes. Those are the same people that came up with the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> same people who are into butterflies. They're like, the same people who did the, the, the Hello Waits Cathedral this, this and then the with, Serpent Cathedral. They, they came up with Big Bang tattoos. Theory. <laughs> it's just love them, It's man. the same people, dude. Big Bang Theory, look, come look on. They're trying that. to kill Christ. They're look not at, trying to. They're not Christian. Look they're, at this St. Peter's Basilica. No yeah, power tools. Sick. 
No, no power tools. Fucking no crazy. fucking cranes. Meanwhile, maybe they did have that's power tools. That's my favorite place to be that. in. That's the most. It's amazing. That's the most incredible man. thing. It I've didn't ever even seen. make. It, it didn't make sense to me. Yeah. We were my whole family. We were walking around. We barely talked to each other. Even my kids, who were always like super energetic, they and piped did, down, didn't they, they? They were just like he, he, as a kid. As a kid, it's the first thing I remember looking at and and not being able to go get to that I feel right the same there. way when I go to when I go to the Venetian at Vegas. I'm like, oh my god. When I go to Venetian, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Then go there. This is amazing. You'll never. You won't be able to leave. Yeah, look at that. Wow. Look at that. Dude, it's like looking a Persian's at, house. But sit there. <laughs> Not anymore. Looking at it right now is Joe's one thing. Joe's new house? <laughs> looking, at it, looking at it right now is one thing, but looking at it when you're there in person, it it really... it. This one of the reasons why people were so uh, into believing. That makes sense. It's because it's so God, it bigger cool. than anything you've ever seen in your life that there you be, feel there, like you have to be humble when you walk in yeah. there. There are paintings in there <coughs> that were done, they were started by one artist Ugh. and then finished by another artist because that artist died. It took him a generate, like it took him a lifetime and then another guy took off. Yeah, it's amazing. Who gets man. the credit? Like, no one. There's no one. In fact, that's what's interesting Chapel. about that Jesus kind of art. Christ it was done for God, you. and it wasn't done. Nobody signs it, right? It wasn't about you. It was about it was about the larger picture, and that's the difference between architecture back then and architecture today. Architecture, like you know, today if you see it's about the architect. You you see these incredible structures, do, do, like you know, whatever it might be. These structures that we go and visit all the time. We don't really know. It was done by maybe one guy, then another guy. But that's never. It was commissioned by a king. You hear about the king who financed it. You don't hear about the guy who built it, because that wasn't the point back then. Wasn't it the Freemasons? Did no. they build everything? No, no it was the, the aliens. It was the Anunnaki. No, According the to the Big Bang Theory, the expansion of observable universe began with the explosion of a single particle at a definite point in time. Oh, we can go there? We can go there, Jamie? Lemaitre, a Belgian cosmologist, Catholic priest, and father of the oh, Big Bang priest? Theater. So, Big Bang Theory. So, he was a cosmologist as well as being a Catholic <clears throat> Do you know priest. that, Brian? No. There's The Vatican has the biggest telescopes in the world. They have one called Lucifer. I don't think, think so. Think about that. They have a telescope called Lucifer. It's, no, it's they not, don't have the biggest telescope It's the biggest, it's not the biggest telescope. You've gone too far. You think that's Eddie, how crazy is that, you've right? Gone how too about far. it's real? How about it's real? How about it's real? It's, that's crazy. I feel like have Eddie's telescopes. Too far. No, I don't think that's true. I don't think that's Ooh. the biggest telescope in the world. It, it's one of the. Think, it uh, was the biggest at one time, maybe. or it still may be it's the biggest. Big but one. it was the biggest at one time. Back before the, the wheel. Vatican. The Vatican has been. Uh, it's a beautiful place. I love it. I'm ca- I was born Catholic. I was born Catholic, and every, you know, I'm Eddie, all you down go. for the Catholic Church. You're gonna have I to love wear the a Pope. Wig. I love the cardinals. I love the bishops. I love all of them. You're backtracking. You should hey. go. You should go. You should go just to see how weird it is. Yeah, I've seen a lot of it, man, and but, I love it. But I mean, in person, I love it. In person, <gasps> it's strange. What does that say? Lucifer instrument helps astronomers see through darkness. It's at the Vatican. I'm Lucifer trying to tell you. Think, you think I'm retarded? It's in or Arizona. Arizona. The Vatican has an observatory in Arizona. It's named real, by Brian. Jesuit Eddie, astronomers. Actually, I know he's not making it up. Like let's see, like, oh, let's see how big it is. It's amazing. The Vatican would call it. T- the Vatican is the one behind killing Christ. Amazing that the Vatican. Va- <laughs> it's it's amazing that, that the Vatican would have a telescope and they name it Lucifer. Go to that. Click on that link. Yeah, why they name it Lucifer? Exactly, because it's, it's an acronym for something, but it just so no. happens to be Lucifer. Yes, it no. is. It's like, no, uh, really? That's them. Just that's what they say. <laughs> it- 
It stands. Lucifer stands for something. They say it stands for something. It stands for like some kind of linear. You know what they say? You better stand for something, or you fall for everything. Yeah. No more weed for Brian, man. What does it say here? Large binocular telescope. Go make that a little larger for my shitty eyes. It's an optical telescope for astronomy located at 10,700 feet. Mount Graham in Pinaleno, mountains of southeastern Arizona, part of the Mount Graham International Observatory. The LBT is currently one of the world's most advanced optical telescopes with two 8.4 330-inch wide mirrors, blah, 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 blah. I don't see any Lucifer in this one. It's probably not this one. Where's the name? It's the second biggest telescope, You sure that's the name? Eddie. They call it Lucifer? No, but it was the Oh, L-U-C-I-A, originally Lucifer. L-U-C-I, excuse me. Large binocular telescope near infrared stratospheric utility. It's a coincidence! But they picked certain ones. It's a coincidence. But they picked ones. One letter to you. Like they picked they the L. They had to change the name. Eddie, Jesus Christ. They had to they change picked, it. They picked the L. Yeah, they skipped like four letters. That there. doesn't make any sense. How do they call that exactly. Lucifer? Exactly. That's crazy. It was a coincidence. But it really only came. They only found enough letters for Lucy. <laughs> I like that. Eddie's 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 on something here, man. This is old. This is old shit. This is old shit. So when was this? When was this telescope created? When was this telescope created? It's an observatory in uh, in uh, Arizona. The right, Jesuits but, were always. But when? <sighs> What's the art, Jamie? When oh, scroll up, Jamie. Scroll I think up. it's on the right there. Yeah. 2004, that's when they uh, started it. Imagine being a part of a gigantic religious institution and naming a telescope. You could say, like, the God Eye. You can call it the God Eye. Yes. How did, how did that one? Can you imagine the meeting where, the, like, the top three names were like, okay, we got Jesus Eye, we got God of Light, and we got Lucifer. We got Lucifer. Lucifer. How did that one get picked? Can you imagine the press by Jesuits by Jesuits when they unveiled this telescope and they at the Vatican and they call it Lucifer? How did that get picked? What a what a weird How did conversation that, go down? that must have been. Come on, <laughs> there had to be so one crazy. guy opposed to it. At least one guy. What, like, what are we saying? Fuck, are you Lucifer? talking? It means, Lucifer's the I know, I know it sounds crazy, but look, L Lucent, <laughs> yeah. U Universe, yeah. C. A uh, cosmology. It's a bulky name too. Uh, interstellar. <laughs> F. Fuck forever. <laughs> e. Earth. <laughs> R. Radius of Earth. Come on, man. Oh, we dig it's, it. It's easy. We dig it. We dig it's it. easy. And we dig it. Ah, Lucifer. Uh, are you? Are you? But it's Satan. But it's not Satan. It's not Satan. It's Lucifer. It's an acronym. Okay, it's true. But we are the God, the house of God, and this right. is Lucifer. It's his enemy. It's a coincidence. It's a coincidence. You didn't even know it was there, right? I didn't so, know. How, I didn't know it was there. How did the Vatican relax? The Vatican didn't name a telescope Lucifer. Okay, just from Catholic. Okay. Why was their version? But wait a minute. Catholic why was this is, this is this is the the damage control right here? Why was the Vatican named his telescope uh, in Arizona Lucifer? I'm a proud and devoted Catholic. Blah blah blah. Answer: The Vatican did not name a telescope Lucifer. The Vatican Observatory shares. Space, no pun intended, with, two, with other organizations and groups. The Vatican Observatory does not own each piece of equipment, nor it can us. it give official names or nicknames to things it does not own. Another group 
installed a telescope neck and nicknamed it Lucifer. That would be hilarious if you had a telescope right next to the Vatican's <laughs> telescope and you named yours Lucifer. <laughs> it's all by the Max Planck. Come on, we man. have the, the vision of God to Gates the heavens it. to prove the gospel. Like we're in hell. <laughs> and meanwhile, okay, okay. What about the, the serpent cathedral with the fangs and the snake eyes? It's a coincidence. What about? The, the the resurrection sculpture. Well, you know, the, Artists, the, the serpent architects. was the reason why we're human. The what about Constantine was pagan yeah. and said, and even the mainstream history says that he never converted. That was bullshit. That's mainstream. So if he never converted. Ooh, Constantine? Ooh. I thought there he was said some he didn't debate. Convert. Yeah, but there I was thought, like, but the, the fact that there is a debate. I don't the think fact, there's It mean, was a political decision. Yeah. But uh, yeah, exactly. So the the one theory, and it's 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 either one or the other. It's he actually did convert to Christ, or he just said that for political purposes. But meanwhile, he was still pagan, right? It's one or the other. And then you start looking at the Vatican. You're like, man, they're the ones who are creating the stuff that that turned people away from the Bible. They created the Big Bang Theory. If you believe in the Big Bang Theory, you're like, how could the Bible be true? How could Jesus be in charge of the Big Bang you, Theory? You can be There's religious no God. and scientific, too, right? Yeah, but it's part. No, 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 you're right. You're right. But you're if you were trying sign, to bro. kill, if you were trying to kill religion, you want everything that's opposite of the religion, right? If they're because religion, the Bible tells you that we're on a special wait, place wait, wait, with wait, the firmament. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying the Catholic Church trying to kill religion? I didn't say that. Is that what you're insinuating? This doesn't make any sense. Eddie, this has become a sacrifice. That is, Don't yeah. hack off any dicks. I, Let's I never said that. I, I never said that. Um, wait to the pizza no. rice. Catholicism. Yeah. Heavyweight division. I got a little excited about the that. The Catholic Church loves Jesus. Bro, what happens to the heavyweight division? Uh, <laughs> damn, dude. Do you think Stipe retires? Stipe's having uh, injury issues. Stipe oh, Catholic? It won't heal. Well, he's Croatian. Okay. I don't Same know what that shit, means. Right? I don't know. That's a lot of Europeans are Catholic. Might be Orthodox Christian. Yeah. Serbs are Orthodox I, I think I think Francis so can be your champ too on 20. Well, what about Rosenstruck? Jarzino is a fucking monster, man. That is that is a crazy <clears throat> fight between those two heavyweights. I don't think he's ready for Francis. We, we don't know. The way he knocked no out Alistair and broke his face in half. Well, I mean, with, 30, with three seconds left. Yeah, he, but he did. He, did, he did land for sure. It. He, he landed. Alistair fought a smart fight, and we just had one mental lap. Did you see what my boy France did, Alistair? Yes, he did. Yes, but you also <laughs> have to take into consideration, you know, Alistair is fighting smarter because of that fight. I mean, Alistair's a clever guy. He keeps learning. The as most weird clever. as it is. As weird as it is, like, that guy hasn't been diminished by so many KOs. He's been KO'd more than anybody in UFC history. I don't think there's a guy that I can name. Maybe like Peter Ertz. Peter Ertz was KO'd like some ungodly number of times. He had a ton of competitions, though, so it yeah. makes sense. But Alistair, you don't see any signs. Dude, it's sharp weird. as a tick. It's weird. Tack. Tack. Ticks aren't that sharp. Tack. Well, they are sharp. Well, they have you ever felt? What, what kind of tick do you have at your house? Sharp ones. So okay, well, I'm just making sure I'm also high. <laughs> I think... Uh, I don't. I don't think uh, Rosen strikes anybody to be taken lightly. He he could beat anybody. <clears throat> I don't either. But it's He's also a like real Jesus, striker. man. 
They're like, both giant too. You just go from zero to hundred with him. But well, who knows, man? Look, the shots that he took from Alistair, he walked them off like they were nothing. That was one of the craziest aspects of that fight. Like leading into the fifth round, he was acting like Alistair Overeem, former K1 Grand Prix champion, former Strike Force champion, former Dream champion, one of the best heavyweights really ever. If you had a twenty list of all time great heavyweights, oh, he's top ten. He's on both kickboxing and MMA. Hundred percent right? Hall and of Famer. Rosen Strike is just walking through his shots. Picks his picks his time and then closes the show in the last round with like a few seconds to go. You ain't walked him through Francis' shots. No, no, it's a different thing. It's a different thing. But will he fight the same way? Will will, will he fight that way against? Francis? I don't know. We don't have Can, enough on him. I don't right? know. I'm I'm interested though. I want to see. Me too. Fra- I, Francis, I think it's to fun. me is the scariest knockout artist the heavyweight division's ever seen. I don't think there's anybody that comes close. He puts people in orbit. That left hook on Alistair Overeem. That punch is unlike anything I've ever seen in all my years of watching fighting. That like, was so brutal. So brutal, and you, it seems speed. like no hu- incredible speed and mass. You know what's interesting though is Stipe did take him. If you go yep. back and watch the Stipe fight, I was there in person. Stipe mm-hmm. ate his shots and beat him, man. Yep. But, well, but he never caught him that clean like he did with Alistair that he, one he caught, time. He caught him two or three caught times. Caught pretty good. fucking Stipe tasty. Stipe has the biggest head I've ever seen on a human Stipe is also good at rolling with shit. He knows you get that to... VIP ticket? What's up? For that fight you're talking about? Yeah. Connor, at the UFC? Yeah. Connor Cowboy? Really? They don't hate me. I thought they hated you. No, man. They love you now. No, we're, we're you and Dana, you hug? You hug we're going to work it out. you hug Dana yet? No. That's a no. I'm going to get a group hug going. They don't. Dude, they, they, you need we don't dislike you. No one to hug Dana. I don't. There's no reason. There's Dana's no hate. the Godfather. There's no hate for anybody. Come on, man. No, they don't hate me. Uh, Dana's super wealthy now, so it seems like it's different. More it's different once yeah. you're wealthy. What what uh, what other divisions we got here? You know what's interesting, man? Jared Cannonier and Robert Whitaker. Ooh, that's coming up too. My, my thing. That's a good fight. My it's thing is, what are you gonna do with Till though? Because I thought because you know Style Benesse wants Yoel Romero. Then you got Till just hanging there. You just beat Kelvin. Well, I think they're setting up Style Bender and Yoel Romero. That's what I'm. That's that's, that's what I heard too. My position, and this is not no disrespect, my position that Yoel Romero was the uncrowned champ. Yoel Romero, I think, beat Whitaker in the second fight. Me too. And then, but Boracina, you know, there's an that that guy scares the fuck. But he's all injured. He's got a bunch of injuries. But you don't think uh, Paulo Costa? Has, you don't think Paulo uh, Costa beat Yoel Romero in that fight? No, no, I do think he did. I mean, I so think, why would it be Yoel Romero be the champ? Because no, 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 no. Yoel Romero was the champ coming from the Whitaker fight. I really believe he beat Whitaker in the second fight. Interesting. He hurt him back twice. For sure. And, you know, it's just if you give those 10 8 rounds, he wins the fight. Okay. Right? And I think he should have gotten him. I think he had him on Queer Street. Judging is so crazy. It is so crazy. Whitaker, and it was also over there. Whitaker was never in a position where he had Yoel Romero even remotely hurt like that. Okay. Never had him in danger. Mm-hmm. Then I uh, saw, so, but, you know, obviously. Whitaker loses to Stylebender in spectacular fashion. But when I see Yo Romero against Paulo Costa, I go, well, Costa obviously is next in line for a shot. 100%. The but then Costa gets hurt. Did you lose your plug? Yeah, it's right there on the floor. Oh. Right there. Costa got hurt. You know, so Costa's like had a couple surgeries. I think he's had bicep surgery. I think uh-huh. his bicep detached. I think it's. What happened? See, with Paulo Costa, he to me is one of the most promising guys in the division. Motherfucker never gets tired. He's got a, a face like a. Goddamn fire hydrant. When he beat Yo Romero, I, I, I was never that. I was, thought he was good. I was never that high on him. Then when he beat Yo, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Bro, that he boy beat Yo Romero good. walked him down. What? Walked yeah, him didn't down. give a fuck. Didn't give a fuck. He's, He's a problem. He's so fucking muscular. He's so Shred big. City. He's so big. He's so big for 185. You're like, how is he? Looks like a young Vitor. How does he not get tired? Like, what that Dude, when of... I stand next to that guy, a setback while I recover from a bicep surgery, he won't be ready to fight until spring. Yeah. So that's a serious one, man. When your bicep tears off your bone, that's they a problem. That's happened to mine. 
Did it, it didn't tear off, but oh, it was coming shoulder. off my shoulder. shoulder. It was coming off, yeah. and really? I had to restrap that motherfucker. How, how about your boy Stalbender called out Yoel though? They well, he wants to fight him because he's the scariest guy. He's like, I gotta fight that guy because that guy's the guy. Stalbender's old school. Yeah, and he's also he looks at him like stylistically. He wants to find <clears> out if he could stop that fucking wrestling and that yeah. power. Yoel's a freak. Yoel man. never uses his wrestling. But he, bro, he's because he gets tired. And he's fifty years old. If, if we're, legit me, fifty, we don't even old. know how old he is. He might be fifty-five. system. That's what's he's, impressive. But his genetic, he's he was so funny. What's man, the official was, word on his like age? 40, 47. 41, 57. 80, 82 years old. When he was here, <laughs> and he was not talking conspiracy about Cuba. theory, not YouTube. He shit. was here. Yeah. He was here. They always assume that Cubans are f- fudging their age a little bit. That's always been, but that's like a stereotype that's been going on since the Olympics, from it's fucking racist. to yeah. Phil Stevenson. But when you when you when you talked about when Yoel Romero, you know, would would talk about. Uh, F- genetics and his physique. He's like, go to Cuba, walk around. He goes, everybody look like me. <laughs> it's like it's true, man. They got crazy genes, yeah. man. Think about how many world class boxers, world class wrestlers, world class judo Hector people. Lombard, Hector Lombard, Dude, small players. They get yeah. some freaks. Yes, man. Man, I ran freaks. into him at, at that Quintet boxers. Ultra show. Amazing, Hector Lombard. Dude, Dude, I love that guy. He's that guy's beast. so fucking The hilarious. fight is done. Israel Adesanya confirms he is set to defend the middleweight title against Yoel Romero. What's Woo! the date? What's the date on that? They they, they have a name, today? date, and venue. Is that a, today, Yoel has trouble <laughs> making eighty five or no? Yes, he does. Yeah, he's missed weight. That's yes. why he wasn't a champion. I mean, he struggles. He struggles a little bit. But uh, I mean, that's when he knocked out Luke Rockhold. He should have won the title. Yeah, but, but he, he missed the weight. But he didn't didn't have the weight. But Dude, I, he I think Luke I think Rockhold. style bender though. I like oh. the, I like I like Stylebender's chances in that. Hey man, you know what? I do too. I, mean, I think Stylebender is just like, his he's time. Clearly, one of the best middleweights we've ever seen. Dude, his ever. striking is for you, Usman. Usman is to me. I see uh, like a term. When you see Usman, you see a Terminator. He's going through motherfuckers. When you see Stylebender, you see like like if Bruce Lee well, you was don't some see kind of ahead of the game, like AI motherfucker. Well, with Stylebender though, it's it's very subtle. You actually never see him get ca- get a sh- nobody gets a shot. Well, Gaslam clear. does, Ke- yeah, but not did. clean. How dare oh, you? Yes, he did. No, no, no. That's you true. That's true. That's true. No, I did. I saw that. His face was all fun. That's true. Hit the showers. That, that is true. That is true. Hit that the showers. Gaslam, Gaslam for his physicality and his size and what he's working with is another one of those guys like Daniel Cormier who's so impressive to me. Like. Gaslam's a tank Shot. Yeah, he needs to be a 170, I think. I, I, I think so, too. Yeah. Tough, I think he needs a really tough good, cut for him. A 170? No. He needs a, 170? a real nutrition. Yeah. yeah. He needs to not get so big outside yes. of the fight. I think at 170, Kelvin just runs through motherfuckers. You he know? might be the world champion I think he, I think he'd be world champion at 170. Yeah. I believe that. We just have to get him. I think he'd not we, do that. It's like we're a plan. But if we, if someone did get him to a real nutritionist, and he did it Jose Aldo style, where he took his time and did it over a long period of time correctly, Where's he trained? It's hard rush. for Mexicans. He's kings. We love food. He loves food. He's one of his coaches. Oh, you are? He's a 10th planet black belt. He's phenomenal, man. Yeah. He'd be champion. He, tra- he trains at King's MMA, and then his jiu-jitsu, he trains at Victor Davila, one of my other black belts. He was at the Comedy so, Store last night, I heard. Who? Was he? Kelvin? Kelvin. Yeah. Oh, Kelvin him. loves Comedy Store. Yeah, he lo- he's always there. He's a great guy. He's a great guy he's, as well as a great fighter. Kelvin is one of the nicest guys ever. He's of all time, he's so, so shocking. So, nice. so shockingly so nice. tough, though. Like I look at his body, I look at him, and I go, zero fear. There's no reason he should be that tough. There's no reason he should be able to hit guys who are that much taller. And he's just, he's astonishing. To yeah, me. zero I, I, fear 
and just the nicest are guy. You, like when he go, when he fights, there's no anxiety. You haven't started ever you with haven't? him, dude. Never. He's just he loves it. He, he wants. He's like Tony. Like Tony, him and Tony. Just you haven't started camp though for Tony, right? Not, not yet. quite. Not quite. He's always training, but you haven't started. He's camp. always training, but the I swear camp to God, stop. if one of those two get hurt, man, few I'm weeks. gonna freak the fuck out. What is what does Tony do when he's not in camp? He's training every Crazy. day. What's going on with your like, phone, bro? Your government recording us? No, I just just have my phone on. Uh, Tony's always every day. Tony's always, he's training every day, man. He's just he he does. I mean, that's his secret weapon is that that's his default setting is train, do cardio, do some kind of shit. He's doing mm. something every just day. Loves it. Yeah, yeah. That's those are the guys that never get out of shape, dude. Those how about your boy Volkanovski? What about him? He's a monster. Oh, he's a beast. He's being tough. Wild Hell before yeah. beats that kid. He's a guy who beat. He's a guy who beat. Really curious to see Max Holloway. Max Holloway. I'm really curious to see. Just please go take hit a leak. the fucking showers. I'm sorry. I'm bad with the Russian who beat Uriah. Hey, who beat Uriah? Uh, the Russian. That, that, the Russian. Russian guy. What's his name? I don't remember. I don't Piotr. Piotr what? Piotr. Jan, you piece of shit. It seems like more and more Russians are just more Russians are coming in and fucking people up, right? With so many. It's gonna be like God. they're built different, man. They have extra tendons and shit. They're harder. Like they're hard. Is there a big they're heavyweight tougher. Russian? Is they're there a big people. heavyweight Russian that's, that that has yeah. uh, promise? You guys, yeah. yeah. No one that stands out Usyk. where you look at him and you go, well, you Usyk in boxing. But nobody like Drago. What do you think about Usyk moving up to like legitimate heavyweight? I think he's gonna fuck dudes up. You think so? I think people are scared of him. Yeah. I'm, I'm really interested no to, to see him guy. against uh, you know like when you get to the top of the heap. I think he's gonna give him problems. Isn't he too small for those nah, guys? Nah, he's so talented, man. There's he's no Drago skilled. guy like in he comes like out of a ferocious guy. Usyk would be the closest thing. He's he's gonna be Usyk's a problem. Usyk's had one he fight at heavyweight. One fight at heavyweight, and then they're they're already moving him into like title position. Oh yeah, right? he's there. Yeah. yeah, I don't know him. Against can you imagine a Khabib at two hundred five or a Khabib at heavyweight? Something I like that. I think Khabib is gonna fight at one seventy before he's done. I really do. I think he's gonna fight where he doesn't have to worry about cutting weight. It'd be him and St. Pierre at seventy then. Because he, he's not fighting just the boys at 70. Well, they would meet at 65. I think St. Pierre said that he could legitimately get to 65, and they could do a catchway fight. Khabib would go to 70, big, though, big I fight. bet. Yeah. What a fight that would be. Khabib and GSP at How 65. GSP now? He's 37. He's still young. Range. Dude, he still wants to fight it, for sure? It, yes, and he's one of those guys like Tony. He's consistently active. That boy is thick of, against Bisbing. He looked great. Yeah. But he, he said he had a real problem for that fight. He was eating too much. He's he thick. said he's just like, like he's having digestion yeah, problems because he had tell. to consume so many calories to stay that big. Yeah, he looked a little, yeah. Yeah, so he's um, doing a lot of water exercises. He has he puts these GSP puts these things on his hands and his feet. And he does all these crazy. I used to water do it with. I used to do it with him. Yeah, we used How to do it, it. We used to do it in Laguna Niguel. It'd be our workout. We'd be in the pool for an hour, and he has these things. It's just like you're, you're doing. Just, you're doing sprints. No, it's like it's almost like these uh, these hand. You grab these there handles. There he is, Joseph yeah. Pierre. And what does it do? It, it, it's a workout it's, it, it, for your shoulders, your conditioning. It's a fucking. Give me some beast. volume on this. So I can hear what he's saying. Can we get some volume? Damn. What are those things he has in his hands? And also improve the core strength. So what I'm going to do is I, I use the pool. I try to be in a place where it's not too deep. Um, if the depth of the pool is not good enough, like, like this right now, I try to submerge myself to the shoulder. Then what I do is I, 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 I make a punch and I go with pronation and supination at the same time as I'm doing it. Yep. I focus Old on pushing, school. but also Old on school. pulling. That's not easy. Fuck no, That's why he's got easy. a stiff jab. 
That's the jab right there. I can do a set of 230. There's also no punishment on your bones or body. That's cool. You say 230 or 240, so he does 230 of those? One thing I noticed about him is his fucking legs. He's got huge legs. I saw him in jeans. Don't look at his legs, dude. Bro, how about that video I sent you of that guy live streaming the war? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that depressed me. Jamie, really? you see this? I, started, I, I, I thought, what the fuck, man? What, what kind just, of a world are we living in? The guy's just like, yeah, how, how, boom! What was that? Like, hey, were those when Americans? When was that? I don't think so. If it's was not American, like it's kind of funny. Something? No, I think that's real reason. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to send it to you, you right now, You haven't seen Jamie. it? Oh, you yeah, saw, saw it, right? It was in the group chat. Yeah, yeah. yeah I saw yeah. it. <laughs> it was fucked up, dude. That shit could be easily fake these days now. Oh, no, they Eddie, got Jesus Christ. No, they got just apps where people can blow shit yeah. up now. Right, but you I don't could, think that was fake. $2.50. We also have dudes who are actually fighting in a war who have cell phones. And they're actually getting cell phones. Just watch this. Look behind. Look behind. Oh, bro, that shit is yeah, that was real, real as that fuck. Was real. real as fuck. Horrible. I just don't know if this is what American troops. Probably. Does it say Jamie? God. Jesus Christ, dog! When you see bodies go bodies. flying and I shit, you realize like, everyone's gone. I hope they didn't. You'd probably be better off without your seatbelt. Is that American or I what don't is know that? What that is? No, Jesus that guy Christ. looks like he was. Uh, I mean, the, the the guys who got hit looked like they were probably not on our side, but. I don't know. Oh, that looks like an IED or something. I Damn. Know. I don't know. I just hope nothing happens with this Iran shit. Nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to oh, happen. Oh, well, now there's, that Eddie said it, I know you've kept the Nothing's going to happen. I don't, think, I, I don't happen. think it's in it's, Iran's vested interest no. to really do something You know what? Serious, I mean, we talked about this earlier. What actually happened is when they bombed, when Iran, like, they sw swore revenge. They raised their red again. flag. And they were going to bomb. Twice, They man. bombed and they killed nobody. But bomb. in their media, they reported that they killed 30 sure. Americans. So it looks like a sure. real retaliation. Got safe face. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Got to rattle Because when it all comes down, dude, we're surrounding Iran. We got military bases all around Iran. What are they going to do? Now, that was they also, know that. that, that I, feel, I, feel like, I feel like... Um, if if the intelligence hadn't come back that there was something imminent that this this guy we knew this guy was he was in Baghdad yeah he wasn't this, up, this he wasn't doing things that were this guy's a serious terrorist he wasn't terrorist. doing things that were in our interest no no and we do know that going back to actually Bush two we know that he he was a the mastermind of a lot of this yeah. sort of international he needed to be taken out controlling Hezbollah trying to set up those kinds of states and all these other things so if Trump wouldn't have Taking him out, then the the loony left would be going after him for not taking him out. Well, well, here's the thing. Also, Trump has been very disengaged with the Middle East. He's like, I don't want to be involved in the Middle East. You want to pull the troops and, out. And of I, the I, I, yeah. In a lot of ways, I agree with this policy, and yeah. I think that Iran got emboldened and started becoming more active in the spheres of influence that we are yeah. trying to well what happened was is they made a lot of deals while Obama was in office and Trump was like reneging on all that he's like who made these stupid right. ass deals so Iran's right. like fuck you I thought we had a deal Trump's like fuck that deal that deal goes against the United States yeah. so fuck all that so that's what's going on so it the rumor is the rumor is that the uh, the president of Iran the wasn't Ayatollah. getting along with Soleimani anyways so Trump said, said I got you, let's, fam. let's take him out. I'll do you a favor. I look like a bad motherfucker. And then you say we're going to get revenge. You bomb 
uh, based on us, nobody. You, you claim you claim that there's 30 people, and everybody in Iran sure. goes, oh, we, we got revenge. I can see that. And then everybody's fine. I can see that. Nobody seems wants World War III. Seems legit. Nobody wants World War III. Dude. No, nobody. No. You guys Who wants tonight? that shit? Who's working tonight? You working tonight? I'm working tonight. Both we're on the same I gotta card, get right? Going. I, gotta on the same show. Show. I gotta go see my kids first. Me too. Bitch, I gotta put my son to bed. None of you bitches are going anywhere. We just got started. We about three fights. <laughs> it's six o'clock. You don't hey, have nowhere to be. Oh, I gotta do a seven fifteen show. I, I'm no, no, traffic, I gotta put my son to sure. bed. Um, Sohudo's vacating the flyweight title, so Makes our sense. boy Joseph Benavidez yeah, finally gets Joey. a shot at the title against uh, a Brazilian gentleman. Who uh, pull up his name, Jamie? I don't want to fuck up the pronunciation. It's tough to remember any flyweights. Can we talk about Connor and Cowboy, please? We already did, but you weren't uh, here. You were gone. It, you were, we talked about it again. And I talked to Luke Thomas about it for an hour straight. It can go, go either way. It can go either way. Maybe, I mean, I got who the fuck knows? Figueredo. Yeah, that's right. Davison Figueredo. That'll He's probably be beast. the last one in that division, He's huh? A, a dangerous dude, man. You know, Joe Benavidez has been training 10th Planet the last couple years. I don't know if you know that. Has he Most where? People, with Which, Casey, Las Vegas? With, yeah, 10th Planet in Las Vegas. Nice. with K Casey Halstead's his coach. Nice. Beautiful. So, I, I love know. Joe as a person. I'm a big uh, fan of him. He's one of my favorite people. And I, I feel like, you know, for him, he had a, a ACL tear, had to go through surgery, came back, and then the title's kind of been in limbo. Had a close fight with Henry Cejudo, man. Very close Split fight. decision, yeah. Very close fight. Didn't he win? Yes. He won. Yep. He beat Henry Cejudo. Beat He's him. one of the few guys that beat yeah, Henry man. Cejudo. So if anybody deserves a shot at the title, it's Joe Benavidez, for sure. Um, I'm real interested in that rematch between Volkanovski and Max. But you gotta That's happening immediately? I don't know. No, but I would imagine you would have a rematch. Max, Is that a good Max thing to make immediate rematches? What? Like, well, right Max, right? Max is telling me, he's like, I, I need some time. I'm going to rest. Maybe he wants sure it now. They rest. want to do it in Australia. Well, listen, Volkanovski wants a rest too. Like they got a hundred percent. That was a guy. Here's the thing about one forty-five. People, people talk about fifty-five. People talk about seventy. People talk. Do it one forty-five in the UFC. That might be the deepest division, bro. How about the Korean Zombie taking out Frank Yeager? Quick. I was surprised. So you got Korean Zombie. You got Yair Rodriguez. Yeah. You got your boy uh, fucking the, the hormone monster. What's that, 135? Zabit. You got Zabit. 45. But you also 45. have, you also have the freak. Calvin Cater, who almost took out Zabit in the third Correct. round. Brian Ortega. But Calvin Cater is now going to fight Jeremy Stevenson. That's some, some, a crazy fight. Dude, that Calvin Cater is the dark horse. He's oh, the dark he's horse. Phenomenal. He's the dark he's horse, animal. but Zabit beat him. And Zabit no, 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 no. Let me tell you something. Zabit, if that was a five-round fight, Zabit was in trouble. Big that trouble. third round, Big he trouble. was getting stunned. Yeah. He, he, was, he, he was getting he was, stunned. He was on his and bike. He, he, you watched the interview, the post-fight interview, which I just watched the whole fight and the interview this week. Mm. And at the end of the fight, he was heaving, breathing wow. hard. He said, I did not expect him to five come after me so hard in the third round. Damn. And he took him down at the end of the third round, just held on. And while he's just holding on Calvin Cater is battering him from the bottom he didn't try to get back up he just punished him from the bottom and Zabit did zero damage with that takedown For 45 is the best division Calvin's in the UFC fucking dangerous and he's getting better he's yeah. getting better and better and better he's starched Ricardo Lamas he's a fucking beast man what, what do you guys think about uh, Bryce Mitchell is he is he rising at 45 or is it 55 uh, he'd be um, 55 the guy right? wants the mission of the year with the with the with the, the twister, the, the twister yeah. yeah, he's fifty five, right? Oh, is, isn't he forty five? I don't know how okay. many fights does right, he have so in the UFC right now. I don't know, man. All I know is that so he's twister, he got a twister. Though. That's God, it. So I don't much. know. He, he, got got a I didn't know. he said he learned it online. <laughs> I, did, awesome. you, did you see his interview with uh, Theo Vaughn? No, I didn't. Dude, you got to watch that interview with Theo Vaughn. It's two dudes from fucking Arkansas, and Alabama, and Louisiana. 
It's hilarious. That's so it's, funny. It, he's like the, he's the Theo Vaughn of the UFC. Yeah, he's the camo pants, that's the camo shorts. Oh yeah, he's hilarious. I love that guy. Um, Sugar Sean O'Malley's finally get back in the game. He fought in Quintet he got Ultra. F- yeah, he got fucked. He got fucked He's over. One of the guys got fucked. Bro, speaking about getting fucked over, how about Cub Swanson? Rolling with Jake Shields. Yeah. I didn't hear Quintet. Did you guys watch that? His ACL explodes. You got to get on UFC Fight Pass and watch Quintet Ultra. Dude. That I was cancel a great show. Cub you cancel it? Cub fights at 145. Jake, obviously, when MMA was fighting, he was fighting at 170. He's way bigger guy. He like walks around at 190. He's a bit. He's probably bigger Jake? than that. And he had a, an, a ridiculous reap. Like, it was a exaggerated reap on that leg, man. It was like, Wait, I, it wasn't even a reap in between the legs. It was a reap across the hip. And blue cup shit out. Dude, his leg just blew out. It was, Exploded. It was really fucked up. Exploded. It wasn't even a submission. Beast. It was in the process of. Yeah, he's reaping the leg. Dude, Jesus, it was so bad. Man. It was so bad. He's and you see him, <gasps> ah, and he falls down. And then you're looking at Cub. Game set, man. Married kids, only source of income, going to be out for a year. Yeah. It's there, how about that? How yeah. about that? You're just laying there yeah. for a grappling match. You are you just beat Chrome Gracie, and now you're in a position where you're out 100% for a year at 36. It yeah. sucks. But yeah. I, I, yeah. Totally. I would I, I, not fucking do a grappling match if I was a world-class MMA don't fighter. Don't say that. Don't fuck I up the grappling scene. I wouldn't do it. Depends I would, I would, who it's I am. It's not worth it. Depends who I am. Edit that out, Jamie. No, it's not worth it. <laughs> edit that out. It depends who I am. I want to apologize again to the Queen of England. I fell. I stepped out of line. I blame it on alcohol and marijuana. I will say this. I'm glad marijuana is illegal in your country ma'am hey listen i will say this when the queen was 19 <laughs> she was look, look her up stunning now it's even worse we've, we've sexualized stunning. her now Great. you've gone too you've far pornographized so. and she was super nice i don't think that world-class fighters should be fucking jet skiing and i don't think they should be fucking uh, jumping motorcycles over cliffs cowboy uh, says hold my fucking i know, I know. Cowboy, does everything. cowboy should be able to do whatever he wants cowboy but if i dives. was if i was tight with cowboy i would say dude it's not worth the risk he, obviously, he doesn't care. And he would he, laugh. He'll, and he'll laugh in my face. That's who he is, man. He yeah. is who he is. But, like, legitimately, you look at Cub Swanson, that guy just ran into a, chi- a giant problem that shouldn't have existed. Yeah. The position wouldn't have been available in MMA the way it was in, in you know, in that grappling. That could happen in training, though, with Cub, too. But he know? wouldn't be grappling also in older, a competitive man. manner against a guy who's 30 pounds larger than him. Yeah, well. Jake he, is he so could, strong. At Jackson's, though, I'm sure he works with big guys. It was a yes. freak thing, dude. It was a freak it could, thing. It could happen. But in, it was competition. In, in, it could happen in practice. Thing in tra- it could have happened in practice, but less likely. It was a freak thing. It was a freak thing. Yeah. It was a great show, though. So, so did Gordon Ryan really like retire? Is that real? I think so. I think so. Why not? Right? It, he's 24. due MMA though, right? He should. Well, I, I thought he said he was. All I know, all I know, is he was on a trip, road trip, doing seminars everywhere, selling out and shit. And then something happened and where he, he decided man. he was like, you know what? Let me slow down and enjoy life. What a baller! Move. That's what he said. That's what he said. He's, so how old is he? I don't know. Twenty-four. Maybe twenty-four. Did, maybe so he did some mushrooms or something hold and the realized fuck on. the best in the you world, Brian. To, you don't get to go at twenty-four. You don't like. All right. You're yeah, yeah, you Brian. do though, Brian. Tell He's us again one. about. Tell us again about Bohemian Grove. Yeah, just to fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck off. Yeah. fuck off, man. Every time you're gonna try to make a point, we're gonna bring up a break. We're gonna bring up Bohemian Grove. He's a stage You're like 24. Ah, fuck that Bohemian God. Grove. Hey, I didn't. That video was very blurry, dude. It was a corn concert. That was like UFO shit. He said it was a corn thing. Yeah. Yes. 
Being retarded gives me an opportunity to expand on things I didn't have time to focus on while I was trying to be the best. Excited to learn. Cool. You know what? As far as uh, he's what he's have accomplished you ever seen him, in Brian? jiu-jitsu, yeah, he's like he's, he's done. He's, he's done he's more. The best. Yeah. He's done more yeah, than ridiculous. most people. So if he wants to retire, he can retire. You know, he's but also maybe he woke up. He wants to do other shit. I'm out. Fuck yeah. it, dude. I'm over this jiu-jitsu thing. I'm gonna you know go what do he, this. What he could do, I'm, seriously, I'm, all he needs to do is just open up a school. He'll have 400, 500 students. He'll make about six, seven, 60, 70 grand what a month, and it'll be a nice, easy life. That's all he might not want that though. Some guys just want to get done with the game. No, no, no. He wants to teach. No, no, he wants to teach. Does he? All he's got to do is open a school. He'll have three, four hundred students. Easy. He'll make sixty, seventy k a month. Easy, and he'll just be chilling, just training guys. That's him. the easy life. Hey, Brian Callen, he's already a- he's already beaten fucking <laughs> pretty much everybody out there. I have a proposition for you, Brian Callen. Steve Rinello sent me a bunch of dates. He yeah. wants us to come and do his live podcast. He offered it to me in I'll Anaheim. Do I'll do it, with you. but I was out of town. Um, let's let's fly in somewhere and go do his live podcast somewhere okay. just for fun. <laughs> I'd love to do that. Have a good time. And I want to go hunting. Now we can do it in New Zealand. My boy Joe Janamore offered us that too. I don't want to go to New Zealand. Okay, so and you listen, can't bring. You the got meat some back. connections in New Zealand? Oh no, that's not true. Brian Callen. You can't bring the meat. New Zealand? You can't bring the meat Serious back from Australia. I think. I think you can bring the meat. Okay, back but from listen, oh, we need to go hunting. Somewhere, it's okay. so much fun, and it's a, it's it's sad. Let's you do don't it. fucking care. I do care. You know what, Brian? He does you know care what? about you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> can I? I'm can I have that? that? Is that the only one you have? That's the only one I have, dude. That is scary. That's a, you know, that's a legit a- Aztec Mexican. Death I'm getting whistle. chills right now. Like I some do not dark, like it. Evil spirit. Just hey, for real. Hey, for real. I'm leaving though. I got to put my kid to bed. I, gotta, I have to before he goes. Is everybody leaving? I'm leaving. Or is it just me and Eddie? I'm leaving. Oh Come see God. me in Nashville. No, you got a show tonight with me at the yeah. store, bro. And I got what time is your show? What time tonight? Is your show tonight? We're on the we're on the main room at eight. Yeah. Oh, okay. Main room at eight. Who's doing that? Who's chose that? Uh, Josh Adam Myers. Okay. I will. Uh, I'll keep going with Eddie for a little bit. All you right. guys get out of here. Come see me in Cleveland at the end of the month. I'm going to convince him the world is round. Hilarities. Oh, do it. Oh shit. You guys next Go to my website and talk about my dates. I'm in San Jose next week. How's your show doing? Your show doing good? Yeah. BrianCallen.com. T-Fat-K.com. B-R-Y. West Palm Beach Improv. And oh, when are you there? On their uh, Valentine's Day. Oh. Uh, and Cleveland, I'm at Hilarity's. Uh, I love that place. January 30, Hilarity's 31. Is the shit. Is, Fort, is that Fort Lauderdale, West Palm Beach? Yeah. Uh, you no, can take no, no, that no, Lolita Express the right there. Palm. It's, West Palm. Okay. I fly in. It's right there. Uh, BrianCallen.com. All these guys are opening for me. T-Fat-K.com. I love you guys. Yeah, we we should do a uh, fight companion show, boys. We really should. We should do a show somewhere. Isn't that what we're doing? Theater. We're doing no, that we're doing a show at a theater. <laughs> like, oh. Like all of us do stand-up. We did that at the Ice House. Yeah, we could do more of those. Did we do it? Yeah, we did yeah, it we once. did one at the Ice House. We did one at the Ice House. Let's do it like in places like... It wasn't an official fight cap, uh, fight companion show. Well, we were all... It was the four of us. But let's, let's go do, do it in like... Let's go like to... Like nobody can hear you, motherfucker. Do you understand microphones? Get up on that bitch. Let's, let's do it in like, you know, let's do like, like, like British Columbia, places like that, fucking Canada. Okay. You know what I mean? Let's I'm do a over. fucking tour. Like, I'm Canada? Make money. I'm down. Let's I'm do down it. to I'm do down. a tour. Let's love do it. Guys. We'll talk. Just four Seriously. dates. Four I'd dates. Love to That's do that. it. Four dates is good. Fine. Let's That's do it. a good number. Well, All right. Dude, I love you guys. Bye. I love you too. Up. Thank you. Love you, dog. Be oh, careful. Drive safe. Don't give up your back, bitch. That's Gordon Ryan right there. That's Gordon Ryan right there. Stop, boys. Stop. Stop. He's going to grab your dick. Okay. 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 Okay.
Joe, Brian Callen, ladies and gentlemen. Joe on a fucking zone. You just want to keep going. I yeah, love that shit. You're like, man. fuck. Well, you those and me dudes. don't. We don't fuck get a chance to dudes. hang that much, and it's like they have to go. We don't have to go. I don't have to go nowhere. I man. have to be anywhere until seven o'clock. That's forty minutes from now. Oh shit! I'm good. Where are you going, son? I just got family shit to do. No spots tonight. I have a spot tonight. Yeah, Where at? I'm at the store at. Uh, I think I'm at ten fifteen. Yeah. Check, check my schedule. Crazy. Yeah. You, you're doing the next Tuesday night at oh, the comedy yeah. store. That's probably oh, already yeah. sold out. As soon as you're on there, it's sold out. I don't like, know. No, as soon as you're on, it sells out. And Joey's on. Yeah. You and Joey. I think Whitney's on too. You and Whitney's the Late Show. Oh, okay. You and Joey at eight o'clock at the comedy Ooh. store. I'm sure it's sold out. I'm and then sure. I'm leaving and going across the street to the Improv, going down the street. I have a ten thirty at the Improv on Tuesday. Yeah, I've been doing the Improv a lot, man. I like it. I, like I did it. it once. I'm trying to juice it back up too. I'm trying to bring everybody over there. I'm like, hey guys, like we can go both places. You, you could do an eight o'clock at the Improv and ten o'clock at the store. You can b- bounce back and forth. You don't fuck with Laugh Factor? Not really. There's enough gravy to go around for two two great clubs. Yeah. I think I like the way they handle things at the Improv. They're they're nice people. You know the people that run it are cool. I've been going there forever, and they kind of took me in after I left the store. So I feel obligated to like continue to perform. Totally. There. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I like it there, man. Paige is awesome. Reed is awesome. The people that run it are awesome. It's cool. And it's uh, right across the street from a weed store. (laughs) I did uh, improv once and that factory once. The improv show I did with uh, Tony Hinchcliffe. He had his friend show. That one great. Uh, um, You know his Alabama bit about how- Yes. uh, Alabama- Yes, don't give it up, but yes. Dude. Hilarious. It just so happened that that week- I had 10 motherfuckers from Alabama, (laughs) 10th Planet Decatur, Alabama, come in and come to see me do a live show at the improv. They were all there from Alabama, and three of them were cops. Oh, no. And they're mad at Tony? No, no, they loved it. Oh, that's they good. loved okay, it. Good. No, 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 no. But come on, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious, that's right? Hilarious. He's got that Alabama bit. It's a funny bit. Too. Yeah, it, it's a, it's amazing, and they all loved it. They all loved it, man. Have you seen his Me Too movie bit? No, I'm not saying nothing. We'll talk no, later. No, no, no. We'll talk I later. love Tony Hinchcliffe. He's man. hilarious, that guy's a man. Fucking beast. He's out there swinging. That guy's a beast. That kid's man. swinging. Oh, he works shit. hard, man. I've known Tony for a long time. He works hard. And like we were talking about earlier, I, I really. I'm happy that the comedy scene is slowly getting braver with jokes. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's a weird thing because in the 80s, it was uh, like the cool thing to be a liberal and I'm Democrat and mm-hmm. Republicans. They just, they're just Christians. They have family values. They don't want to get high or go to heavy metal concerts. Fuck Republicans. But as you get older and you have kids, and I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened, but it seems like now... The cool kids are Republicans. Well, do you, you know, know that I mean? expression, show me a young man who's not a liberal and I'll show you a man with no heart. Show me an old man who's not conservative and I'll show you a man with no brain. There you go. There's the- certain aspects of me that have become more conservative as I've gotten older. Oh. I've like appreciate hard work more. I, I understand like the mental pitfalls involved and self pity and a lot of family the values, that, man. Family That's values. the number one yeah. thing. Cause when I grew up, there were no family values, and I thought family values is yeah. a way to control you. They're trying to control you with the family values in Christ. Yeah. And the older you get, you're like, what the 
I was a fucking idiot. Of course it's all about family. You gotta have values. A dude with no values is a dude you can't trust worth a shit. I ain't gonna trust. It's also when you have something to lose, you realize that everybody has something to lose and it puts you in like, you commiserate with all the other people that also have families. You all, you all feel, that's one thing when you go to like family gatherings and everyone's got their kids, like you feel about their kids the way you feel about your kids. Like you wanna, look out, he's gonna go near the stairs. Like you don't, this is what communities and tribes used to be like. Yeah. Like we gravitate towards that. It's good for everybody. Yeah, it's a you know what? Um I used to think growing up that giving in to your desires was like that's your right. That's my right. If I'm horny, I'm going to fuck. If I want to party, I'm going to drink. And these fucking r- right-wing people from Alabama, they're trying to throw Jesus down my throat and trying to g- push you know uh, push their family values and but i swear now dude i'm not republican i'm not claiming republican at all or anything but i get it now i get it because i have a kid and there's no way anybody is gonna convince me that because some fucking kid with pink hair all looped up on pharmaceuticals, shoots up a mall, that it makes sense that I give up my guns and I can't protect my family. These are long, complex. We're we're, we're going to get into the weeds. Explain that to me. We're going to get in the weeds if we branch off into all these different directions. But I know what you're saying is like, as you get older, especially when you have family, but what it's made me is, it's made me way more compassionate and way more understanding. Like, I'm still not great at it. I still fuck up sometimes. I'm, I'm a human, you know, humans fluctuate. We don't, we're not a perfect thing, but overlying when my boat writes itself, when I figure out where my head is really at, my, my thought process is always, I want things to be better for everybody. Like, I think it's possible that if we all work together, everything could be way smoother. There could be less lows and really high, and highs. There would be, there'd be some smooth level ground we can help each other the problem is when some people have nothing and other people have everything and it looks like chaos and then there's a battle between ideas and then people want you to comply and there's there's so much crazy shit that's going on as you get older and like people are looking for control of something that's ultimately your life which is uncontrollable well what you're saying is a hundred percent correct everything you're saying is right the problem in that what, fu- what fucks everything up is people getting blackmailed and people being compromised. And those are the people that are making the laws and they uh, the, those laws affect my family. That's where it gets all fucked up because everything you're saying is right. But that's not what these people, these certain people, not everybody. There's a lot of good people in the government, a lot of good people. And it's ama- I'm, I'm, fa- I'm fascinated every day finding out who they are. Right. And then, boom, you group them all together. And like, those are the good guys. Those are the bad guys. Let's watch. And you make your popcorn and you watch the fucking show. You know what I mean? And every now and then you say something because it's affecting my family. So anytime someone says, oh, there's a school shooting now, immediately, let's take away the guns. Like, dude, that is the most retarded solution to these mass shootings is take take away my right to defend my family against home invasions? I understand what you're saying. That's ridiculous. I understand what you're saying, and I agree with you, but I understand why they would come to that conclusion, especially if they don't understand what does happen. If you look at a place like, I mean, I don't want to say Hong Kong should have guns, because if then they did, they would throw away their tyrannical rulers, and they wouldn't have to just protest in the streets in mass with hundreds of thousands of people for months and months at a time. I'm not saying that they should be out shooting people, but 
You, you've seen those videos in Hong Kong where the police are shooting protesters. That's what I'm right? talking about, this man. Is, but this is, this is the level. other side of the coin. That's a different See, level. The thing about school shootings and protests and tyrannical governments is that humans are messy. There's no clear, simple answer. It's like, look, if you, wanna, if you have a small fire in front of you and you have a bucket of water and you want to put out that fire, there's a very... Very easy to get to answer. It's right there. It's a bucket. You throw the bucket of water mm -hmm. on the fire. It puts the fire out. Mm -hmm. No one would argue that. The problem with all these really subtle, nuanced, complicated, super complex problems is there isn't one answer to it. There's a like the 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 issue of gun violence. You know, I had a tweet that I put out. It was probably like my most liked tweet ever. That I said that. What was the exact tweet? Uh, what did I? What did I say about gun control? Is a uh, we? Oh, we have a a mental health issue described uh, uh, disguised uh, disguised as a gun control issue and tyranny descri described as uh, as government. I forget how I said it, but the the point being that this is a mental health issue. It's not an issue of. Of guns as much as people, the country has a mental health problem disguised as a gun problem and a tyranny problem disguised as a security problem. Well, what, everything you're saying is correct, but the problem is it's not about uh, getting, it's not about doing the right thing to these, these people that are in positions to make these laws. They, they're, they are using these events to push their gun confiscation laws they are that's what's going on because they think so that you're, that's you're, talking, you're talking common sense you're talking yes. common sense but it's not common sense with these people mm -hmm. these people are just like oh we could use that boom push another executive order boom little by little inch by inch we're gonna take their fucking guns away you had a guy on just the other day ed calderon i took a little like one minute little piece of your podcast and i put it on my social media today this morning and it was him saying i love this country i'm new to this country but there's a there's a couple things where I see it headed that I'm not into and you're like what like what like what and he goes well I left my country because I didn't have the right to protect myself from the bad guys it was the government and the criminals you know now here you guys got that right and and now you guys it's like being threatened he goes on that's not good coming from where I came from trust me you want to be able to protect your family it just all comes down to that give me a reason explain to me how giving up my guns makes sense in protecting my family if you give me a good reason then i'll give them up i haven't heard a good reason yet well it's a plea to emotions because the reality is when you look at the number of guns versus the number of incidents i don't i don't want to diminish anybody's death or anybody's family member's death but the number of guns in this country is fucking staggering when you compare it to the number of actual gun violence incidents or mass shooting incidents it's relatively small and then the problem is when you compare the number of those people who are mass shooters, you look at that number versus what percentage of them were on drugs, mm -hmm. psychiatric drugs, mm -hmm. and it's fucking gigantic. Yeah. I don't say that that's yeah. the cause. Yeah. I'm not saying that's the cause, but if there's one correlation that we all need to look at, that's one of them, man. Yeah. And as no, much as guns. The way I look at it is like, to me, all that matters is my son and my wife. I I don't care well, what happens at I that hope, school or that you, mall or hope. that school or that mall or that school or that mall. All I, I know I is care, I, I want to protect you. my family. I know I'm you do, protect them. but you want to, you care.
care about your community. That's you care it. about your friends. You care yeah. about a lot of people. This is that thing that people get to when they get like real defensive and scared, when they're really worried about the outside world. They say that it's just about us. It's about us. It's about us. I just want to protect my family. I understand you do, but you, we shouldn't even have, there shouldn't be a concern. And I think if everybody lived in harmony, there would be way less of a concern. You're talking about some utopia that it's too, it's too late to achieve this gun-free utopia. That's a no, I'm that, not talking about gun-free yeah. utopia. I, never, yeah. I would never say that. Okay. I mean, that's community. That's what it sounded like you were saying. No, I'm the opposite. I think that a well-armed society is a polite society. Yeah. Like I really do Texas. believe this. Texas is one of my favorite yeah. places to go. And it's an interesting experiment. I'm not saying no See that gun. church incident? Bro, that church incident yes, where guy a guy pulled, pulled out a gun. Out. Everyone comes out, the old lady came out and said, yeah. what? Yeah, exactly. That's so what I'm talking about. You remember about. my bit that I used to have about the Draw Muhammad contest that they did in Texas? Mm -mm. There's a, a Charlie Hebdo, you know the magazine? Charlie Hebdo mm. was this magazine in Paris, and they did a cartoon about Muhammad. You're not supposed to draw Muhammad. Well, they killed everyone that worked there. They killed like nine people. They killed police officer. It was a really big issue. Shit. Huge international okay. issue. Everybody was in, terrified. Everybody's like, fuck. Did that have something to do with Hold South Park? Listen, listen, listen. No, no, no. The, the New York Times wouldn't draw the pictures. They wouldn't, they wouldn't print the pictures. The Los Angeles Times wouldn't print the pictures. Washington Post wouldn't print the pictures. Yeah. No one was doing anything. Then Texas got into the mix, and they decided to have a draw Muhammad contest. Oh shit! Instantly, within within minutes, a dude showed up in with it, with his friend, and they started shooting at the building. They were killed almost instantly. And I'm like, why? Because they were doing a draw Muhammad contest in Texas. I'm like, did you pay attention to anything about Texas? And then I get this whole bit about how this the the place where they the you know that bit about more tigers in captivity in Texas than in all the wild of the world what's the bit i, I that okay, sounds this familiar. is from triggered from my 2016 special okay. there's more tigers in captivity in texas than all of the wild of the world that's, that's how crazy, crazy. texas is yeah. texas is wild west people who just said we're good right here when they just stopped all those kit carson type dudes from the fucking wild west they just stopped in texas and they stayed there there's more tigers in texas than the whole rest of the planet that's insane it's totally. insane they're yeah. in dudes yards yeah that's what's insane and I go, it all started with one guy who got a tiger. And the other guy was like, I didn't know we'd get tigers. Shit. And he went and got two tigers. And the first guy was like, I ain't about to let this faggot out tiger me. And he, <laughs> and he opened up Tiger World. And that's literally what it's like down there. Dudes have hundreds of tigers in their yard. That's crazy. You can have a yard. And if you have the resources, you can keep those tigers fed. You can have fences where you have 100 tigers in your yard. Texas is a different animal, son, yeah. but it's yeah. one of the safest places to be. Totally. And it's one of the, it is violence in Texas, just like there's violence whenever you get large groups of people. Yeah. But I like people in Texas. They're yeah. friendly. Dallas, I like Dallas a lot, man. They're, they're, I like Austin. I like, I like everywhere I go in Texas, but they're fucking, they're, they're what I would want America to be like. They're cordial. They hold doors for you. They say, good morning. They Te look you in the eye. They're smiling. Texas is, is, um, not only the best place in the United States for me for uh, jujitsu seminars, but also comedy too. Texas, me is too. A, Texas is a different animal comedy. Dude, hundred people show up for seminars. It's it's insane, man. I did my first CD in Texas. Yeah, at Houston yeah. at the Laugh Stop. Houston is the best place. That's the number one city. Oh for me. man, well Dallas yeah. and Houston. Well, I don't know, man. I love Austin too. Dude, a bunch, dude when They're there's a crowd, awesome. when I see a crowd of Mexican conspiracy theorists. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit! Those we're, fucking we're dudes. We're gonna go off. Those dudes we're come up to go me. Off, dude. Those dudes come up to me. And they they try to breach those subjects. And I go, hey, stop, 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 stop. 
I can't. I can't do that. I don't have any. Eddie's room. crazy. Mm-mm. <laughs> they don't want to talk. You should really listen, listen to Eddie about uh, the, the people that make tunnels under the earth. I'm like, hey, 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 bro, I got to go home. I got a yoga class I like at 830. I like when people come up to me. I got people coming up to me and, and um, they're like uh, all alien. They still think I'm the 2005 dude where I'm uh, all like aliens. balls deep in aliens. They come in and go, fuck. You've alien. evolved. Aliens have like, been, uh, we were, we've evolved from aliens in the split, the whole Anunnaki story. Mm-hmm. Man, I, it's hard for they're so into it, and it's like, when? Do, how do I tell this guy that I don't believe in this shit no more? <laughs> it's like sometimes I, you know, when I had a guy the other night, I was just like, I'm not even gonna say nothing no more because I guess fucking aliens. We were our DNA was split, dude, yeah, from bro. the fucking non knocking man, link, and bro. then boom, we're half monkey. Do you remember you and, and me? Like, oh no, remember you and me <laughs> in like 2000, hanging out at your fucking yeah, guest we were all house, into it. doing bong hits and watching yeah. documentaries. Yeah, all that shit. No. Nobody, nobody watch. Maybe there's a lot of ties. Maybe there's a fucking a hundred way tie, a thousand way tie. But it's very hard to watch more space documentaries than me and you do. Come on, real, real space dude. documentaries too, not just alien dude, ones. Dude, we would just sit there and there's like twelve parts to like this BBC universe. Do you remember that giant alien bong that I had? That yeah. like yellow fish uh, bong. Red Band has that thing. Nobody was into space and aliens more than us. No. Dude. You had that fucking Roswell poster on mm-hmm. the, the, the newspaper clip. It. Still have it. Still have it. Dude, we were balls deep in that shit. Let me tell you something, man. It got fired up when I again when I watched that Bob Lazar documentary. Yeah. When Bob Lazar was saying things in the 1990s that became true in the late t- in the 2010s in terms of like element 115 that they had this thing that they could propel these spaceships with and they were saying there's no such thing. He's like there's a thing. They have it. It's from another planet. He explained the propulsion system. He explained all this stuff. It sounds like such nonsense. But I believe Bob now, Lazar believes all that shit. I believe he But you does. don't believe it's true? I believe he's, he's set up. They let him talk too much. Uh, like uh, how are they going to uh, let him do Netflix and they're going to come on JRE. They're going to let him do mm-hmm. go on Larry King. Again. And Eddie Bravo with the 3D chest. They're, they want him to do that. It's uh, if you're on Netflix, they want the deep state wants you on Netflix. So it's a good thing. It's a good thing to. I think he believes it. You know, just like William Cooper. I think he he figured out he got set up. They were trying to get him to believe that uh, alien spacecraft uh, were recovered moon. and all that. Because he would his job at the Office of Naval Intelligence. William Cooper. He wrote uh, "Behold a Pale Horse." He wrote that book. He's like probably considered the Helio Gracie of conspiracy theories. William Cooper. He was in charge of putting together the documents for these uh, top secret naval office of naval intelligence meetings. And he was reading them and going, wasn't he killed in a shootout? They shot his ass, dude. But he was killed in a shootout. Like in front of his house. He was talking too much. He predicted Osama bin Laden before 9-11. I don't know if you know this. There's video on YouTube. You can watch this. William Cooper said, but you know, there's going to be an attack. He goes about space, about like bases on the moon where aliens had bases he, on the moon. He evolved. He, you got to, you got to follow oh, the time. Sort of like you're not into church. aliens anymore. And now he re- no, no, be- he's a big part of it. He's a big part of it. Of what? He's a big part of me going, Oh, oh. cause he, he, 
is the one who uh, opened my eyes to the fact that he thought he was being set up into he, he thought they're trying to get us to believe in aliens so they could fake an alien attack so that'll usher in the new world order because what happens if the aliens attack we all unite and all the movies you see them in the movies like oh they're attacking let's call china china's got this new thing and the russia and then we're all together we all unite that's the whole purpose of everything it's always been about everything there's so many Pieces. How do we but get to that? But wait a minute. Who's the master fucking puppeteer that's it's pulling all story, these cords? Man. I would need an hour to t- explain uh, all that. That's too long. That's too long. Too much, that's too, too long. Much. That's too long. But William Cooper, he was the guy who he was like, aliens exist. I'm looking at these documents. They're having these meetings about this crashed alien uh, uh, aircraft. So he's out at, he's got his own little private radio and like, uh, or not private radio, but I don't like uh, in the late 80s, early 90s. He's on radio. Whatever, like before the way before the oh internet. yeah, some sort of show. And then he's like, "Oh, these motherfuckers are setting me up. There's this is all bullshit." He goes, "They they're setting up a fake alien invasion. That's what they're doing." Okay, that's that's uh, you know who I've been trying to get on the podcast re- recently? Es- Esther Hicks. Really? Yeah, she's still alive. Yep, okay. still alive. Not interested. Her uh, her husband passed, I believe. I'm sorry if that's incorrect. Yeah. But, you know, she's that lady that channels that. Dude, I was I used to be way into her. Yeah. I was into well, here's her. Here's the thing about someone like that. It's almost like the universe is throwing you a puzzle. Like, you can extract valuable information out of this puzzle, but you got to understand what's edible and what's not. When you eat a coconut, you don't eat the outside. You eat the inside. The inside has that beautiful white meat, and it also has that delicious coconut milk. Those, those things are good. The outside you can't eat. There's a lot of people that will tell you things, and some of those things seem like bullshit. But inside those things is some undeniable truths about how we should live our lives and how we should view the world and how we can sort of un- unite each other with love and understanding and we can connect in a it's way a, it's a like a murder mystery it's trying all, to figure out life right but it's it is like a murder mystery it's more probably more complicated because it's never over murder mysteries have an ending yeah. right life is just yeah. as long as there is life there's and more most complexity people, most people man i know some people they're so happy they the last thing on their mind is trying to figure out what the fuck this is all about they're just living their life and it's all about their family and they don't give a shit about iran they don't give a fuck about nasa they're just living their life and man i envy that shit I dude envy that i'm shit. trying to move closer to that yeah, i envy that shit hey you know what people tell me you know like yo that's all you do is study conspiracy theories and i'm like no on the weekends dude on the weekends i am blue pilling myself on the weekends baseball with my son karate we go to the fucking watching the disney cartoons with all the space shit in it i we i blue pill with the fuck out of, i don't try to get my son into conspiracy theories at all that's gonna be later i'm like i just want that's him. gonna be later that's later i'll get him when he's like 15 ah. 15 15 but right now he can't handle it there's no way there's no well, way you, he you doesn't shouldn't need that. ask him to and all his whole life every minute is happiness just love and happiness and we just Beautiful. we just want to make him Beautiful. every day he loves school more than anything he loves school more than 
fucking, he loves school. And then after school, it's all about fun. And he decides what we're going to do. He calls the shots. You're going to go to karate? He goes, today, we're going to do karate. And then we're going to, because he's all in the baseball too. And then we're going to go to the batting cages. I'm like, boom, that's it. We go to karate, batting cages. Then I go teach jujitsu. Then the next day, he'll say, daddy, I think we're going to, I'm going to take a relaxation day. Worked a lot the last couple of days. Well, let's go get, a, let's order a pizza from, from uh, Dino's in Burbank. Amazing. And then we'll watch some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He's all about Teenage That's Mutant. Hilarious. He decides. And then the, the, every day it's a different thing what he wants to Let's go to the movies today after school. Well, this is an evolution <laughs> of you learning from like the pain of your childhood and like doing all the right things. I do the opposite with That's my son. My dad, my dad, my dad had 19 kids and I was just one kid with my mom. It was like a weird off side, like, he had a family with five kids and then he got a bunch of other women pregnant. He was all over the place, truck driver. He had 19 kids. I was one of 19. He had out of eight different chicks he was banging. And he um, never, I found out, I met I met a couple of my half brothers and half sisters that were, were actually part of his real family. And we met one day, we went to the old spaghetti factory in, in Hollywood and he told they told me all about him. And I didn't know, I thought he had five kids. He had a family with five kids and my mom was some chick, you know, he was seeing on the side. That's what I thought. I didn't know he had a bunch of others. He goes, how many, they go, she goes, how many, my half sister goes, how many, I was half, my half sister, half brother. He goes, how many kids do you think your dad has? I said, uh, six. Try 19. Damn. I go, he's like Helio Gracie. Holy shit. Real similar. And one thing that he never told any, he never said the words, I love you to anybody, to his like real family. He never said it to me because I would see him like once a year. That The words never came out of his mouth. Never told my mom that. Apparently, he's one of those guys that will never say I love you to anybody. And I'm the opposite, dude. I tell my son, I look him in the eye every day. So you know who loves you the most. You know, I'm the one, I love you the most. You're the most. And I whisper in his ear, I'm like, you know, I'll kill anybody for you. Don't you ever forget that. Whoa, Don't. you're getting crazy. Oh, but I get is, crazy it, with it them every day. But it is important. Yeah, I want, I just go, people know that you love them. And then them. it's a funny thing. Now it's a funny thing. Like, first he's like, okay, dad, okay. And now he goes, I'm not going to let you forget. Daddy, I won't forget. I go, you promise? Because I won't forget. I go, I just want to make sure you don't forget. And he goes, okay. And he goes, daddy, I won't forget. I promise. And and I hug him every day. It's beautiful, day. man. You know, you uh, you've really embraced to being a dad. It's, uh, very, it's all that matters, admirable. man. I'm living for him. My, that's why I shave my head. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing washing my hair? You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't matter. Been telling no you for a long time. <laughs> Let me man, shave I, my dude, head. If I didn't have this big Nothing stupid hair no transplant scar in the back of my head, I would have shaved my head a long time ago. <laughs> but I just decided, like, this is so pointless. It looks terrible. Yeah. I keep paying to get haircuts. Every, they always e- look like shit. Everybody online is calling, me, like, telling me I'm turning Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, everybody. stop reading comments. <laughs> I love those comments. I love them. Anybody talk like stupid shit, like it's obvious that like they're like hate me. I do them a favor and I I decide to save their life and I just block them because I'm like that, that much hate, dude. You're gonna get fucking cancer following me, bro. You know I need to block you and save your life. Well, there's just a lot of people that want attention and they're not getting it at home. Yeah. Much like you or me. Look, dude, I could have like easily. I like to save them. I, I, that's a beautiful thing. But I could have easily been a hater if I was 15 and I had an internet account. Yeah. I could have easily been a It's crazy. Kid. Now, the internet, dude, dude, anybody could come out and just fucking say whatever. But I'm saying if I was 
a 15 year old kid and I could comment to you and you, you made me feel jealous and I didn't have any love at home. And I saw you like doing all these jujitsu videos and I would go, fuck that guy. That guy sucks. You know, uh, how about Leo Vieira? I would just send you some mean shit. I would send you some mean shit Yeah. just as a 15 year old piece of yeah. shit. Yeah. But that's just because you're a 15 year and because you're not yeah. really talking. Yeah. It's a bad way to talk to people, man, yeah. through text messages and shit. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't make any yeah. sense. We're supposed to look at each other. You know, when people say uh, obvious things that that uh, translate into positivity, and and it's obvious they're they're on the same frequency as me. I follow every one of those dudes. Anybody comment something that it says like genuinely they they agree with what I'm saying, and they're on the, on my team. I'm like, you're on my motherfucking team. Good if someone you. says if if someone says anything, if they if they criticize me, I won't block them. I'm like, if it's legit, I'm like, I get that. I get that. But if it's clear that you're a hater, I'm like, dude, let me save your life. Let me block you. Let me put a couple years on that life. Yeah, I don't I don't I, let any of those as soon as you as soon as you expose yourself, I'm like, dude, you should not be following me. There's a bunch of other people you could be following, dude. It's obvious you don't like me. Find someone else. Well, there's two schools of thought, right? There's a school of thought you should let everybody in. And the the other school of thought is that it's like a party, like if you had a party and one dude is an asshole, is ruling kick the party, him out, kick him out, I'll the kick party. him the fuck out. But this is like, my party. Yeah, it's your party. Yeah, yeah. You I think that uh, you want to criticize me intelligently. I never block those people ever. Mm -hmm. I would feel like a douchebag. I wouldn't do that. If you criticize me, but you're being intelligent about it and you're not being a dick about it, I'm like, oh, okay, let 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 people argue about that. Okay, let them whatever. You know, but if you come out and say you fucking piece of shit, you're a retard. I'm like, dude, let me save your life. <laughs> That's some ozone therapy. Yeah, I did some ozone therapy in uh, in uh, you know what that is? Yeah, How it's is like it? was uh, it good? You know what? This is what happened. I did when I went down there to Mexico. I went down there for five days, and the I didn't do stem cells till the third day. It's like you had to prep yourself for the the stem cells. Yeah. We didn't it just juicing the gerson diet is like dude it's uh what is the gerson 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 it's the gerson therapy it's what saved javi vasquez man javi vasquez had colon cancer and he did the gerson diet gerson therapy how's it work you juice you have to take fresh juices like there's certain plant juices, juices. Like plant juices you have to make them yet they have to be fresh mm -hmm. and you you do one like every hour okay. and you do a coffee enema like five times a day yikes so juicing coffee enema Did juicing coffee enema dude i coffee enema dude. juicing coffee enema juicing. no not not like a like someone with cancer would do someone with cancer you got there's a for dude Protocol. for three months dude every day you're juicing coffee enema you're just cleaning out something does, about does the, it work hell yeah really? javi vasquez is cancer free and it was from the juicing? And it was from the Gerson therapy. And so is that all he's doing for nutrients is just juicing and then coffee animals? Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know the, the details. This okay. is what Javi But that's tells part me. of it. Part Javi's of his juicing school and is thriving. He's teaching jujitsu. He tells me he beat it. Um, you know, I don't know the, the facts. I just go by what he tells me. I see him on Instagram. He's teaching jujitsu. He told me he did the Gerson therapy. He, he told me what it was about. And when I went to Mexico, that's what that's one of the things they do. Because this is the weird thing is I went down to a cancer alternative hospital down in, in Mexico called Chipsa. And people thought I had cancer. I didn't realize. Because I, I know the owners. I know Ed Clay and mm -hmm. Scotty Nelson. They're my, they're, they thought you had cancer because you were there. 
And the only reason I went down there was for the stem cells. Right. Because in Mexico, this is there it's in Tijuana, they can do anything. So not only is Ed Clay and Scotty Nelson like they just committed their lives to putting all the best anti-cancer treatments together like the Gerson therapy is one of many things. They do a bunch of alternative like people come down there with like third stage, fourth stage or whatever they got. And this is like the last hurrah. So they hit them with the Gerson therapy. They hit them with the NADH. Have you heard about this? Yes. NADH. They hit them with hyperbaric chambers every day. Um, electromagnetic fucking therapy. There's all this shit there. They got um, different things on IVs. And um, so I went down there and I didn't realize that people were going to think I was on, like I had cancer. So is this really beneficial to people that have cancer? Like, What, people, is, people, what exactly? There's so many therapies. treatments. They, you're saying they hit him with all the. I, I'm assuming you hit him with like a pile of them all together. Yeah, they got a system down there, man, and and they don't make any claims, man. There's no claims. They being just made. do their best. Well, you can't make claims. You can't make claims, but yeah. they got what what Chipsa is all about is all the latest. Ed Clay is. I I met him when he was 19 and I was 30, and I knew I knew when I met Ed Clay. I'm like, dude, you're 19. You sound like you're 45. I'm like, he's smart a bit, dude. He's, Always been. Dude, I'm like, what? What are you doing in this 19 year old body? I go, one day you're gonna be a a, a a business tycoon of some sort. You're gonna be huge, and so he dedicated his life. His story was he got addicted to pills. He got addicted to Vicodin. He was a black belt, he, BJJ black belt. That's how I know him through the martial arts world. He owned his own mixed martial arts gym, Nashville MMA. He uh, and then he had a couple MMA fights, and then he got a, he got hurt had some surgery, got addicted to pills, and he had a real bad addiction, and it was fucking him up. And then he heard about Ibogaine, and Ibogaine is like the African version of ayahuasca, and supposedly, I don't know that much about it, but supposedly you go through an Ibogaine trip, and it resets your brain in some way, I don't know, that you don't, you could quit those pills without going through all the withdrawals and the pain. You just got to go through it for 36 hours or something like that. You do Ibogaine and he found out about this and he went down to Mexico and did it and it cured him of his fucking pill addiction. Like he really worked. So at first he was, he sold his MMA gym. He goes, I'm going to put, and he was like a real estate mogul too. Super smart guy. He was all into real estate and everything. He has, he had, he, he was well off, sold his MMA. He was gr growing beyond an MMA gym really. He was just growing beyond that. And then he decided to open up an Ibogaine hospital in Mexico to help as many people as he could to, to get over their pill addictions. He was like, I'm just going to just dedicate my life to saving people. And then a lot of stuff happened. It's a long story, but he ended up going, you know what? Let's save people. Let's save people. Let's try to help people with cancer. So it all led to like the, what's the, everyone's worst fear is getting cancer. Yeah, I didn't know he was doing that until I talked to you because we've talked about him many times in the podcast, that whole Ibogaine retreat. And then yeah. I think that people are having an issue with various addictions. There's a lot of, a lot of, pro a lot of weird problems with going straight. He just went from, let's save people from pill addiction to let's save people from cancer. Mm. So him and uh, Scotty Nelson, who used to own on the mat OTM, they got together and they put all their money together and, uh, uh, you know, bought this hospital in Tijuana. That called, is so crazy. They bought a hospital. Dude, they bought a dude. Ed Clay, I'm there all week and we're sitting in the, he's running everything like El Patron, dude. But you know how crazy that is? Yeah. He owns a hospital? He's he owns a hospital. And he's all about, he's got like scientists all around him and they're all about 
finding the best shit. They're just looking well, let me for ask the you best this. shit. What can they do in, in, in comparison to like what they can do in Panama? Could they do the same kind of shit? It's the, the exact same thing. Reardon? No, no, it's the same thing. Because w- the, the guys Tijuana. that reared in one of his partners is one of the guys that went to Chipsa. So that's why they're doing STEM. They're doing the same thing, but they even admit the dude in Panama is like the godfather of everything. Mm-hmm. But the way they're doing it at Chipsa, and like Chipsa is a it's a it's a cancer alternative hospital. But the only reason you know they're using stem cells too for some treatments, so you don't have to have cancer to go there. I get people sending me shit like, "Dude, heal up, bro. I'm with you." And I'm like, "Dude, I don't have cancer." And then I shave my head. Oh my dude, god, dude! I went to Chips and then I shaved my head. Everyone thinks I'm dying, so I'm not dying, guys. I just I went to Chipsa to get stem cells because my body is broken as fuck. I'm 50 years old, and my knee, my shoulder, my back—they're fucked up. And I was getting to the point. I started rolling. I was rolling this whole year, you know, rolling with little guys, little blue belts, little purple belts. And I then I started working up with the bigger guys, and I was like, "Fuck it, let's just see what happens." Boom. And then my shoulder gets fucked up again, and I'm like, "You know again? what?" Yeah, I got fucked up again, and then I, then I, uh, and at that point, Ed Clay was Ed Clay and, and Scotty were saying, "Dude, come down to the hospital. We'll, we'll get you on these stem cells. We'll, dude, you're gonna, we're gonna repair all that shit. Come on, man, come on down, come on down." And I'm like, ah, I don't know if that's gonna work. Can I ask I don't you know. this? Did you get an work. MRI on your shoulder? Because you had shoulder surgery. Yes. And then you hurt it again. Yeah, but I didn't get an MRI. No. Well, yeah, I just felt like I strained it. And I'm like, is, did, did I strain it or did I? Fuck it. The, fuck the surgery up. That was the, the That's thought. the question. How many months after the surgery were you rolling? About a year. I waited a year. Oh, that's not that. Yeah, I waited that's, about a year. That's not, uh, that's not unreasonable. Okay, no, maybe six months. I'm sorry. Not a year. Oh, okay. I thought about it. I go, I think they told me a year, but I waited six months. I was going with little people. But it's no big deal. Um, so I, So Ed was always telling me to come down, and I just kept like putting it off. And then finally, after I re-injured my shoulder, I'm like, you know what? What the fuck am I doing, dude? I gotta get the, I gotta do these stems. I gotta do the the best thing that that's uh, out there. And if it doesn't work, you know what? At least I tried. I'm do. I gotta do the best shit. So I called up Ed and I go, let's set it up. So we we found a week where we could both. We did it together. Me and Ed. He goes, we're gonna do this shit. Everything together. Everything we did. He was right there with me and did it with me. That's it was awesome. a beautiful. He's one of the greatest guys I've ever met in my life, man. Well, I hope it works. You know, it's, yeah. it'd be. I just got to wait. I got to wait a couple. Um, I I will, t- I will tell you this: that I didn't start the stems until the third day, and the first couple days we were doing NADH. We're doing all this stuff. And immediately my inflammation in my knees was gone. Immediately, like from all the stuff we were doing, the ozone therapy, the hyperbaric chamber, we were doing this electro, all day. I was there like eight hours doing shit. So you Every said day. Your, your inflammation, like your knees? Like what yeah. did they feel like before? Oh, my knees are fucked up. My my good knee, not the sur- my surgery knee is not my good rubber guard knee. My surgery knee, thank God, it's not my rubber guard knee, but it still hasn't healed. It cut out so much meniscus, it's fucking sore and tender. It just won't heal. How bad was the tear before you got it fixed? Dude, it... it locked on me about 10 times before I got a surgery. So every time it locks, it, it rips it up some more. It oh. was a mess. So they took out most of my meniscus. And and um, so it still hasn't healed. And then my good knee, something happened in leg lock drills. I don't know. Something happened where I think I sprained it. So I'm like, okay, I got to stop. But then at the same time, my shoulder got fucked up. So like all of a sudden, all my whole body is fucked up. It's hard to get out of bed. And then I called Ed and I'm like, dude, let's just do this. Let's see if let's let's go through it. Let's do this. So they injected my shoulder with like apparently there's I don't know the the, the 
the technical term for these uh, stem cells, but they were um, umbilical cord, organic. I don't know. I just said, just give me your best shit. They stuck my shoulder. They stuck my knee. And um, then I put it in. We got stem cells. This is what everybody says about in the you. IV. This is what everybody says about you. Yeah. You don't wait long enough. Everybody you says you, you, you dive right back into rolling too quick. And then you got to give yourself more rehab who, time. Who told you that? A couple people. Who told you that? A few people talking. They're worried that you, you're addicted to rolling, which everybody is, right? And like when you're coming back from an injury, how much like weightlifting stuff did you do? I was doing weightlifting too. You and like with I a physical, physical therapist that give dude, you the I got, routine? I got fucking savages trying to take my head off. Dude. Oh, I understand. I understand. You know what I mean? But they're, what they're saying is that you- uh, I went too hard. I did. Yeah. I, now I know that. So I wanted to test myself. Right. So now this is the plan. The plan is- I'm going to wait a couple because the stem cells it takes, supposedly they take, because I took them through the IV too. Mm -hmm. we, we, we did them double. We shot them with a fucking million, a fucking gazillion, and then put them in an IV. Boom. I did the whole fucking thing. Hyperbaric chamber right. every day. Right. Watching Fight Club on DVD. All that shit, dude. Every day. Dude, all day. I was right. doing the shit. I go, I have to go through this. This is, I'm getting old. This is my, I got 115 schools that depend on me. I got to do this shit. Right. So now I'm just waiting. It's been less than a month since, since, I, since I did it. And it's supposedly, you're not supposed to, it takes a while for stem cells to regrow shit. Uh, two to three months or something like that. So I ain't going to do shit for two to three months because if I start rolling now. Well, you know John Donahue doesn't roll, right? Yeah. He, he hurt his hip or something. He, he's, he's had hip replacement. He's yeah. going to have a knee replacement. His body's all fucked we're up. We're all headed there. Yeah. We're all, we're all going to end up being there. Yeah. You can't roll forever. No, you know. I heard Hickson's rolling again. That's what I heard. You know, Jacques told me that. You know what it is? It's like um, can't leave it alone. It feel, it just feels so good. Like I appreciate it so much now. This is the weird thing. This is the weird thing. Is I when I started rolling again this year, more than ever while I roll, more than ever. Anytime I pull off a little sweep or a little cool transition, I'll always say yes. So. <laughs> Loud. Enjoy it. Loud. Yeah. I'm constantly saying, Bo-ha-i-su. Uh, because I appreciate like the little yeah. move. Like, if I butterfly sweep a motherfucker and I pass his guard at the same time, you, I'm going to say, Isu. Yeah. For sure. I and like, I'm like, I appreciate every little transition. And then I remember every little transition. I'm like, oh, I got to teach this. I got to teach that. Oh, I forgot about that. There's just so much. It's so endless that unless you're rolling, you'll forget. That's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of stop, like, stop rolling. And then I forget certain transitions because there's so much. The best thing you could do, the best thing now I know on my deathbed. Record as many of your roles as fucking possible. Really? Record your roles. Watch them. Watch your decision making. Watch your mistakes, man. And then you remember shit. You got to record as many roles as possible. That's that's all I'm gonna say. So it's like comedy. Yes, exactly, dude. The only reason I record every one of my sets is because of you. That's the only reason. Because you always say, you got to record your sets. You got to record your sets. So my rituals is on my way to my my next set is i'm listening to the last set on the drive over yeah. you know what i mean and there's so many times i'll go back to listen to old sets like there's some shit that i don't even remember saying and i would have never remembered it yeah you know what i mean there's so much shit you're like damn there's too much to remember you know what, man the ride home the ride home you have to treat as part of the job 
This is what I've decided. Do you listen to her on the ride yes. home? I never done that. This is my I'm afraid new, to. <laughs> no, this is my new thing. My new gimmick is the ride home. I listen to recordings. Um, maybe take another hit depending on whether or not I want, I want to go deep and then bust out the laptop. So the ride home, I'm listening, and then when I get home, I write. Damn. So I'm in a stand-up frame of mind. That's Everybody's huge. asleep. Everybody's asleep. Yeah. So the, the whole world's asleep. So it's like 1 o'clock in the morning. It's just me just sitting there with the dog, just chilling, Damn. just typing. Yeah. And if I do that every day, and I say, this is my job. My job is not just to show at the comedy store and do my set. My job is to listen to a set on the way there, and then listen to that set on the way home, and then sit in front of my laptop for an hour to hour and a half. Damn. And I feel like if That's I do, it, it's not that hard, man. Coal mining's hard. Yeah. yeah you know, right. yeah. sand mining, that shit's hard. Yeah. yeah. I got to do that. What I do is You know what the problem is? Nobody has, nobody's your boss. Yeah. Nobody tells you what to do. Yeah. If you just worked at a warehouse, they go, Eddie, just do whatever you can with all these packages. He's like, ah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Versus if you work for yeah. Amazon, they give you a fucking time clock and it's yeah. like ready, go. And stopwatch is ticking down yeah. how many minutes you have left to send this package out. You're running because you hey, don't want to get reprimanded. You, you know, I was telling you about my ritual, right? My ritual is if I as I'm driving to my next set or getting ready for my next set, I listen to my old set yes. and I have it fresh in my head and I go on stage, right? So I, what happens is uh, I have a few good sets in a row. Nothing goes bad. It seems to go good. Seem, people seem to like it. And then I get fucking lazy. I get lazy. And yep. there was one time where I was going to do that uh, Bruce Buffer show at the Laugh Factory. Right? We're going to do a show at the Laugh. First time I'm, I'm ever there. So I thought, okay, I'm going to drive there and listen to my last recording like I usually do. But then I didn't want to. I go, I want to take an Uber and drink. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got late. I got too cocky, dude. Mm. So then I thought, no, no, no. I got I to gotta be strict. I got it. No, you know, I can't call an Uber. I'm going to drive my truck and listen to my goddamn set again. But then I thought, oh, my God, maybe I'll just put earplugs in and get in the Uber and just listen to, listen to it with my earbuds. And I'm like, cool. That's what, that's what I'll do. So I call the Uber. And I usually don't drink at home before, I, before I, go, I go to the comedy store because I'm driving. So I thought, I'm Ubering it. So I have one drink. So now I'm one drink in. And my ritual is one drink at the comedy store, right? So I, I get in the Uber. And immediately when I get in the Uber, the guy goes, first time ever. Only time ever. Guy goes, dude. Are you Eddie Bravo? You're. A, I love JRE. <laughs> I listen to you on the podcast all the time. So he just wanted to talk about JRE. Oh, so no. I never listened to the set. So we oh, get to the no. laugh factor. We get to the laugh factor. I'm like, ah, I didn't listen to the set. I talked to this guy. He was cool. He was a fucking cool ass guy. You know what? I'm not going to listen to shit. I'll be fine. Right? So I get there and then Bill Bruce Buffer's like, got shots. Let's take shots. Tequila. Everyone. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not drinking way too much. Don't have my set fresh in my head, and I went on stage and fucking. It, it wasn't a total disaster, <laughs> but man, I had my family there and everything oh, for the first no. time. I'm like, it was not a good set. It was a bad set, and I'm like, fuck. But I learned from that. You learn from them losses. Yes. I'm like, don't ever get lazy. Never. Because when you have that set fresh in your mind, and then you go on stage, it ain't that hard. You just heard that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Well, it's not just that. For me, it's writing things down. Like cue cards are big. I, I use index cards. Damn. With sharpies before my sets. Ooh. It's in my rider. Okay. Like when I do a show, I'll write just bullet points, just titles of bits, shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, another thing that works is like during the day of a show, I'll sit in front of the computer and just rewrite bits. Yeah. Just write them out. Write them out. 
Right nope. It's like it's not necessary, yeah. and you can get away without doing it. Yeah. But I always feel like the more I, the more I do, the better. The more prepared it's be. you are, for sure. Yeah. It's better. It's just like uh, when I would do uh, the opening monologues for like EBI countdown shows. I used to do that. I don't do it anymore. Always, always, you write it all out. Yeah. The first three takes ain't that good. You don't remember, but by the fourth and fifth take, you got you can see it, and yes. it's like there's a teleprompter in front of you. You've done it so much, and then now you could really nail just it. Just like jujitsu, it's the same thing. Just like jujitsu, like you have a certain pa- yes, a certain pass that you just yeah. nail. You, you got to do that it over pass. and over. But you know those grooves that you catch in when you are in in that path that you've been through a thousand times. Yeah, just like comedy, yeah. just like everything else, just like a monologue, just like acting in a movie. Dude, if it wasn't for jujitsu, I wouldn't be doing comedy, man. Jiu-jitsu trained me. Well, jiu-jitsu taught you also how to teach, so you talk to people. Like, yeah. you have this way of projecting. Public speaking experience yeah. is huge. I, I got a couple uh, instructors that are looking to do, looking to do comedy, That's too. Funny. Yeah, because if, te- if you could teach a seminar, if you yes. could teach a three-hour seminar, you have the tools to be a stand-up comedian. You, now you got to be funny. Well, th- listen, this is the thing about stand-up comedians. Only 30% of them ever even try it. Yeah, it's probably seventy percent of the potential legitimate stand-up comedians in the country yeah. that don't ever do it. Yeah, you know, there's people that do it and they're delusional and they do it and they they don't see reality correctly, so they'll never really be good. There's there's people like that. Yeah, but then there's people that just decide to keep working at the you know the car repair and they're place, funny as fuck. And they're funny as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I told I, I know I've told you about this guy, but when I was a uh, an amateur comedian, when I was uh, driving. Um, for a private investigator i met this private investigator he had a like it was like be a private investigator's assistant i was like oh cool really it was just he became a very good friend of mine he lost his license drinking and driving so he needed someone to drive him around so that was a private investigator's assistant i was just his driver (laughs) but his name was dave dolan i loved him to the day he died but he um he needed someone to drive him to places and he also was it turns out just randomly he was a cousin to one of the people who owned the uh, Comedy Connection in Boston, Bill Downs. He was Bill Downs' cousin. So I met him, and I was like, what? You're Bill's cousin? He's like, yeah, he's my fucking cousin. He was the funny, one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life, and at the time, for sure, the funniest guy I had ever met. And I was like, how is this guy not a comedian? This doesn't yeah. even make sense. Dude, we would go places and we would have to like get up at four o'clock in the morning. I would pick him up and then we'd drive to like some location where we'd have to park on the corner to see if some guy who's uh, pretending to be injured is, is going to work under the table in another way. Like we'd have to take pictures of him and shit, that kind of stuff. It was mostly insurance scams. So I'd be sitting on the side of the road with this guy. And he would be just talking shit, just talking shit about life and about girls and about fucking everything from top to bottom. He was doing a mo- he was doing a one man show for me, yeah. and I'm a professional. I'm you know not really at the time I was an amateur, I, and I don't think I'd ever even gotten paid. But I was an aspiring comedian, and I'm sitting here with this guy in a car. I'm like, this is the funniest fucking dude I've ever talked to in my life. I'm I'm nothing compared to him. He's so much funnier than me. And he never wanted to do comedy. Even while my comedy was taken off, he never wanted to do comedy. I'm like, Dave, you could do comedy. He's like, fuck that. I bust scumbags. All he wanted to do, <laughs> he was just a private investigator busting scumbags. And now, like, 
I don't know if it's the economy or what, but it's it's like this in jujitsu. Ju- comedy and jujitsu have one thing in common. It seems like economically, it's bigger than it's ever been. Because back like 10, 15 years ago, I remember thinking to myself, like, damn, there ain't that many motherfuckers out there that could, they could uh, teach seminars and make some big money. I was like, fuck, there ain't that many. It's And now, shit, seminars in jujitsu are Every everybody, it's, like it's insane. It's like touring. Comedians. Everybody, exactly like comedians. Everybody's yes, touring. Everyone's yes, got their specials. Yes, dude, it's the economy is insane. It wasn't like this ten no. years ago because I remember, like, not even ten years ago, my business manager said, uh, "You got to slow down with your money because you're running out of money." Ooh. Ten, like ten, eight years ago, it was like it wasn't always good, but right now. Man, everybody in my association, it seems like I would say 90%. Everybody's growing, constantly growing, growing, you know, I growing. I think the word has gotten out about the benefits of jiu-jitsu. There's so many people that have Instagram pages and yeah. so many people make YouTube combo. videos. That and the economy. The economy is booming. Yeah. Podcasts. Yeah. People talk about jiu-jitsu a lot. You get to see way more videos of jiu-jitsu on, if, on Instagram or YouTube or whatever. Yeah. I mean, this is a good time for gra- – and also like – there's so many uh, dominant players in grappling today, from Craig Jones, you know, to it's a different Ryan world Gordon, now. you know, and Eddie Tonin yeah. is uh, now um, Gary Eddie Tonin, to- Eddie Gary Tonin, Tonin right? Eddie, <laughs> Gary Tonin, and um, Eddie Cummins. You know, um, Eddie's now running his own school, and Gary's fighting in MMA, and yeah. it's like this. These some of these like super high level, high profile guys now have like large social media followings. Yeah, you know, like Gary Tonin is like he's a funny Twitter follow. Yep. He says funny shit. Like he's a smart dude, and he's doing really well in MMA. And you're like, hey, that guy's got nasty, nasty grappling. Yep. Like, did you see that flying scissor hook he hit in Abu Dhabi? Yep, scissor yep. flying yep. flying heel hook. Yeah, scissor takedown. Yep, he's a legit world class submission artist that's now fighting in MMA. Look what's happening in Abu Dhabi. Look at all. The, the the rising stars, the hottest stars, are all nogi guys. All mm. Craig Jones, mm-hmm. Lachlan Giles, John Blank, mm-hmm. Gio Martinez, Gordon Ryan, uh, Gary Tonin. Yeah. All of them, all nogi guys. They're not doing anything in the gi. They're not competing in the gi. They're nogi guys. Yeah. So you're starting to see right now that it's getting the sport is getting so technical and so specialized that if you want to be the best in the gi you got to spend all your time in the gi you want to be the best no gi you got to spend all your time no gi it's hard to do both doing both man it's tough like gordon ryan's not trying to compete in the gi because no. he knows he realizes like damn that's going to that's another lifetime and you I, know i think that we there's there's got to be some way where we can wake people up to how fun that shit is to watch you know, I mean, combat jujitsu goes a long way. Your concept, because people get to see people get bitch slapped. <laughs> people love people getting bitch slapped, but I think that uh, I think some, they're they're missing something. Well, the co- no, no, I think I think we already have it. We have it. We have combat jujitsu. That's the best shit. And then we also have quintet. Yeah. Quintet is the best way to make uh, jujitsu a team sport. That quintet is awesome. Fuck. I, I it's agree, awesome. But what, and, what I'm talking about is they're missing something that makes it mainstream. All it, all it is. Remember UFC. We all knew in the UFC when it was underground. We all knew that it was the greatest sport ever. We all knew that, but the world didn't know that. And and what what happened uh, to to awaken the world was 
The Ultimate Fighter with Forrest Griffin and uh, uh, Stephen ba- Stephen Bonner, right? That's the one that blew. Everybody knows that. That's part of history. You could put that in that UFC documentary. That show blew up MMA, blew up the UFC. And it wasn't because like all of a sudden the UFC became more entertaining after that. Like they figured it out after that. It was always the same sport, but over here, no one knew about it over here. Everybody knows about it and they love it. There just needed some, there just needed to be something to expose the world to what already existed, not like change what already existed. Right. And it was already perfect. Just people didn't know about it. Now people know about it. It's the same thing. Ultimate fighter, Forrest Griffin, they blew it up. So when it comes to grappling, um, I, I think it's going to be some. We're going to do a combat jujitsu world's quintet style. Well, we're going to we're going to do the both. Doing the, we're doing both. Are you going to do tag team? No, that tag we're, team shit is hilarious. Do you remember? Do you remember what you know what quintet is, right? Yes, yes. Quintet the is teams. five against five. Yes, right. And very, it's yeah. random who winds up. It's with amazing. Who it's in amazing. terms of weight classes. So what I'm going to do is do combat jujitsu five oh, against no. five. Oh, don't do yes. that, oh. bro. The big guys are going to smash oh. the little people. No, 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 no. But we're going to change it. It's going to be five on five, but every it's going to be the featherweights. Everyone's going to be 145. Oh, okay. Everybody's going to be the same way. Good. We're not going to do David and Goliath. Right, right, right. Because all, all that ends up happening there is the small guy tries to survive to get the big guy out. Wasn't, so that kind of fucks up the strategy, you know what I mean, of j- pure jujitsu. But when everybody's the same weight, there's no reason to take anybody out. It, every fight, you want to beat the guy, not just hold him. Because right. if I'm going against a guy that's 20 pounds heavier than me, the smart strategy would be just don't get tapped and hold on and get them out of there right that fucks up the sport was is quintet did they set it up where the five people have a a total weight limit yes so you there's all these uh, mismatches but it's a beautiful thing i love that too i love that too but i'm gonna do it different a total weight limit like yeah like 850 five people 850 pounds or something something like that 900 pounds or something so you gotta figure out what you gotta choose like all 170 pounders it's It's interesting it's it's pretty badass but when it comes to combat jujitsu they all gotta be this we're gonna just we're gonna do welterweights five on five you have to you know middleweights five on five but the same thing like if if there's a draw here they both get dq'd it's gonna be the same concept but at the end what's gonna be a little different too is that uh, a lot of times in um in quintet you have like every match is a draw and they all you know they're it's a tie they're all uh, eliminated at the same time so then at that point they go to whoever has the most penalty cards and if that's a tie then they go to a judge's decision in my version we if it goes to a tie then we go uh each team picks the opposing team's EBIOT competitor, and they decide an EBIOT, which is basically a rear naked choke shootout. Mm. We do it a little different. We're keeping that EBIOT to 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 uh, you know, as a tiebreaker. That's it. Not Dude. in every match. Just at the very end, if it's a tie, we go to EBIOT. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, a great it's idea. Gonna be crazy, yeah. yeah. It's gonna be nuts, dude. <laughs> I think grappling is probably just even watching grappling on YouTube. I mean, as many times I look at videos, there's a million views. Yeah. Many times, there's there's more people watching grappling and paying attention to high level grappling on YouTube now than I I think any time that I could ever remember. Yeah, there's so many shows now. Like mm-hmm. f- there's Fight to Win. What's Chael Sonnen's one? 
uh, uh, submission underground. Submission underground. Yeah, yeah. And then there's uh, Kasai, mm-hmm. and then there's um, finishers, which mm-hmm. they got a great one. They got a they got a quintet uh, style finishers coming up. Ultimate Mat Warriors. It's a good um, time shit. for combat sports. Yeah, there's a whole shitload. Dude, of- you know what I'm looking forward to as much as anything? What? Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury, too. Oh shit! When is that? That's soon. Soon? I Couple weeks. I want to say that's February. Is that what it is, Jamie? February 22nd? February And that's 22nd. the one where Tyson got knocked down and he rose from the dead. Yeah. And he won or lost? He won. Well, he, he still it won. It was a draw. It, it was, was a draw. draw. But most people feel, like if you look at it objectively, there's two ways of looking at it. Yeah. If you look at it objectively, Tyson Fury outboxed him. He beat him 10 rounds to two. But if you look at it in terms of like chaos and wildness and what counts more, Deontay Wilder floored him twice. At one time, literally, you saw his soul pull out of his body, and then he grabbed his soul by the ankle and dragged it back in. (laughs) Tyson Fury just rose like no one expected and fought his way out of a terrible situation and then dominated the rest of the round. In my eyes, Tyson Fury won the fight. But in my eyes, I'm fine with a draw because Deontay Wilder nuked him into orbit twice. You know, it's, it was it was so chaos. Mm. I couldn't say who really I won. I want to watch won. that shit. And, De- I, and I gave up on boxing, but I watched the heavyweight division now. It seems De- like it's awesome now. Deontay is from another planet, man. He's got Thanos' glove in his How right hand. How about Francis and Ganu against him? Well, I mean, Francis, I think Francis really legitimately could be a top-tier heavyweight because of his power and because of his speed and because his knockout ability is insane. If he really got into boxing the way he got into MMA... I think he really could be a top flight boxer. But you wouldn't want him just jumping right in with Deontay Wilder. Yeah. Deontay Wilder is a bronze medalist in the Olympics, world class boxer. Yeah. I mean, he has an insane record. The yeah. most insane, you know, he has the most insane record in the history of the heavyweight division. I think Does he? if I'm right, pull up Deontay more Wilder's. Than t- Mike Tyson? Oh, dude, listen, way more, way crazier. It's literally 40 knockouts, one draw, one decision. Wow. Dude. <laughs> Every fight's a knockout. He's a fucking That's the most monster. insane. That is the He's most insane. He's a monster. He's a monster, dude. He's a monster. No one hits like him. It doesn't make any sense. He hit that last dude, Luis Ortiz, in the forehead, and his body went to like, bam, just shut down. He just, bop. He just catches guys with these punches, and everybody you goes had him on the show? He's a great guy. He, he was on the show, Yeah, right? he's okay. a great guy. You know what he told me? He told me that when he fought Tyson Fury, he weighed 209 pounds. I was like, what? He goes, yeah, I don't know why I was so light. That's just how, how heavy I was. Like, he doesn't try to put on weight because he knows he can nuke people. And it's all stand-up, right? So there's probably a benefit of being a 209-pound guy in boxing yeah. where there's no, there's no leg kicks. It's speed, and he has crazy power. Yeah. Like his undeniable power, like, but oh, no one could smother him and drag him to the ground, do all kinds of shit that heavy people can do in a fu- an MMA fight, right? Yeah. He yeah. in boxing, I think he might have an advantage. I think at, yeah, at two hundred and ten pounds, that's probably the max weight for power. Like anything extra is going to slow down the power. Now you're going to slow down the. I speed. would agree with so you, you until you right get there. to Francis. Francis hits so much harder than anyone that's two hundred five pounds, dude. He hits people so hard. Francis is a different animal because he hits like a really strong 205-pounder, but then you add 60 pounds of muscle on top of that. I know what you're saying, but what I'm saying is um, once you start sacrificing speed, maybe it's the speed because he's smaller, the speed Mm. gets it through, 
and he's got enough power, maybe not the most power he could have, but enough power to knock people out. But he still has the speed because he's smaller? Maybe. Does maybe. that make sense? I mean, it's, it's a trade-off for sure, but I don't think Francis is slow at all. See, when you have a big, the thing about a Francis guy is like a thing about Connor. In a what lot does of he ways. walk at? Francis is giant, man. He's he walks at 250? More, more than 260. Oh, okay. okay. More than 260 walking around and moves very fast. But those guys that have a lot of, like Connor, fast twitch muscle fiber, like uh, Faraz Ahabi talked about on the podcast. He was like, those guys, they're sprinters. They're just jumping and leaping. And it's all these. And, and Daniel Cormier always talks about them as big actions, these big actions they're doing. They require a lot of energy. And those guys are rarely the guys who have like the most stamina. But they're the guys who are definitely the most dangerous for short amounts of time. And if you saw in the Stipe fight, Stipe weathered the storm with Francis and then grabbed a hold of him and managed to wear him out, start dragging yeah. him to the ground yeah. and beat him up on the ground. That fight showed you what the problems are with that like fucking sprinting style. Like you, you got to fight every fight. Like you know, this guy can definitely make it to the fifth round. Yeah, you got to fight every fight. Like you're not looking for the knockout, but if it's there, it's awesome. Yeah, and if you don't, you're never gonna beat the Prepare elite for of the, the elite. Worst. And the elite of the elite Hope is Stipe. Stipe is the elite of the elite. He's the guy who's he's regained the heavyweight title. He's defended it more than anybody ever, ever, I mean, ever. He's, the, he's got the record. He, Stipe Miocic has defended the UFC heavyweight title more than anyone. How many times ever. is that? I believe it's four. I believe he had four Damn. successful title defenses. That's crazy. Yes. And then um, loses Daniel Cormier and then comes back and knocks out Daniel Cormier to retain the title. So, I mean, he's... That's a Muhammad Ali type epic He's epic. Shit. He's epic. Stipe's epic. He doesn't get nearly enough love. For, for what he's done, like for martial arts. Like, it's just he's not as flashy as some guys. He doesn't talk a lot of shit. He just puts his nose to the grindstone and gets his work done. But if you look at his accomplishments, knocked out Alistair Overeem, knocked out Junior Dos Santos. I mean, he's a fucking monster, man. He's a monster, you know? He knocks out Daniel Cormier to regain his title. He's a fucking animal. And the only guy, I mean... Derek Lewis beat Francis Ngannou, but it was a crazy fight where really nothing happened. It was a weird fight. But Stipe's the first guy to beat him. Stipe beat him. You know, he got a hold of Francis and he actually beat him. He's the only guy. Everybody else is just running from those hammers, son. Those hammers coming at you from are Francis. You a, are you a Stipe fan because he's from Cleveland? Does that have any bearing? Sure. Well, oh, mean, oh, really? Okay. He's the man. Cleveland people okay. probably don't like Columbus people when they're all in Ohio together. But when, when, once they're outside, no, no. Then, then they become like, okay, we got Ohio no. people got to stick There's together. More, it's Ohio, Michigan, not Ohio, Ohio. More, more Browns yeah. fans in Columbus than Bengals no. fans, right? More it's Bengals fans. It's, it's very close. 50-50? Yeah. Damn. Okay. Ohio's an awesome spot, man. Uh, it's a fun spot to go to, too. It's like a fun spot to do stand-up at. I'm trying lot. to book some gigs out there. I'm trying now, to do when, a when seminar you Do, do you out seminar there. and show I, same I, weekend? I try to do a show on Friday night, seminar Saturday morning, and then get the fuck out. But sometimes when I'll do a show Saturday night, too, it's hard to do a seminar. It's, it's Sometimes I can't do it both. So. What's the most time you've ever done on stage? Like 40 minutes. Damn. Yeah. Look at that. Is that a lot? It's a good amount. It's close to headliner. You know, like it used to be that a headliner had to do 45. Yeah. It used to be there was uh, 15 minutes for the opener, 35 minutes for, or 30 minutes rather for the middle act, and then 45 minutes for the closer. That was always the I formula. I like 
just being that dude, opening up, no pressure. If I fuck up, you're going to have a killer neck, so relax. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I like no pressure. I like just yeah. being, I like hiding behind Sam Tripoli. I love that shit. I'm like, you got a, you got a, a killer about to go on, so if I don't do so well, um, just Sam relax. Tripoli, he, Sam Tripoli is the tip of the spear when it comes to stand-up. Yeah. That's what I always call him. I'm like, that's the front line. That's the guy we send in. <laughs> when you know because sam will go hard yeah sam triple you know, will go hard the paint you know the one thing I, I i think about the comedy store and, and back when we used to hang out there in 2001 and all the people that were there like ari and sam Tripoli and duncan all those dudes back then like sebastian and eddie griffin all all those dudes like like they blew the fuck up but not everybody, not Sam, not Steve Simone. There's a couple other guys, but some dude just got fucking big. Everyone's fucking rich now. It's crazy. And my my philosophy is, uh, not philosophy, but uh, what I take from um, comedy is, you for sure you're going to give your best performance when you have like a packed house and they all love you. You're going to give a good performance, right? Because you, you feel all that energy and it gives it back to you. As opposed to like, doing stand-up in front of like six people and they don't know who you are that's probably not going to be your best set maybe most of the time it ain't going to be your best set it ain't going to compare it to a whole fucking room filled with people that love you and then all that energy makes you uh give your best performance mm. like ever right and sam never really got that so sam was always like hey yeah he's a good comic you know but ever no one really like no one was saying like oh he's amazing they were saying hey, he's good he's good because he was they only saw him without fame in front of audiences like in the OR where no one really knew them and so those are fucking hard crowds dude that's a hard room dude but now now when we're doing tinfoil hat people are showing up for him dude they love him so now you're seeing Sam in front of 200 people 250 people that love him or screaming for him and he's you're seeing the best of him because now he's got a crowd that's screaming for him and he comes out dude I'm telling you I'm telling you he crushes on the road when we go on the road and do a tinfoil hat Sam destroys, dude. Oh, I'm sure, People, dude. I've known it's, Sam forever, man. It's crazy. He's it's, a funny guy. I'm so, glad it's all happening for so him. So the thing with comedy is like, you never really get to see what a comic really is about until he performs in front of a... a and it's like a catch-22 because you ain't going to have a packed room that knows you unless you acquired some kind of fame somehow uh, through a TV show or through something, through the internet. But, man, now you're, you're starting to see, right now you're starting to see the real Sam. Like, you're starting to see him peeking and shit. It's it's awesome. Every time we go out there, I'm like, dude, you're fucking crushing. He's out there just smashing. Beautiful. Yeah. Shout out to Sam. Sam Tripoli's Sam the best, Tripoli. dude. And not only that, dude. Seriously, Sam is the, one of the fucking coolest guys I've He's ever beautiful. Met. You know, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. That guy is a beautiful person. I'm doing man. this show on Tuesday. The um, Armenian assassin. Oh shit, Eddie Bravo. This is fun, man. Thank you, man. Can this, I can I give a couple plugs? Yeah, we got a couple plugs. Uh, January 24th, Dallas, Fort Worth, hyenas. Tinfoil Hat, me and Sam, and then the next day, January 25th, in Oklahoma City at Bricktown Comedy Club. Hope to see you there. Thank you very much. Love of, love everybody. Oh, and stay tuned. We're going to be announcing a big 420 show in um, Vancouver. Oh, shit. It'll be announced this week. We're very excited. Oh, uh, shit. That's it. Bye, everybody. Thank you. 420. What's going on out there?